for some reason around. I can't picture you as a kid or even before when you said you were in a relationship I can't even picture mm. that right damn yeah that's the sound right there oh my god mm-hmm it's so much different what kind of cheese is this? This is smoked mo- version of before. Smoked mozzarella. Oh. How incredible is this? Wow. Man, that fry. Yeah. Dude, how insane. Look, and you can feel it's like, it's almost like somewhere between a Zeppeli and a pizza, like a donut and a pizza. It me of like, what does that taste? I know. You ever have Beastly? No. It's Israeli snack food. Israeli junk, like uh, chips. No. Beastly. Oh, you gotta get you some. I'm gonna get Dude, I gotta try this now. Yeah, I forget if it's onion or whatever. For everyone listening, he's looking up like like when a sommelier takes a sip of a new wine. He was like, "What does this remind me of?" This reminds me of Sicily. You like look at the stars, even though we're indoors. Wow, how insane is that? Yeah. So in Italy, this is like this is like the type of food like your grandmother would make real quick because they always had access to hot oil, but maybe didn't have access to like a hot stove or something. So this is like throw away Yeah, if you like have hot oil sitting on the stove, you take stuff out of it and you have a little bit of dough, you just toss it in. They're applauding for my explanation. (laughs) But you just toss it in the hot oil. It's like fry real quick. But here's the thing. The first sauce we had was raw tomatoes. This is cooked. We were standing on the sidewalk just admiring the view and we thought that we would go downtown and find something to do. And we saw this place upon the corner and it looked real swell. So we Open the door and we went inside This is what we yell now Pizza Hey pizza Well I got a chick I really dig I'm gonna love her all of my life Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank How's everybody doing? It's a wonderful day to be alive It's summertime in New York One of the best, most amazing places to be in the summer Man, people are out, everybody's swinging and partying. Fucking amazing. People are hooking up, people are getting into fights, everyone's out, talking, drinking, crying on the streets. Oh, it's just amazing. The rats are back, not as much as usual. Not as much as usual. And the aggressive homeless are around too. Not the regular, you know, crazy homeless, more like the, oh, I'm fine mentally, I just really don't want to work there's that kind of homeless they, they've they've come up a little bit and also bottom butt cleavage thought it would go away it's back they don't do the tight shorts anymore they do the loose shorts where you can just see a little curb of butt it's great it's an amazing time to be alive uh on today's episode and speaking of new york um my friend alexis guerreros who is a connoisseur of fine foods is also a connoisseur of garbage foods and he gives tours to i guess tourists um of new york city restaurants uh, specifically pizza tours so he brought me on a pizza tour of his favorite uh types of pizza in new york we walked around the city talked about pizza it's all about pizza this episode you guys if you're not a fan of pizza i don't know maybe this isn't the one for you um, and this episode is sponsored by Blue Apron, everybody. BlueApron.com. If you go there to BlueApron.com, use the uh, the code uh, Skeptic Tank. BlueApron.com slash Skeptic Tank. What they do is they send you a bunch of ingredients for a meal. Uh, you can cook. They give you directions. There's no waste. They only give you as much 
ingredients as you need. So you can have, I went on the website, you can have all sorts of different things. You can add like uh, for a family, for two people. It's fun. It's fun as fuck, you guys. Cooking is fun as shit. I'm actually really happy with the sponsor. Um, and right now, with blueapron.com slash skeptic tank, your first three meals will be free with free shipping. Three meals, free shipping. Three and free. Um, God, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. You invite a girl over. You cook a meal together. Then you eat it. They give you everything you're going to need for the meal. Minus a couple things. Um, if you start cooking, start preparing the food, they tell you to wash the vegetables and, and, and get them everything ready. Um, you'll find out you will need a pan. Um, luckily, I live in New York where you can just walk to a bodega and find a pan at 3 o'clock in the morning when you decide to cook these, these meals. Uh, you will also need a working oven for some of the recipes. Uh, I had a working stove and... Um, well, I guess the recipe I needed didn't make it. But the next week, the one they sent me this week, I did need one. And I was like, ah, damn it. So uh, the stove guy's coming today. Um, the cool thing is, if you don't have a pan, you can use a, um, a baking sheet and just put it on the stove. And somehow, that sort of works. I also uh, cooked something in a wok that wasn't supposed to be cooked. I don't know where I got my cleaning utensils or my cooking utensils, but I got them. So anyway, it's blueapron.com slash skeptic tank. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. It really is fun, you guys. It really is fun to cook with people. Friends, family, loved ones, whatever. Cook yourself a fresh meal. Um, perfect sponsor, right, with all the, with all the pizza. Uh, you guys, you know how I do these, um, these podcasts. I do them everywhere. So this was fun. You got some like real uh, taste of, of, of New York City streets as we were walking around. Um. And it's a fun episode. I mean, Alexis takes us into what makes good pizza. New York and pizza has always gone hand in hand. I never quite understood why. And Alexis kind of like takes us through it. We explain all of it. Dollar pizza, what makes a good pizza, where it came from, how it got here, where it, how it developed. And um, we'll give you guys, if you ever want to come to New York, there's some great suggestions on this podcast of what to check out. My personal favorite, and Alexis gets to this, is uh, for a slice is Joe's Pizza on Manetta. I mean, it's great. And I'm going to end the podcast going there uh, on the outro. But um, but there's all sorts of good stuff. I used to love one uh, called Brooklyn Pizza. It was on the way home to my first apartment on 11th and B. Um, and it was open till 4. And I'd walk home from the... And I think it was on 1st. And I'd walk home from uh, the cellar or something real late at night. Walk by there. Get a slice of the kind with just the, the block of mozzarella. Mozzarella. Garbage people. Um, oh, and I just took that the rest of the way home. It's great. One slice is such a good tide over for hunger. Now, so you know I do this podcast by going out doing other things. Um, I made a mistake uh, after I got my slice of Joe's Pizza. That's the outro. I decided to do the intro. And I decided to do it on a New York City bike. I also had uh, three shots of alcohol with Lisa Traeger. And Sam Morrill and a couple other people. And I figured I would do that. And I would do it on the ride back. And I crashed. I full-on crashed. I've never fallen off a city bike before. But doing it drunk, it's not not ideal. Uh, doing it over uneven pavement. It was uneven pavement on third, I think I was. Also not ideal. And then uh, 
having only one hand free because you're using the other hand to hold on to a podcast recorder. Again, not ideal. So I redid this ep- this intro. I didn't show the one that I did. Uh, I kind of went this whole thing about Pat Summit, the, the coach of the Tennessee Volunteers, the longtime coach of the Tennessee Volunteers basketball team, women's basketball team. She revolutionized the sport. Um, and that was all fun, you know. It, a little, it meandered a little bit. But man, she really did revolutionize the sport. She had this thing. The only way it affected me, and she was great. She was a great, I mean, coach. Her record speaks for itself. But she decided to have men... People that attended the University of Tennessee come practice against the women on the team. Because if you were a six foot nine center, starting center on the Tennessee team, there was no one your size you could bang against. You know what I mean? You were definitely the biggest one. And if you were quick, if you were like a quick guard, you were the quickest one in your school. You know, in in basketball, men's basketball, you might find a, a backup who's good enough. Actually, they just don't have the benefit of being able to find quicker and bigger people than them. If you are the quickest one on your team and if you're the biggest one on your team, yeah, you're not going to find big people to bang against. But what Coach uh, Summit did was she said, let's get some men uh, people to come practice. And so Coach Weller at University of Maryland, I lived right across the street in Dorchester and I went over there three times a week and I practiced with a girls team. And when I say girls, I should say women because these bitches could bang. I took it easy for about 30 minutes the first time and then uh, full on, like, let's fucking go. You're going to bruise me? I'll bruise you back. Man, they were tough. They were tough. I had a crush on one of them. And I begged Coach Weller, please, Coach Weller, please put me in just once in a real game. Let me get three minutes in an NCAA game. And she goes, Ari, you're crazy. You're not a woman. I go, I know, but I have long hair. I could put it in ponytails on each side. And I painted my fingernails at the time. I'll paint it gold. I'll paint it red and red and uh, yellow, if that matters, for Maryland. Please, just get me some scrub time. And she goes, no. So I never got to live my dream of being a University of Maryland full-on women's basketball player in the NCAA. But I did practice with them a lot, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you, Pat Summit. You, you, you're gone too soon. You got Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, and you had to leave, and you died. It's unfortunate. But uh, your legacy touched me. So now I'm going to include the part of my original intro where I fucking spaz out and fall. It was like third and like park right around there. And then these homeless guys, those aggressive ones, not the crazy ones. They just like, are you okay? Like almost like a what's wrong with you attitude. I had to, when you're trying to get homeless people to not look down on you, you're living your life wrong. And I totally scraped up my, my shin. I've been putting Neosporin and gauze pads on there. When you go into a bodega and you ask them for gauze and they don't or anything and they don't know what you're talking about, they do this thing where they try to say, "Is it this you're talking about?" So I was like, "I need some gauze. Do you guys have gauze?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "No, no gauze." And, and then she handed me she handed me tampons, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean that's gauze in a way." So before we start, Ari Shapiro Skeptic Tank episode 270, New York Pizza Party. Here's my original attempt. In an intro, not the whole thing, just the part where I fall. <laughs> enjoy it, enjoy it, everybody. Enjoy it. I'll be right back. I reminisce on the past times, past crimes, trying to cop a slice of pizza with my last time. It comes uh, in like a uh, with a, with a freezer bags in there to keep everything cold, so it sits for like you know 10, 12 hours if you're not there, 20 hours, I don't know. Um, and I tried it. I made some fucking whoa. 
I made some delicious uh, breaded, what was it? It was a fish of some kind, cod. Oh fuck, full crash. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you guys? Oh yeah, you shouldn't bike drunk. That's the problem. Have a good night. You know what's bad when homeless people are looking down on you? Fuck, that hurt. Fuck. Ow. Anyway, did I tear my jeans? Oh, for sure I did. Fuck me. Blueapron.com slash skeptic tank. Let's go to Blue Apron right now. It's these city streets are not paved. That's the problem. There's so many bottles. I tore these jeans. <laughs> I tore these jeans doing this goddamn intro. What a doofus. Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with me? And they were like caring. They were like, are you okay? Are you okay? When you have to look, when you have to make yourself look good to impress intentionally homeless people you're just you're living your life wrong i got drunk way too much this holiday weekend i mean verzi we got drunk this night of the second day of the third all day the fourth night of the third night of the fourth i'm, I'm out for a little while until somebody tries to drink it. Such a drinking city. All right, you guys, let's start the episode. A couple dates real quick. Uh, New York, uh, July 20th, doing a This Is Not Happening storyteller show. The last one I'll do here until at least September, maybe maybe till next year, to be honest. Because then I'm going to have my special in October, and I'm not going to be back much of September. So, yeah, come to the Village Underground, July 20th. It's a 10 p.m. show. So far confirmed, Bobby Kelly, Adrian Appalucci, um, or Robert Kelly, whatever he wants to go by now. Uh, Attell said he would, but yeah, you can't count on him for these things. He always tries to back out, but then sometimes he, he'll do it. He said he wanted to do it, but then he said he had, might have to film something. So we'll see. Uh, and then I'll get a couple more people. But just come, get tickets. It's always a good show. I always make it good. The lineups are always going to be great. Even the people you don't know are going to be great. Um, uh, that's July 20th. And then I got uh, Montreal. I got a couple shows. Four, this is not happening shows. Uh, the 26th, 27th, 28th, and 30th. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, and then I got my, I'm doing my own hour there. Ari, S-P-E-C-T, at, um, at the Catacombs at 10.30 on Tuesday night, the 26th. Um, Calgary, we got Ari Shafir and friends on the 14th of July. For Stampede, Ari Shafir and friends do Stampede, and then uh, and then uh, you know I got that one show in Dublin on the on the third, and then um, I think July no August third yeah Dublin and then um, I don't say where, and then uh, Edinburgh French, Edinburgh August fourth through the twenty seventh, Jesus twenty eighth, God damn that's a lot so. 
whoever's going to Edinburgh, if you have any friends that are going to the Fringe Festival, tell them to check me out. 6.30 p.m. at the Hive every single night. No breaks. And let's have fun. Let's have some fun. Let's smoke pot after shows, except on Tuesdays where I got to run do punch drunk every other day. Let's hang out. It's fun stuff. I can't wait for Edinburgh. I can't wait. Oh, so fun. All right. You guys, let's start the episode. Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank. I'll get the Olsen twins to play the intro. Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank. Episode. Do you guys remember this video? It was it was them for the Olsen twins from their show. And then somebody made this creepy slowed down version of the song Making Pizza. And it got so many hits. It's so weird looking on YouTube. It's so weird looking seeing them slow down and sing with a slow motion voice. So anyway, Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank, episode 270. New York Pizza Party with Alexis Guerreros starts now. Pasta. Put it in the pizza. Fish dip. Put it in the pizza. Ketchup. Put it in the pizza. Meatloaf. I'll put it in the pizza. Pizza. I feel okay. like when they're hanging, people will like move, but when they're holding, comics are used to. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's, it's regular people when they turn this way, they kind of go like that. Yeah, like yeah. regular people also like afraid to like look through a mic. <laughs> yeah. Like they like to go sideways. So weird. Regular people suck. Fucking civilians. Um. So okay, this is place one. I'm gonna set all this up in the intro, but okay. Alexis Guerreros. What up, everybody? Surprisingly Latino, I guess. Surprisingly? Yeah, I guess Alexis sounds more like a Greek name. You know what? It is a Greek name. I don't know how I got... Well, I do know. It was actually a Russian name. That's how I ended up with it. Oh, yeah. Russian. The Russian influence in Cuba. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. You're Cuban. I'm half Cuban, half Uruguayan, but I only grew up with my Cuban side because my dad was Uruguayan, but acted like a fucking Puerto Rican, basically. He left. Was Uruguay where they going to give to the Jews? That yeah, was Uganda. They, that was Uganda. Yeah, that's Uganda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uruguay is where weed is legal. Um, so everyone among freaks the other out. Places, yeah, yeah. You, but you could like buy it from the government. The government gives it to you. Oh, really? Yeah. That was my only issue with them making it legal here, fully legal here, is because like, what, then if the government fully regulates it, they're like, we'll decide the strength. Right. And I'm like, oh no, I need. That's what you're worried about. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want the strength. Some senator says it's okay. Everyone I talk to who I don't smoke, but everyone who does yeah. is like, oh, Monsanto's going to get in it, and it's going to be bullshit. You know? Oh. They're like worried about like non-organic. I don't know why it would be Monsanto. But thank you. Would be uh, uh, maybe the non-organic. A lot of people now are going like, yeah, I have pesticide free. Yeah. And some places don't like regulate that. That's one of the problems now. But isn't you don't know like you're you're from L.A. You guys yeah. could get edibles anywhere, right? You never know what the fuck is in those. You try to uh, well edibles. You get percentages. It's all listed on the label now. But what I'm saying is you don't know like where that weed came yeah. from. You, you have to go to like dispensaries that like specialize in like organic like not pesticide free stuff oh really like, yeah like a lot of them will say like no we we, we, we um there's like a whole this. foods 
Yeah, it's just like you get those pesticides. Like no one knows what you're talking about. So right. just a random dispensary. Like I don't know. Do you do quality control for your shit? I just figured you guys would be happy. It would get you higher. You know, oh, no, breathing no. in some chemical. Oh no, for sure. Not not the chemical. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for sure, we're happy just having it available. Sucking down some pesticides. But then on top of that, we want those other things. <laughs> yeah. Like when the Israelis separated CBD and THC. So CBD is just for like the pain relief stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was like, this is dangerous because that's the medicine. Right. So then if they're like, you can only have that. I'm like, well, then I can't get high. Right. Then if, you don't feel high. Yeah, but isn't, I'm not looking for the medicine. Are you one of those like stay high kind of dudes or are you like... I've been cutting back a lot lately. Have you really? Yeah. I was getting... Have I ever you met... Smoke? No, I don't. Have you? Have I ever met sober, like not high? Yeah. All the time. Ari, yeah? Yeah, sure. Because you're... you're I can't tell if it's because you're high or not. You're like typically like a, a bit of an introvert, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not because I'm high. I was always an introvert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way it's before, so, I dude, you're like high. so tall and imposing. Introvert. It's so just, shocking that yeah. you're an introvert. It just makes being high high makes makes being an introvert easier. Does it? Yeah. Well, it's like, I well, I'm gonna be alone. I'm like, oh, you know what? This will be more fun. Doesn't it paranoia you? You don't get paranoid from it? Nah. Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. But Am I making you paranoid by talking about no, this? No, no, not at all. Good. Not at all. Not at all. But I've been cutting back. I'm just getting real forgetful. Like, real forgetful. Really? Yeah, like, int- missing entire conversations. Like, we just talked about this a week ago. I'm like, wow, I don't... Not, I can't even be like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I remember. It's like, I still don't remember. Really? Yeah, and it wasn't just like once or twice. It Is it easier to not get high in New York? Yeah. So I decided I was going to cut down, but I was like, I'll wait till I live LA. Yeah. <laughs> like, but first I left LA. I'm like, let me just wait. It's like you don't want to go on a diet right before Thanksgiving. Right, of course not. It's like, don't be silly. You're <laughs> yeah. November 20th, just wait it out. Yeah, you're basically in a big weed farm. It was so mm-hmm. shocking the first time I went there after it was legal. And, dude, I mean, I grew up where I had friends. What do you think of the beer, this by the way? It's a really good beer. Yeah, it's incredible. What's it called? It's called Menebrea. They have a lager and an amber. I'm a amber. big fan like of the amber. amber. I like amber beers in general. Me too. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah, when people ask me like at bars, like what do you want? I'm like brown, something brownish. Yeah, like uh, like Newcastle. Brown. I got into yeah, really, Newcastle's I really got into Newcastle. What do you think of IPA? Uh, a little too floral for it's me, shitty. right? It's shitty. It's like it's like you're eating potpourri water. It's bitter, and then I found out later that the only reason it tastes like that is because they put stuff in there to make it preserve it longer. Yeah, they put more hops because yeah. it was flying to India. Yeah, and then people go, oh, see, that's what we want for taste. Like, no, no, only to fucking ship it. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's just so they can ship it. Yeah. yeah, it's not for the flavor. People are bought into it because they'll drink anything if they feel it's like craft yeah. or some bullshit, which it's is kind of where we it. are right now, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the original style of pizza. What do you mean? This is where a pizza originated in this form. This is where pizza comes from. This is its like forefather of Explain. the pizza we eat now. What do you mean? What do you All right. Mean? So the pizza you've... Where'd you grow up? Colorado, right? No, no. Maryland. Maryland. All right. Well, the pizza you grew up eating was like slice shops, right? Well, the nut house pizza. I was also kosher. So we had the Jaffa Gate for a while. It was like a more upscale. <laughs> and then the nut house, which is some of the worst pizza in the world. They kill it with Old Bay seasoning. It's salty. Old Bay seasoning on pizza. Oh, it's delicious. Alexis. I love Old Bay seasoning, but pizza should be... The flavor of the crust yeah. should be accented by the sauce and the cheese. Okay, let me give you a, 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 a dissenting view. Okay. If you have a beautiful steak, right. you don't put anything on there. Exactly right. But if you have a Denny's steak, yeah. you put A1 <laughs> yeah, on yeah, there. You put a ton of A1. Yeah. 100% okay. right. So for shitty pizza, <laughs> Old Bay goes <laughs> Old Bay season and crush it. Yeah. See, I've talked about this before. Like, I do pizza tours, right? So when people want to like come on a pizza tour with me, I make sure that they know we're going to be eating plain pizza, as we call it in New York, which is crust, sauce, cheese. And you should see people's faces like from the Midwest. They're like, what do you mean you don't top it? 
oh, you got to have like barbecue sauce and chicken oh, on there. And I'm like, no, you have to because your pizza sucks. <laughs> Ours is good. We can eat it plain, you know? It's just different tastes. It's like, you ever see that General Tso's documentary? Of course. Yeah, Riveted like, by it. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. I love General Tso's. It's so, my favorite. Me too. It's always been my favorite. Isn't it nuts that it's the number two like ethnic food behind pizza in the world? Chinese. No, General Tso's. It's really? the second most ordered, like, non-original from where it's being ordered food wow. behind pizza. I had General Tso's frog in, um, in uh, Boston once. Nice. Yeah, except they leave the bone in. They just chop it up like they do in China. Oh, God. That was my point. In China, it's like their Chinese food is way different than ours. They would of call course. our Chinese food garbage. Like, yeah. <laughs> you put American taste on there. That's the same thing as yeah. us. That's exactly what kind of pizza. Yeah. No, please. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. Up. Yeah, We're getting our pizza served to us. Thank you. So this was cooked in a wood-fired oven. Okay. The oven gets to 1,100 degrees. Yeah. So the regular pizza you're used to eating, like where you ate, what was that, Nut House? The Nut House. They baked it at 550 degrees. Why? Because it's... Because that's yeah. natural gas. That's how okay. hot natural gas burns. Is that it Joe's? Can, Would Joe's pizza be like Joe's that? is exactly that. 550 degrees, aluminum deck oven. What's, the, what's better about 1,100? It's just way hotter. There's an actual live oh, I fire. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it bakes faster. So, I mean, you can look at it. You can touch it. It's softer. Yeah. Oh, right? that's what it does. There's your answer. Huh? It's softer. It's softer, but it's also like there's special dough made for this pizza. This is made with double zero flour, which is like really fine, a lot less gluten protein. That's all it is. But the purpose for this, and there's one more thing that we should have. It's a little bit. Are you? Do you like spice? Yeah, for sure. I love cool. spice. Let me see if I can get one of these guys to give me. She's coming. All right, she's coming. There's a little bit of, if you were to order this in Naples, so pizza was invented in Naples before it was even in Italy. It was called Neapolis. It was just a Greek port city. Can we have the hot pepper oil? Yeah, thank you so much. oil. Yeah. Nice. So they infuse an olive oil with red peppers. That's what they would pour all over your pizza. Stuff's incredible. Instead of the crushed red pepper. Yeah, so it's crushed red pepper sitting in olive oil for a while. It turns it into red olive oil, red pepper olive oil. Thank you so much. Thank you. So we have both. So 1,100 degrees. You could tell it's 1,100 degrees. Like, I could look at a slice of pizza, and I could tell you the type of oven it was baked in. Really? I could tell you the temperature that oven was at. Because a lot of times, I know what, like, I'm into sautéing vegetables and stuff. Right. But, like, uh, onions, ideally to me. Right. Real low flame for a long, long time. Long, long time, yeah. yeah. Now, if you flash them, if it's, like, cooked on hot, right. you'll get done faster, but it's just not as good. It's not right. as Right, you get, like, charring on the outside, yeah. and it's still raw in the middle. Yeah. Right, so that's kind of what's going to happen here. Like, watch, take a bite of it. All right, good, you fold. You gotta, otherwise, I it was folds impressed. Over. Otherwise, it falls. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody does that. You'd be shocked. I have to explain to people why we fold pizza here in New York. Why do you fold it? So it doesn't fall over. Yeah, because if you lift something up, the tip will sag. Yeah. So if you fold it, it gives it structural rigidity. That's what I like to say, at least. Okay, that was delicious without the... Oh, you just pour it on there, huh? Yeah. By the way, in Naples, they don't even slice the pizza. You eat it, like, with a knife and fork. You eat the whole pie by yourself. Really? Yeah. It's a decent-sized pie. It's not, not bad. Like, it's, like, personal, I guess. But it's, like, pretty light, though, now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a little kick. All back of throat because the most of pizza is like a front of mouth taste. That's why people like to eat it when they're drunk. It's like a fast flavor. Like most people when they're drunk like to eat what's called like front of mouth flavors like sauces and like ketchups and barbecue sauces are all hit the front of the mouth. It's like instant gratification when you eat. As opposed to what? Spice will hit you like this spice particularly hits you in the back of the throat. Yeah. Like a ramen. A ramen has like layers to it. You're not eating that when you're, you're eating like the shitty ramen in your, you know, 
that you microwave. Oh, with that with that chili oil in there. Right, exactly. That's all. You're typically not eating that when you're drunk. American foods like processed foods like McDonald's, it's all front of mouth taste, you know. So it also. Yeah, sorry about that. We're doing a podcast. Yeah. Hate to be rude. Sorry, just saying hi to my friends here. I like meeting people in the middle. (laughs) So it's also um, so eleven hundred. Also, this isn't that hot. It's hot enough, no. but it's not like boiling where you're like, ah, oh, it's going to burn me. I'm going to talk with my mouth full, but the reason okay. for that is there's no oil fat on there. So it doesn't get above 175. That's the temperature which you burn your mouth. Okay. So this is just, this literally could leave the oven and go right in your mouth. Wouldn't 1100, you just cook it less? It just, dude, it took 90 seconds to bake this. Oh, really? Yeah, 60 to 90 seconds, then your pizza's done. What's the difference in style between these, like, blotches of cheese versus, like, spreading shredded cheese all over the whole thing? This is fresh mozzarella. You know the stuff that comes, like, in a ball in the water? First of all, thank you for not saying mozzarella. We don't... Because you're not Italian. <laughs> I say mozzarella. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, mozzarella. I don't do. I I'm hate not those Italian. people. You're not from Italy. <laughs> yeah, you're not from Italy. Sausage. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I started trying to do like to those people like Renazzisi. I started doing like extra Italian words for no right. reason, <laughs> like ketchup. <laughs> like stop it, Ari. It's ketchup. Yeah, I'm from the old country. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> I hate when people go like um, like mutz. I get because it's a short way. Okay. But mozzarella. It's like you're not. It's the only word in that sentence that you said with an accent. Or gabagool. What is gabagool? It's capricola. Fucking capricola. Getting a G to a C. And then they take out the N. It's insane. And also, it's like you guys didn't grow up saying this. No. No. It became a lot more popular after The Sopranos. Oh, my God. God, The Sopranos did more for awful Italian (laughs) culture to further the garbage side of it than any show. My wife's family, there's like one sect of her family that tried to petition. Remember the petition that was going out? What, to to get them Because it was like bad Italian... uh, Yeah, they're right. Yeah. (laughs) The rest of the family hated them because they all walked in. Whatever was said on that show was a word they used now. They'd be like, oh, the brajut. You know, it's like fucking prosciutto. In the old country. How come you didn't say it last week? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, last week you said prosciutto, dog. Um, and also, you're ordering it at Shoprite. Don't be all that. You know, I'm not that impressed. So with fresh mozzarella, they just like slice it. No, they crumble it. Crumble it. It's a water-based cheese, so it's like sitting in that water. You can't slice it. It's like floppy. Mm. That's why they put it on this pizza because this whole pizza is fresh. Like that sauce isn't even cooked. You can't run it through a grater. Nah. Mush. Oh. I can get you a piece of it if you want to try it raw. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, maybe. All the marijuana you smoked was like, cheese, dog? Yeah, yeah, I want to try it. I brought some pot for this. I didn't smoke now, but I was like, if I'm going to have five slices or more, I'm going to probably need to smoke up. I kind of figured you would show up just totally gone. You know, totally just, gone, yeah. Because you're going to eat pizza with me. I'm going to wait in. I'm going to wait in. I'm going to do it later. Well, we're getting another pie here. I want to see... Um, LCD- Don't worry. We got like a 10-block walk to the next stop. Okay. I want to see LCD sound system at um, Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. Blue Pearl Jam out of the water. What did? They blew Pearl Jam out of the water. Really? Yeah. Pearl Jam is good, but just good. Did you go to Bonnaroo to perform? Sort of. <laughs> I did like a secret show. I really just went for the, the music and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. But Are you like one of those camp outside kind of? I got an RV. Really? I'm more adventurous than most comics in terms of that stuff. Brooks Whelan's probably more than me. I don't like weed. I mean, uh, I don't like mud. Oh, there was no mud. It's dry as shit. There was no rain. Aren't all those outdoor festivals like on dirt? Dirt, there's dirt, but there's no mud. No. What? Oh, yeah. You were looking for a napkin. Instead of, instead of on my pants. 
When I was uh, learning, but like people like walk all over them, like you know, like uh, Woodstock. I remember when I was a kid, Woodstock. Mostly, this is mostly grass. I mean, there's definitely dust in the air, but there's no rain. If it rains, it'll get muddy. Where is Bonnaroo? It's Tennessee, right? Manchester, Tennessee, about an hour outside Nashville. Anyway, I just go to Nashville and eat hot chicken, dude. The point was, yeah, I saw um, LCD Sound System, and I was like. Um, they're amazing But somebody's like Yeah but you were on Molly I'm like yeah But this other guy Was not on Molly And he also recognized How great they were <laughs> So I want to at least see What some of these pizzas Like before I get high Do you have to like Preface most of your memories With like finding out If someone else was there To see if that actually happened No 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 <laughs> But later Yeah I'm telling you It got you're bad telling, You're telling someone a story Like dude we fought we fought this guy, but he knew karate. And someone's like, none of that happened. <laughs> like, we played Street Fighter yeah, for an hour. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. I knew something. That guy did have some good finishing moves. <laughs> yeah, no wonder there was a lot of wind. Yeah, you sat in front of the air conditioner. <laughs> um, you That's prefer the mozzarella you- or you prefer the grated? Here's the tough part, dude. In my heart, yeah. I like like a dirty slice joint. Right. Like, you know, an Italian guy, like that that guy we were talking about before, the Gabagool, that guy yelling at his kid, you know, people screaming in the background, you know, a couple, like, thugged out dudes hanging out. That's what I want. So they don't use this cheese, you know? They don't. They'll use the low-moisture mozzarella, which is what you're used to, the shredded melt, you know, the oil on top. Yeah. Like, my wife will dab it up with a napkin, all the oil. Then right, I want to eat kind, that napkin, that you know? Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> just There me. is a thing to, like, what you grew up on is, like... Everyone, has a place dude. in your heart. It, dude, pizza's one of these things that's like so nostalgic. Yeah. Like if I ask you like what's your favorite sandwich, you don't like think back to being a kid and like a baseball game is done and going to your favorite deli, but you everyone thinks that about pizza. I don't know what it is. I was going to ask one of the questions I was going to ask you, but maybe I'll save it for the walk of like earliest memories of pizza. But I remember hearing a thing on NPR um, about the chef mm-hmm. and he was talking about he opened up these, this amazing restaurant with like three different floors with different themes on each floor. Just one of those top-level chefs in the world. You right. Know? And he was saying how uh, his dad used to burn eggs, like burn them real bad, cook scrambled eggs and just make them dry as shit. Right. But he loved them, made them every Sunday for him, and he loved them. And then one day he went to his aunt, who was staying at his aunt, his aunt was into cooking. Right. And she made with, like, fresh churned butter, you know, and, like, uh, really, like, soft and just made, like, these amazing eggs. He's like, right. oh, my God. I yeah. didn't know eggs could taste this good. Right. But he goes, but I still enjoy my dad's burnt eggs. Yeah. He goes, I'm a top-level chef, and I still enjoy Like, horribly done eggs. My dad chars T-bone steaks. Really? But it's like, I have a taste for that. See, that's... a taste for it. It's so funny how, like... But I still enjoy a great steak cooked, like, rare or medium rare. Like, to me, like, we didn't grow up eating a lot of Italian food, but Italian food is, like, a simple food for people to cook. Like, if you're... Like, I grew up in a house with, like, people that were working, like, five, six jobs. So, like, you can make pasta quick, open up a can of sauce, pour it Uh in, you're done, right? So I grew up like ragu and prego sauce. Yeah, me too. It's like this thick sauce that sits on top of the pasta. My wife's grandmother will make a straight-off-the-boat Italian red sauce, but the, the hard parts of the tomato are on top, and like it's like watery on the bottom, and I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah, it's watery. And they're like, you're out of your mind. This is what sauce is supposed to taste like. And I'm like, I don't like it. It's like there's water swimming at the bottom. I want the thick stuff, which is, I found out later, a Sunday sauce. So I like Sunday sauce. What's sauces. a Sunday sauce? Dude, it's incredible. Thicker? No, it's like a six to eight hour sauce. Take that's how long it simmers on top of the stove, and they put usually they put like meatballs, beef ribs, brajola in it, 
all this other stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. That's a pizza foul. You just didn't eat the crust. A pizza what? The edge of your crust. That's a pizza foul right there. Is there are you saving? I okay. room for fucking okay. so I, much pizza. I thought you didn't like it. No, I love it. But I'm This like, is I the thing save. about pizza. Why New York City pizza is better than it is in Maryland or LA? It's the bread. It's the crust. That's why. We let our crust rise for three days. What do you mean? The crust, right? This is yeah. the bread part. This is the habit-forming part of pizza. Like, if you don't mind me touching, you no, see no, all those holes it. in there? Yeah. All right, so I'm showing him, for all the people listening, I'm showing him the inside of the crust. All those holes in there, that's where the flavor of bread is. Picture this. You got an iPhone? Yeah, I got an iPhone. Okay, you take it. Oh, because you got my your one, flip, right? My one megapixel camera is not going to pick this up. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny that you did. Did you do that? Did you know you were going to like make like the biggest hipster move of all time? It wasn't a hipster move. I know when you did it, it wasn't, but now only hipsters are doing that. Now a lot of hipsters are doing it for sure. Got it. So they asked me, they were like, they were, I was like, Attell does it. Attell has a flip phone. And they're like, yeah, yeah but what's Attell's he doing like- in his life? But I was like, then I was like, yeah, Louis C.K. does it though. He's doing tons of shit. He doesn't have a flip, flip phone. phone. Get out of here. You know, know who else? Doesn't. Dana White, operator of the UFC, owner and operator Didn't of the UFC. Didn't he just sell? I think they're about to, yeah. But that's nothing to do with the flip phone. But they do flip phones? But there are also people that are in front of the computers all day. I heard it's also so he can text while he's having meetings under the table. It's because he has a field of Oh, because of the, uh, oh, that's true. That's hilarious if that's the case, which is like Departed. <laughs> Departed? Remember the movie Departed? Yeah. Where he texts while the phone is in his pocket? Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, well, if he had, a, if he had an iPhone, he couldn't do that. Oh. Because you have to see the actual yeah. things. That's a stupid reason to have Freddie a- used to uh, call me at the comedy store, Freddie yeah. Lockhart, when we were... Um, when he was talking to some douchebag he didn't want to talk to, he was trapped. And he, I was his first name in his phone book. So he could just go, contacts, art, send. And then I'd get him like, Freddie. But I'm like, he's right there. I'm like, oh. I'm like, hey, Freddie, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, and he, and I would nice. drag him out of the conversation. What a cool move. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when uh, fans will talk. Well, I mean, every once in a while it'll happen to me. But like a fan will talk to you and you just want to get out of that conversation after yeah. a show. They're too drunk. I got to give like, yeah, they're always drunk. But I got to give someone, I have to have a signal to get me out of it. Like, I, I usually tell, like, I'll be like, hey, are you leaving? You know, I'll do one of those oh, to another yeah. comic. Yeah. Are we both going to the same club after? You because know? sometimes you do have to leave. So it's like, you, you just mimic that. But if I do have to leave, I'll just be like, hey, guys, I got to get to another show. Yeah. But, like, if I'm just going to stay there, I'll just pretend and, like, walk away. Hopefully they'll leave and then I'll come back. <laughs> I can't stand that. I don't mind, like, someone coming to me like, hey, that was great. That's awesome. Or, hey, was that real? You know, like, I'll tell a story or something. Hey, did that really happen? I don't mind that. Yeah. But fucking sitting there going, like, dude, I want to do stand up one day. I'm like, I don't give a Thank shit. You. Can we do a Montanada? Nice. So you come here a lot. He comes here all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also start tours here, so don't just make it out to be like I'm a fat guy regular with my own bar stool. I'm norm all of a sudden. <laughs> we have this double reinforced stool for you. With <laughs> your name on a steel. I fuck. I just moved to Brooklyn. I lived yeah. on the Upper West Side for like 12 years, and I uh, I just moved to Brooklyn. And the move was supposed to take three hours. It ended up being a nine and a half hour move. It was driving what? me insane. I actually had a call back Why? for an audition, and I had to bail on it. Oh, no. Dude, like, all of my IKEA furniture had to be taken apart to get it in the elevator to get out of the building. Oh, no. Because I didn't realize when I built it, it, got, it was like a, it's bigger than the doorway. It was built in the, in the apartment. Yeah, I built it in the apartment. Yeah. I was just it's furious. IKEA furniture is not for moving. No, it's it not for at all. It's in that apartment only. It 100% is. Like, I bought it thinking we weren't going to move it. It's my wife's closet, and she's like, I want to keep it. I love it. I'm like, we'll buy it again. It's like it's $1,000. I'm like, it's going to be about... 1000 Yeah, because it's like this That's huge thing. And I'm like, you know, it, it's about how much it's going to cost to add this yeah. many hours to the move anyway, you know? Luckily, they didn't charge me any extra. Yeah, $150 couch is like, let's just get a new one. Yeah, this is now a the thousand, apartment's couch. A thousand's a lot. A thousand's a grip. Yeah. It's a lot. 
But dude, at the end of that fucking move, I was exhausted. And uh, I forgot why I started telling you the story. Eh, Running away from... uh, Oh, no, moving to Brooklyn. Well, now I live above my favorite pizza place. Running away from fans. I don't know. that wasn't it? No, I forgot. Completely forgot. Above your favorite pizza place. I I live above what I consider to be the greatest pizza of all time. What is it? So we can make that our third stop if you want. In Brooklyn? It's in Cabo Hill, so it's downtown Brooklyn. It's like two stops on the F train. Okay, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, of course we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. I was thinking geography, but who cares? We should do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Where do you have to be after this? You got? An I don't. I got an eight fifty or uh, nine nine o'clock stand. Oh, we'll finish in so more than totally enough time. Good. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I was planning on going to the stand tonight, so I'll drive you if really? you want. I was going to go see that Wiener Dog movie. To- what Wiener Todd Dog Solon's movie? movie. I've, where? What is this? Todd Solon's. You know him? No. You, know, you ever see that movie? Welcome to the Dollhouse. No. Oh, dude, you got to see it. Really? Watch it with your wife. It's for real, so or is it? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Okay. It's so funny and so dark. It's so one of those things where it's gonna want want to make her like cuckold me or something. I will weird. tell you this, actually. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not into it that. With my girlfriend Kate, and um, she had to leave during college. She was like, "I can't stay here anymore." And she goes, "I, I get that you like this. I'll be outside. Don't leave." But I can't watch this anymore. She stepped outside of the theater. Yeah, yeah. No, not like went in the other room in your apartment. No, it was too disturbing. She was like, "I'll be really? outside." Yeah, and I was like, "Cool." What is it like a horror film? No, it's just like real about social and like nerds in high school and just fucking. Oh, she went through people. a lot of shit in high school. I guess so. Were you just, a nerd? It's real. We had a real small school. How many graduating class? Hundred. And Mine was eighty-eight. School, my first school was, uh, I think, twenty-five. Wow. And then went up to a hundred per per grade. Yours was eighty-eight. Mine with graduating class was eighty-eight people. But I went to a small Catholic school because I got expelled. Yeah. So okay. So the nerds are like five people the nerds and the jocks are like five people each yeah and then like most people just that middle range yeah it's not that big of a deal I ran with the nerds and the popular guys me too I was everyone's friend with everybody I was the funny guy were you fat then (laughs) what the fuck is that important to this story (laughs) yes I was okay I lost a ton of weight before college and I met my wife I weighed this is true I say it in a joke but I weighed 100 pounds less than I do now what yeah I weighed 148 pounds when I met my wife Oh, you weighed 100 pounds less than you do now. Yeah. And then you, so you lost a bunch of weight and then gained it back again? I lost like maybe like 60 pounds before college started. Yeah. And then, dude, I mean, I've been in a relationship with her since literally the first week of college. Uh, and she hasn't gained weight at all. She hasn't at all. She's incredible. She works out Usually and stuff. When down. you get a couple, they both get fat. Whatever it is, religion, whatever it is, they both go to one side or the yeah. other. Yeah. No, I think she's just like Drugs. one of those people that, like, she her body bothers her when she gets fat. Mine's yeah. like, bring it on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just like she's I, the good side of dysmorphia. Oh, now I remember why I told you the story. It actually leads into yes. what I'm talking about. I hurt my knee, right? Because yeah. I was so annoyed with the move. I just like fuck it. I'll help you. I just want to get the shit up the stairs at the end. So my wife has these. She's a photographer. She has these big things called V flats. They're like these big foam cores, and they were like afraid of like nicking the corners. I was like, fuck it, I'll carry it. So I'm carrying it up the stairs, and I hit the top, and I wasn't ready for that jolt, yeah. and I just twisted my knee. So oh. I was telling a group of comics, like, dude, I fucking my knee. I don't know, killing me from the move. And you know that like when you're not saying something and everyone's just kind of waiting for you. I was like, yeah, and the additional weight on my body. Yeah, you assholes. And Dave Smith of all people was like, all right, cool. I'm glad we addressed the elephant in the room. I was like, you bunch of fucking assholes. I can't even tell you I hurt my knee. You know, it got serious it in here because they're doing a tea. they're doing a a meeting. I love when it gets so quiet suddenly in a place. It just got so serious in here. We're at this amazing restaurant. I should tell everyone. Oh, yeah. What's this called? We're at Don Antonio, which is in Midtown. So they have three restaurants. Keste on Bleecker, Don Antonio, which is on 50th and 8th, 
And the next one is in, in Naples, where pizza's invented. So. Again, not Naples, Florida. Not Naples, Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> pizza was not invented in Naples, Florida. Um, I do think chlamydia was invented in Naples, Florida, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Um, <laughs> if you look in the record books. I had that. <laughs> it wasn't invented for me there. Um, for me, it was San Diego. What? Um, <laughs> Bleecker, by the way, that whole area. Yeah. Pretty good for pizza. Great, great for pizza. Yeah. We do a walking tour from there, and it's like four blocks. Yeah, Bleecker Street Pizza's okay. Okay, great when you're a little drunk. Um, Joe's, the Joe's is incredible. Joe's Best time to go to Joe's, by the way. Secret for your listeners: uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. Why? Be right before seven p.m. There's a guy named Ruben who bakes there. He's the best baker they have. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. Mondays and Tuesdays before seven. He stretches it right. Like the next guy who comes in is a guy named Alex. He's very good at making pizza, but he doesn't stretch it as far. So it's just a little thicker when it goes in the oven. So I think it bakes up a little less. It's a little less crispy. I asked those guys once. I only go there late night. Okay. And I asked one of those guys. It looks kind of Mexican. Yeah. Sorry, we're on the East Coast. Uh, sure. Latino. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, it's a restaurant. You're probably right. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> this is where we hide our Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, I've, man, I moved to LA, and yeah. everyone, all these old ladies, Jewish ladies, was like, "Oh, the Mexican who's cleans up." I was like, "You can't say that. <laughs> yeah. That's so demeaning." Yeah. And she was like, "No, no, ninety-five percent of them here are yeah. Mexico." Yeah, no, like, they're all oh, Mexican. Yeah, I guess it's less demeaning then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's more specific. You'd have to say it a bunch to get it wrong once. Yeah. You know, the guy's like, "I'm Guatemalan," and you're like, "Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah." Oh, also, they hate everyone. Hates Guatemalans. Everyone, Latinos. I don't get it. Everyone. All look down on Guatemala. Some hate each yeah. other. They all hate Guatemalans. Yeah, we all, everyone hates Mexicans. Like, we all make fun of Mexicans. They're like our, like, hillbillies, if you will. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah, Latino. for Latino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Latino. You keep forgetting. You're talking about this. I know, I you know. You thought you were having this conversation with another white guy. <laughs> so this is what you guys say when we're not around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You read Stone Butch Blues. It's just a really light-skinned black lady, and she was, like, always privy to this, like, racism that she's never, like, people, yeah. like, just trust her. Yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, you're white. And yeah. Like, and she had to, like, decide whether or not to tell them, like, oh, you shouldn't use that word around me. I'm actually. Yeah. No, nah. I do that all the time. That happens to me all the time. When I was young, all the Italian guys, because I grew up in an area in Newark that used to be very Italian. Yeah. And then when I got there, it was became mostly Puerto Rican, Dominican, and small group of Cubans live there. Yeah. So, like, all the guys at the slice shops, like, my mother worked five jobs, so I would, I would wait on the corner at 530 in the morning for the five bus jobs. to come. Yeah, she worked a lot. Every day, and, um, different job. Yeah, a bunch of different jobs. She wouldn't come home till like 10, 30, 11 oh, o'clock on. at night. Nannying for five different, or being a maid no, for five different people. No, does no, not, not, five not a maid, thank you. <laughs> she worked as like, an, uh, like a surgical tech in hospitals and like then different like doctor's offices and shit. Um, Never understood that Mexicans are lazy thing. I don't get it. I think it's, it's like, because they're they... are such hard workers. I think they think it's that, uh, you know, they're taking government assistance. Oh, I guess that's the only thing I can think of. But also, I'm not Mexican, so right, right, right. if you think they're lazy, that's fine with me. Uh, doesn't bother me at all. Oh, here's what I was gonna say about Joe's. So I asked the guy late night, and uh, I was like, "Hey, let me ask you a question." Because Joe's on 14th. Here's my observation: is right. not as good as a Joe's on Mineta. Right. I'm like, true or false? Or is that? And the guy's like, "Yeah, for sure, true. For he sure, goes, true. Two reasons. One, he goes, I met the guys up there. They don't cook it the exact they're exposed to. They don't. they don't. They don't make the same shit. Right. And two, their oven's a lot newer. Yeah. We have flavor in our oven already set in. Yeah, their flavor. Hey, how are you? Yeah, their oven is uh, seasoned, if you will. It's like baked in. With time. In fact, all of their restaurants, they don't buy new ovens. They tend to buy used ovens. And that's you. what you want. Thank you. All right, so this is pretty special. We just got a Montanada put in front of you. All right. Montanada. Here's it. Remember the last pizza we had? Yeah. All right. So imagine you took the dough, stretched it out, but then you flash fried it. This is deep fried. 
Then they it's put the same amount of dough as the other one. Same exact dough. So it's a lot thinner. I mean, well, not thinner um, because when you f- when you fry it, it kind of fluffs up a little bit. Oh. Then they put it in the pan. They pan wait, wait, it back wait. down. I'm sorry. Back up. They flash fry it. Flash fry it. They dip like- this in a deep fryer, like where you put French fries. Oh. Yeah, they have one. So this restaurant, why this one is special is this dish is really hard to find in the U.S. It's also hard to find in Naples. But because they have a uh, deep fryer here, their kitchen's really big. Yeah. They don't have this in their other location. They only have it here. So that's why I said to meet here so we could try this, dude. It's pretty oh, special. Yeah. I think we should probably get some plates. Maybe. Yeah. We'll wait till somebody walks by. Are you going to pause it? Yeah, I could. All right, pause it. I'll I don't know. I always just, whenever I need hot sauce, if I don't see a waitress immediately, I'm just like, I see it. Wait, you it. put hot sauce? You love spice? I love it. Oh, we're going to talk about that. That's the order. You can't right. pick them up on this. Yeah, why would you wait for a waitress when you're like, I just do it. I'll still tip you. But yeah. why am I going to wait and delay my meal? Well, you're not going to get up at a regular restaurant. You're not friends with like the, the, the people. No, there. No, sure. shut up. Really? Yeah. That's just your style, though. But like, That's the thing about you. Is. I'm not, look, I'm not going to go get myself some wine or some water. <laughs> Yeah. If I see a condiment I need, or I see napkins right over there. If it was my first time eating here, I didn't have a napkin. I would just go up and get a napkin. Would you really? For sure. If that was your first time here and I wasn't sitting At here. this place, if I'm here with Dave Smith. You would I'm like, get up. I need a napkin. Like, oh, there's one right there. Absolutely. Look, do look you, where it is. Do you like at least make eye contact with the waitress and like wave? I see one by. I was like, oh, can I? But if I don't, I'm like, why would I wait? This doesn't affect anyone. But you act like every restaurant's Chipotle. You just can't do that. What do you mean? It's not. You can't. It's not like I'm going in the back. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. It's right there. Do you still tip? Yeah, of course. Were you ever a waiter? Did you ever have that experience? Were you a server? I was. Uh, I delivered for Domino's for the summer before oh, I got God. fired for constantly stealing. <laughs> what and, did, um, did you steal the the money or the pizza? No, the money. I would. I would say that uh, I would get there after thirty minutes, but I wouldn't tell the customer unless he offered. If this customer said, "Hey, isn't that supposed to be five dollars off?" I'd be like, oh, "Absolutely, you're right." But if he didn't say anything, unless it was like forty minutes late, yeah, then I would tell him. But like if it was like thirty to forty minutes late, I just wouldn't say anything, and then I would tell the store. Oh, I didn't get there in time. Ah. Uh, so it was, it was instead of 20, it was 15. So here's your 15. So you would take five off the top. Yeah. And uh. then they start going like, why are you always late to everything? <laughs> and then they fired me. Did, so they fired you for being incompetent or they found out you were for stealing? Constantly not, not learning the, the route. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then one time I ran out of gas and I was too afraid to tell them. So I just like kept For some reason, around. I can't picture you as a kid. Or even before when you said you were in a relationship. I can't even picture mm. that. Right? Damn. Yeah, that's the sound right there. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. It's so much different. What kind of cheese is this? This is smoked mo- version of before smoked mozzarella. Oh, how incredible is this? Wow, man, that fry! Yeah, dude, how insane! Look, and you can feel it's like it's almost like somewhere between a zeppoli and a pizza, like a donut and it a pizza. Reminds me of like what does that taste? I know. You ever have beastly? No. It's Israeli snack food. Israeli junk, like uh, chips. No. Beastly. Oh, you got to get you some. I'm going to get Dude, you I got to try this now. Yeah, I forget if it's onion or whatever. They For everyone listening, he's looking up like like when a sommelier takes a sip of a new wine. He was it like, what does this like, remind me of? This reminds you me like, of Sicily. <laughs> yeah, you like look at the stars, <laughs> even though we're indoors. Wow. How insane is that? Yeah. So in Italy, this is like... This is like the type of food like your grandmother would make real quick because they always had access to hot oil, but maybe didn't have access to like a hot stove or something. So this is like throwaway food. Yeah, if you like have hot oil sitting on the stove, you take stuff out of it, and you have a little bit of dough, you just toss it in. They're applauding for my explanation. (laughs) (laughs) But you just toss it in the hot oil. It's like fry real quick. But here's the thing. The first Mm. sauce we had was raw tomatoes. This is cooked. 
This is what cook This is cook sauce, yeah. So they cook it down. That's why it's a bit more acidic to hold up to this dough because this dough is so much more flavorful. And the cheese is a smoked version of the cheese we had before. So they actually put it in the exhaust. So as like a wood oven releases it exhaust... The, the smoke covers it almost like cooking like a brisket, like a, like a, like a yeah, yeah, like barbecue Smoking. in Austin. But you, wow. so that's, here's that's the, the that's the tomatoes. No, that's the cheese is smoked. Oh. But here's the thing: so they fry it, they put it in a pan, and they put it back in the wood fired oven. So the outside gets that they little bit of char before they add the cheese and sauce. Yeah, so they fry it, put it in a pan, cheese and sauce, put that pan in the oven in the wood fired oven. So that wood, that smoke, just gets trapped in all the fried bits. Mm. That's why you get a little bit of it. It's like super smoky, this flavor. You ever have an old grill you haven't cleaned? Mm-hmm. And you cook a new like burger on there and stuff, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, yeah. It's that's got what I love. extra flavor yeah. that you can't replicate. Turns out that's heavily carcinogen. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. Man, well, that's what's good. All the shit that builds on the, on the side of a grill, heavily carcinogen. It's like terrible for you. Really? But it's flavor. Mm-hmm. You know those burgers you get with like grill marks? A thousand burgers and hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. They're making their revenge on you in the form of a tumor. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like everyone flips out about that, like the lines in a steak or something when you grill it. Those lines are actually carcinogen, like they're cancer causing. But who gives a shit? You know, little stomach cancer. Humans, I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Care. People are sensitive. Yeah. Um, And this also has the. Yeah. The holes. Well. I mean, this is even more protected because when you fry something, you're heavily See, drying the outside. Right yeah, there. so this is trapping a lot of moisture inside. That's why it's so soft. So you let it rise for three days. Those got to rise in the fridge for three days. That's why New York pizza is good. So they don't do That's that it. other places. No, because no one asks for it. Like, do you ever go to the Joe's at Santa Monica? Uh huh. It sucks, right? On Santa Monica, sunset right next to the. On sunset, that's right. It's not that good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. If you grade it on a curve of LA pizza, but compared to Joe's, even on 14th, it doesn't hold up. Why, why wouldn't they just let it rise? Well, here's the thing. They do let it rise, but there's a lot of things that go into it. But they probably... The other reason the most restaurants don't let it rise, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. To have pay someone to come in on Wednesday and make dough that you're going to sell on Thursday. I'm sorry, on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, but once you get it going, then it's every three days. It's just, got, it's just storage. Yeah, but then dough... But then you have to tell customers we ran out of dough. Then you maybe have dough left over that you throw out, you know? Oh, right. There's yeah. a lot okay, more cost more associated with it. Also, there's room in your walk-in fridge that's now being taken up by dough that you can't use yet, you know? So the reason they don't do it is because no one asks right. for that standard of pizza. Here in New York, like, it's typical to walk around and grab a slice. So it's not the hot, it's not the, cold, the hard water. The water is, or the, our water is much softer, though. So no, we don't, in New York, it's hard water. No, no, no. We have the second softest water in the U.S. Softest what? is Boston. They always say hard water. No, no, no. It's hard water. No, 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 no. L.A. has hard water because you're forcing it to that area. You live in a fucking desert when you're out there. The whole movie Chinatown was about the water. What is, that doesn't make it hard or soft. Yes, it does because you have to add a lot more chlorine to it because it touched so much man-made shit. Our water is gravity fed to us from upstate. We don't do anything. We just bring a gravity from Colorado. We stole it from Colorado. A big giant river from Colorado, man. Yeah, but you, you've had to irrigate it on man-made things. So every oh. time it touches something man-made that holds bacteria, you add chlorine oh. to it. Our water has no, almost no magnesium and no calcium. Say New York has hard water. No, that's what makes soft it better. water, baby. But okay, so you know what else we have in our water? Tiny little minuscule shrimp. They're called omnipods, omnipods, or something. There was a rabbi who said it's actually not kosher to drink the tap water. I could see that. I was just going to say vegetarians can't can't have that. Yeah. Well, too bad. Everybody's got to get a Brita. Yeah, the rabbi's right. I think. Yeah. From what I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, it's too hard to drink. Yeah, it's too hard. Got to follow the rules. Doesn't mean it's not. Co- it doesn't yeah. mean it's kosher. Too hard water makes it hard for the yeast Wait, to so go in and break it down. That's are the you problem. saying 
it's what are you saying it's more the hard water that, you, that when they, people say that you can't cook good pizza outside of new york are they talking about the water or they talking about the way it rises no, here? all right so this pizza we just ate yeah this you can duplicate anywhere some of the best wood fire pizza i've ever had is in san francisco really una pizza napolitana that guy started the who knows uno no una pizza napolitan yeah. he started the wood fire craze here in new york really him and luzzo's right they started the craze here. He left. He moved back to San Francisco. It's in the Soma District, if anyone's going to uh, San Francisco. Great pizza. Absolutely incredible. Some of the best version of this type of pizza. Not this. The first one that I've ever had. You can duplicate that anywhere in the world. New York-style pizza, nearly impossible to duplicate. There's a guy in uh, New York who started bringing in hard... He said hard water, but whatever. The water from um, New York, shipping yeah. it in to see if it would make a difference. A lot of people do that. It'll make a difference, but it's not going to teach you how to make great pizza. Like, pizza is like, you have to know how to bake it right. Still got to let it rise. Yeah. Still got to flash fry yeah. it right. Well, that's for this. Yeah. But, like, this pizza takes 90 seconds in an oven, right? The pizza you're used to eating, like, that's at Joe's, crazy. it's insane. It's fast. When I started making pizza, we were by frozen crust, frozen right. pre-made crust. That hurts my heart, but sure. Okay, but, I mean, keep in mind, I was going to steal 15. some of your sauce. Yeah. You don't still have that chlamydia, right? <laughs> you don't have that chlamydia still, do you? <laughs> no, it's not oral. It only has oral chlamydia. How do I know? It goes away in 10 days. <laughs> um, uh, frozen crust. That's 14-year-old, whatever. Right. And then you take that same, not ragu, but um, what was that sauce? It was a step up from ragu. Pr- Prego? Prego. No, Prego was the worst. Prego's pretty shitty. Yeah. Ragu. And then it was like... I don't know Mom, the other Mama one. Mama Celeste is like the worst, worst. I've never had Mama Celeste. Butoni? Maybe Butoni? Okay. That's like the same people that make the, the hard pastas, like the dry oh, yeah, pastas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Butoni. So then uh, you add that to it and then just grate cheese. We wouldn't buy grated cheese. We'd buy a block of cheese. Grate yeah, you that. do got to grate it yourself because the grated, pre-grated cheese has all that powdered oil on it. Yeah. And then we make, um, you have the big one. And then... Um, trying to save space for the next place? Yeah, but then we cook it. It would take like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. That's how, should, that's how long it should take. Okay. Well, in a 550-degree oven. I mean, you didn't have a fucking wood-fired no, honestly, oven. That was like 350. We just did it in an oven. Right. 350, 375. You're laughing at that. Right. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what a Where did this guy grow up? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you cook at 500 degrees. If you have like a pizza stone, you can get that thing down to like eight minutes. My dad started cooking on a pizza stone. Yeah. Oh, because the stone already gets hot? Well, the stone holds the heat. But the secret to the pizza stone, the mistake everyone makes, I've been to my family's house and they do it in their Italian, my wife's family's house, is they'll take the stone out, put the pizza on it, put the stone back in. You can't do that. Why? The surface heat is gone. You have to deliver the pizza to the stone in the oven. You need a pizza peel. You know the big, the big thing, the paddle they have in their yeah. hand? You need one of those. You've got to deliver the pizza to the stone. What happens if you don't? If you, know, if you pull it out and you make contact that room temperature or cold dough to the outside of that stone, which is typically like ceramic covered, you're typically not getting like raw stone, the surface heat goes away. And what happens is your pizza starts to get denser because it contracts as opposed to it entering a hot oven and then sitting on a hot stone. Room temperature sitting on a hot stone, the bottom is going to contract. You're going to get very dense, hard pizza. Oh. That's why most people's pizza at home doesn't taste very good. I remember Dance. seeing a Kitchen Confidential or whoever the guy that screams at everybody. Oh, uh, what's his name? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. And um, by the way, I don't mind people screaming. I mean, I do, but like whatever. If that's your stuff. But then when it's like it becomes shitty when like 
that's what I'm known for. So that's what I'll have to do. Right. It's his. Like, it's his shtick. Yeah. And I, and I, this isn't even scream worthy, man. Did like, you ever sometimes. see Kitchen Nightmares in England, the English version? No. There's like violin music playing. He like sits people down and explains to them how to run a restaurant. The American version is like fast zoom ins on him yelling, spit coming out of his mouth. Really? It's so shocking how different the same guy is here because that's what we need. Yeah. We're not watching a show of a guy explaining restaurants. <laughs> like you kid like what Bar Rescue? Do you ever see the first episode of Bar Rescue? Uh-uh. John Taffer walks in and has like a nice conversation with the owner. Eventually, he yells at someone, but at first, it's like normal. Now he walks in yelling, "You guys are awful! Yeah, you're a piece of shit! You're drinking you with your customers!" Yeah, I did see him one time. I don't watch it much, but I saw him one time. Like, found like an old, like a tin of where the sauce came from or whatever. Yeah, it was all moldy. He's like, "I hate this! Mm-hmm. You made me eat this! <laughs> Look at this!" And then I was like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> There's cockroaches everywhere. That shit's all produced, though. You know that, right? Yeah. They were going to have uh, Polly wanted the comedy store to be on that. And we're all like, Polly, no, it's going to look terrible. And he goes, it's not going to be no, good. No, but then it's going to make us look good in the end. Like, no one's going to remember that. They're going to remember that this is the place with mice and rats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to remember, oh, now they're gone. Yeah, they're not going to remember you crying looking at the new sign. Oh. That would have been terrible. It would have been did terrible. They did a new a sign and painted the outside. Oh, my God. That would have that would have been the fucking worst. Yeah. A new logo. Oh yeah, that's what they would have done too. That's of course what they would have done. We need to update your. That's the worst. That room, by the way. So classic. I think everything in New York is better than everywhere in the world. That's just how I am. Yeah. I think we do everything right New here. Yorkers are like that. You still call Stefan Marbury best point guard of all time. Yeah, I won't do that. But you know, I think Scott Layden ruined the Knicks by trading Patrick Ewing. But whatever. Um, I think New York does everything better than L.A., everything, except relaxing. L.A. knows how to relax. For sure. I'm not good at it. I have to learn. I was in L.A. for three weeks. By the third week, I kind of figured it out. But I was more comfortable in Koreatown because it was buzzier, you know? Yeah. Or WeHo because you could walk around a bit more. Um, But the one thing I will give it is, dude, the fucking comedy store. I walked in that room. I don't think I've ever felt. You know when they say like the old Yankee Stadium had ghosts? Uh That's how it felt to me. It felt like Robin Williams was there. It felt like fucking Robert Klein's not dead yet, but it felt like his ghost was it's there. It's got soul. It's, it's got soul. Yes, it does. There's something about that fucking place. Some comedy place. clubs around the world, around the country anyway, have soul, and some are like improvs, where just sterile. Yeah, yeah. It's like you a know, hospital. They're all built the same way. It's like a mall version of There's a... There's the Irvine improv, and the Brea improv, and the Ontario improv. They all look kind of exactly the same. Yeah. Schaumburg, they all look exactly... A few yeah. of them, like Tempe and DC, look different, but like the corporate ones are just like... All the same, like there's no soul here. But you got like Charlie Goodnights or, or that room in Appleton, Skyline. Oh my God, my favorite club. Oh, I love it. But it's like, okay, somebody probably got stabbed in the back. There's yeah. some fucking shit in here. There's smoke in the yeah. air. It smells like sweat on one corner. It smells like butt in the other. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Skyline is incredible. Skyline's I love great. it. That town is a shit town, though. Appleton. Holy. Yeah, it's a little there's depressed. nothing there, man. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to everyone in Appleton. I know there's a college there. I was like, what I am I doing? Day, when I go to Madison, I go there for one show. Oh, do you really? I just do like a Wednesday or a Sunday. I did the two weeks in uh, Wisconsin. I did um, Comedy Cafe in uh, um, Milwaukee. Stayed in that condo mm. for like an extra four days in Milwaukee. Then I went to Appleton. We were going to try to swing by uh, uh, Comedy on State, but we didn't get a chance. That's pretty nice, too. I hear that's like the best club in the country. People say like a lot of people record their albums there. Yeah. They, what I have, what they love more than anything about that place is they have... Um, College night on Thursdays, okay, and it'll be ninety percent college kids. So in terms of testing your material in a specific type of like, well, let's see if college kids like this, right? Like you really can get it because sometimes really? you do like a deep sexual joke, someone are too inexperienced to understand 
like what that means. Right. They haven't lived yet. Yeah. Or like they're all very forward thinking, you know, right. in terms of like race or, or gender, right. politics. So if you hit him with something, it's like, let me make sure this is done well. What do you think about that whole thing about not performing at colleges because they're too politically correct? I know what Seinfeld's talking about. I understand. Yeah. If when they hear the word so-and-so, you know, people go, oh, what is this going to be? So they don't wait to hear the actual intent. They start to get I had a friend, uh, Frank Keith to joke about um, going to a laundromat. And uh, he goes, you have to accidentally put a red shirt in with your whites. And then you, I, he's like, I got there. I took it out. I'm like... And it bled all over the other color. I'm like, these goddamn colors. These fucking colors bleeding all over the whites. <laughs> and it was like really funny. Whatever. Yeah. Left. But I saw two black dudes sitting at a table. And one yeah. was in the bathroom with the setup. Yeah. And he comes in halfway through. And just hears like, like a race hey, rant. <laughs> and his buddy, I saw him go, no, 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 no. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. <laughs> but like, there's definitely some of that. But when I hear him say that, I call my agent. I was like, get me some college gigs. Because I think he's wrong. Right. I think they're not so sensitive. Because I was in college. Right. And was there was a lot of sensitivity. There was also a bunch of people who loved Happy Gilmore. Right, of course. You know? There's like the fuck-ups. And I'm like, yeah. I know, I can get them. You can have all your protests, but I'm here to talk to the people who are just cool, regular people. Right. The bloggers are the 10%. Right. And the 90% is who I'm here to entertain. And we're giving them too much credit by listening Way to them. Way too much credit. Yeah. So just like, guys, you go fucking have your protests over there. I'm going to make these people laugh. I really do want to play college. Did you find out that you were wrong? I haven't played them yet. Oh, okay. I haven't done them yet. I did a college a couple months ago, and? and I started a joke by saying this black guy, and it's about a, about a group of friends of mine, yeah. and one of them is black. So I said, so the black dude, and you, you could, could feel, feel, you could feel butts tighten up. I wonder if though some of it is us, like after Daniel Tosh had that rape joke thing. Right, right, which, right. By right, the way, right, right. I heard he like, I haven't watched it, but I heard his new special, he like covers all that. Oh, does he? Yeah, it's one of his long He also jokes. did the, his was like the lock the room, let's rape this girl, right? No, his was a riff in the middle of a of joke that this lady was interrupting, and then he was like, added something. Ah. The way anybody saw it was written down by the person who was angry. That's worse. The that's worst. That's the what way, happened to Sam. That's not the way an artist delivered it. Right. It's like saying Picasso. It's like, he just paints naked chicks. Right. It's like, I don't know. You, you got to see the actual work. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not just painting naked chicks. It's not chicks. just tits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all weird shape, yeah. too. It's nothing the tits to do with are weird. Yeah. yeah it's not so going to make you horny. It's somebody writing it down. That takes any nuance away from it. Right. Anyway, he covered, It takes the performance out of it. Yeah. It's like saying you don't find. Have you caught shit for any of that? All the time. I got, I got. It's irrelevant. That shit is irrelevant to what your artistic intention is. I made the mistake of doing one of these shows that's like comedian burlesque dancer, comedian burlesque mm-hmm. dancer. It's on those. This one burlesque dancer was incredible. She made a beeline for me. By the way, she was completely naked, but she was wearing like a large men's like dress shirt. I don't know if it was a man's dress shirt, whatever, just in case anyone's listening, wants to write a blog post. It was like a, like a suit style dress shirt over herself. So, like, it's a weird position to be in. Like, you know, someone is like. You know, in a, in a, a weird form of undress. Yeah. So she makes a beeline right for me, and I stick my hand out to shake her hand. I go, "Hey, great performance!" And she goes, "Great, you too." Yeah, you were very funny. I was like, "Cool." I thought that was it. I like looked behind me to see if there was someone else she was going to talk to. She was still wanting to talk to me, so I was like, "Okay." And she goes, "Hey, by the way, rape isn't funny." And I was like, "Yeah, all right, I agree with you. Why are you telling me? Yeah. Is this like, are you going to give me like a postcard or something, or like a rally or <laughs> something?" And she was like, "No, you made a rape joke." And I was like, "No, I didn't." The joke that she was talking about was I used to do a joke where. A couple girls got kidnapped. One of them thought that maybe it was like uh, human sex trafficking. So my wife got nervous. She's like, what if they try to kidnap me? I said, babe, just turn around, yell, I'm 33. It's like, I think you'll be okay. So the joke is about ageism, right? She thought I said my wife was too old to be raped. And I was like, whoa. 
I was like, I guess you could pull that out of that joke, but that's not the point of the joke. If you listen to the joke before it and also, the joke after yeah. it. The, the idea that like, any topic isn't funny, like you can't attack topic. Attack form, right. attack function. People who say that do not view stand-up as an art form. No, they don't. They view it as like soapboxing. Just entertainment. Yeah. It's and so like, odd. I don't want my entertainment like that. It's like, but here's a real deal. We're not here to entertain you. We're here to express ourselves. And if you get entertainment out of it, right. that's great. You paid to hopefully be entertained. Yeah. I'm here to do what I do. Yeah. So they don't matter. They don't matter. When the rape isn't funny, it's like, yeah, I know. That's why we're using it as an example of something horrible. Right. Because it's so horrible. Because it's so horrible. Yeah. Right. You know what's not horrible? Skinning your knee when you fall. Right. So if I use that as the most negative thing possible, right. I won't get a laugh. It's not going to get not a laugh. Negative. Yeah, it's not heightened at all. Yeah. And I know it's a big culture, and it's like, and it's like most rapes go unpunished. I get that. Yeah, that's why it's horrible. That's why it's horrible. That's why we use it. That's like abortion. It's like when you make an abortion joke, no one likes yeah. abortion. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're, we're saying you're it. You're pro-choice. You're not pro-death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I'm not pro-abortion. Pro I'm I not am, like. I am, but most are people you? are not. Everyone. <laughs> I think, think everyone you, should have a couple. You, th- you think you should have a few on the belt? A few notches Otherwise, on the belt? you can't be pro-choice unless yeah. you've made that. You choice. don't really love your kid if you haven't killed a few of them. That's what you're saying. You just you just happen to get one. Yeah, yeah. We can't be. You're not that lucky. Yeah. You could have killed um, the first one, you know that? Go, can't you make other jokes? Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone does make other jokes. Yeah. There's really no comic who only makes rape 99% jokes. 99% of the rest of I said didn't involve even alluding to rape. I love, I love whenever it is, no matter what it is, race, no matter what it is, they go, can't you make jokes about anything else? Like, yes, keep yeah. listening. Yeah. How about come back next week? Even I'll make a joke about bit. this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Even that bit, there's other parts. Like, that's what Seinfeld was saying. Yeah. And so, but my thought is, right after the Tosh did that rape joke and got all, so when yeah. I would be on stage, if I mentioned that word, a part of me would be like, oh, uh, are you? So I wonder if... Are you really, though? You seem like the kind of person who doesn't care. I try not to, but sometimes you feel it, and you're like, I know it's in my mind. As a performer, you yeah. know, like, I need to and move to this me, audience that's along. that's what's dangerous as an artist, is right. for you to not be able to freely express yourself. Because you're pulling you back. Because you're afraid, oh, am I going to get banned for this? Am I going to get in trouble for this? Right. Is the crowd going to get... So when you do say black guy, I wonder if some of it's like, ooh, are you guys going to be okay? I'm in a college. Versus, I don't know where I am. I'm just saying my jokes as if it's anywhere. You yeah, I, mean? I don't. I don't think when I you ever feel the say. Up. I don't. I've started to feel it more now, just because. Like, I guess as a married dude in comedy, I'm like every female comedian's gay best friend without right. wanting to, you know, oh, right. because they know like I'm safe. The, uh, I'm not going to yeah, hit on them. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I don't have. I don't have any reason to like be creepy around any of these female comics. So for me, it doesn't matter. Like, but they like confide in me a lot and stuff and they're like oh you're like a champion of the female comic I've said some stuff that's pissed off female comics like I don't want people to think like you know I'm benign to having thoughts that aren't perfect either yeah. but I've found myself thinking more like how am I going to be viewed if I say this and I hate that it bothers the fuck out of me because I want to go up there and I want to hear at the same time the audience does that's the problem with free art yeah free style art where it's like you shouldn't take in anything into account other than how it's going to be received here not Am right. I going to lose my other job out because of right. it? That's yeah. not what you're supposed to do. It's the end of the day, dude. The laughter is how we get paid, you yeah. know? Well, the, the real problem is when a, when a comic would make a joke that's totally on the safe side of something. Right. And then they don't make it because they're afraid. And you're like, oh, now you've stopped free expression. Right. You, so you really can't listen to them. You can't, I don't read any reviews. Well, I stood up my to this girl. My reviews are from an audience. Yes, what'd you I, say? I stood up to the girl, and she made a post about how my wife must be trapped in our marriage, and people were like, let's burn his dick off and stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. So you're upset. And I even, I tagged, she tagged me in it. So I grabbed her post because I started getting these weird messages in the middle of the night. One guy goes, your only resort, your, your only uh, resort is to post the joke and let us judge for ourselves. And I said, no, that's not 
my only resort. My only resort is if you want to see me do that joke, come see me perform. Yeah. My, you know, my website has all of my dates. And what do you mean, my only resort? I'm saying, hey, before you analyze something, analyze it. Yeah, come through, dude. Whenever I get in quote unquote trouble, it's only from people who have not seen the work. Yeah, a hundred percent of the time. Taking one page of Huck Finn, yeah. and say, yeah, that should be banned because the N words. Read in there. the book. Yeah. Yeah. And then tell me. Otherwise, you don't have respect for the art form. And that's yeah. okay, but I'm not going to respond to that. Yeah. And Mark Twain shouldn't respond to people going, why are you using the N-word in this? Right. Let's ban the book. Yeah. Uh, you guys do what you want. If that's what you got yeah. reading it, then so be it. That's like the thing about like trigger words and all shouldn't that even, shit. We shouldn't even talk about this. It's stupid. It gives them more attention. It's so stupid. Let's move on. All right. I'm sorry. Back it's to just, pizza. It's just like I, I hate talking about it. I don't. Here's a trigger word I hate. No, no. pizza. Am no I pizza. right? Am I right, everybody? So we're going to pay here, and then we're going to go where? Yeah, we're going to go. All right. So this is the first style of pizza. I'm going to yeah. take you to. Wait, what was this called, by the way? This was the second dish that we had, the, the second Monta- pizza. Montonara. Montonara. Spell M-O-N-T-O-N-A-R-A. Montonara. Yeah, it's really what they're famous for. And this place is Don Antonio. This is Don Antonio. 50th so. and 8th. Yeah. On 8th. No, on 50th. As soon as the mics will turn off, I'll tell you what famous comedian lives like half a block away from here. Although you probably already know. The Montonada is, they have a couple, they have two different. Seinfeld? Probably Seinfeld? No. Oh. Bigger than that. Dave Chappelle? Current. At that level. We'll just tell you when the, I don't want to say. Fair enough. Because I'm the mic, but. I love my, how people, I got mentioned sometimes on Rogan's podcast, like. The neighborhood living. It's like, are you crazy? I'm like, what do you think? People are going to camp out yeah. hoping to run into me in a fucking 20 square block radius? Although I've got to tell you, I found out East that one, Village, of my, by the way. one of my favorite soccer players comes to eat here. Oh, really? And he just moved to New York. And I've every time I walk or drive past this place, I'll be like peeking in just to see if he's here. Who is, who's the soccer player? It's a guy player? named David Villa who actually plays for the team of the shirt I'm wearing right now. He plays for New York City Football Club. He's the highest scoring uh, person in Spain ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Thanks. So, the next place we're going to is like a straight up slice joint. Yeah. It's my favorite slice in New York City. Yeah. It's, I think, the perfect slice of New York City pizza. Really? They make their own crust. They make their own, uh, they make Most their people own sauce. Don't? Most people do make their own dough, but they make all three themselves there. Okay. Crust, sauce, and cheese. Hold on. You didn't finish telling me this. The crust rises. Crust rises rise for, three, for days. three days. And so, it makes those holes in them. Well, that's the that's that the yeast. That's the yeast going in there and breaking down the dough naturally to find the sugar, ferments it and expels it out. That's why rust. That's why dough rises. Thanks, man. Are you sure you want me to leave the table? No, 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 don't worry about it. Oh, I just revealed that you paid. Um, <laughs> of pin, pin, pin. <laughs> so uh, that's what that's all that dough rising is yeah. air. That's air created by the yeast. That's the flavor. It's like you know when you break open like a good piece of like fresh bread from the bakery mm-hmm. like a baguette you get a baguette or something you rip it open and that smell hits you it's that like soury bread smell yeah where you sit at a good Italian restaurant they have that like really barky bread that comes out and it has that like soury yeasty smell but your body goes I want that the reason is those little holes inside of bread that hits the same receptors in your brain as like alcohol and candy it's fermented sugar so your body's like, oh, I want more. I want more. Bread is habit-forming. That's why pizza in New York City is great. It's baked perfectly. I think if you go to the right places, it's done well. It moves very fast. So you're always getting... Thank you, thank you very much, guys. So you tend to get like pizza that hasn't been sitting out for a long time. But part of it is like everything that happens before. It's risen well. Like They know what they're doing. It's not just like this stuff that's thrown together. If you ever go to a pizza place and they're like, oh, we ran out of dough. Just give us a couple minutes. We'll make some more. 
run out of that place. Why? Because, oh, because that means they don't rise. So it's going to be shit dough. It's going to be it may really feel shit right. dough. Yeah, there's no flavor in it. It's bland. You'll dude, know I want to take you to Nuthouse Pizza so bad, dude. Because my brother loves it, but he lives in Switzerland or did for, until recently. Yeah, and he goes, "It's great." I'm like, "No, Michael, you just remember it from when you were little." He goes, "No," I'm like, I was like, and because he shits on Americans all the time. Yeah, and he go, "You know how Americans think that like." Like a Nestle bar, not Nestle, or like a Hershey's bar is like really good chocolate. But you right. live in Switzerland, so you understand that right, that's exactly. not even close to good chocolate. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I'm like, that's you, man. Yeah. And he was like, no. Like, yeah, Why did he move to Switzerland? Though. He wanted uh, to get out of here or for work? He got a job uh, divvying up uh, um, reparations to Holocaust survivors' families. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, after law school, he got that job. That's so, like peak Jew right there. Peak Jew. <laughs> yeah, and then if they couldn't find any survivors... Uh, like the stuff that was taken from them yeah and then like like oh uh, the Swiss banks yeah and then the Nazis like we'll just take that and then like they made a settlement like oh we gotta pay them back yeah 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 we gotta give them back yeah, their so money so if they're not alive then it's like who is alive and if no one's alive because that happened a lot the entire family's wiped out then like well maybe a synagogue in the area they grew up in really yeah so that was his job jeez right. yeah Holocaust is over so. how hard is it for him to do that job with his an erection every time I mean that must <laughs> that's gotta feel good dude that's gotta feel fucking good yeah <laughs> Now he just lives there. You want to go out here? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we going to talk and walk? I like. I want to hear the, the, the sound is like if we talk and walk into the street. You're not going to cut any of this? What? You're not going to cut any of this up? Why? This is hilarious. I only cut if... Um, People want to know what we're doing. Dude, nice mohawk. That's what I want out of a mohawk. <laughs> that thick all the way by. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Take it easy. Yeah, so if people want to do this with me, they could email me, by the way. Oh, yeah. How do you do this? You give walk-in tours? Which way are we going? Yeah, I do walk-in tours. It's through Scott's Pizza Tours. I'm also probably going to start like uh, doing like private food tours. Privates. Yeah, just <laughs> eating food off people's too. privates, dude. Let's do it. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, yeah. No, like, you know, like this, basically. Like, people have, like, messaged me all the... Like, I've done some stuff with Food Network, and people really? have messaged me. Yeah, people have messaged me like, dude, I just want to eat with you. Are you oh afraid gosh, of losing weight because you'll be less reputable as a as a pizza tour guy? I don't think I don't think my first of all I'm the only fat guy that does, does the this? pizza tours. Yeah, really. So I just think that like my passion for food is like so grand that even if I did lose weight, I don't have any plans on losing weight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nice. I'm sure the doctor. I, I know my doctor is going to be the one to tell me like, yeah, you got it. We're going to make it right. We're I don't know. My wife like stays great. in such great shape. You know, and it, she's like, how come you don't come to the gym with me? I'm like, I think you know the answer to that question. Let's cut across. I want to go on the sunny side. All right. You do? I love sun. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I love I'm not sun. I'm not so shy. I can't. I'm learning so much about you. What, really? <laughs> yeah. I love sun? Yeah, dude. I mean, you just like, I just assume like you're, I assume you write like in a notebook. So I assume you just have like a messy notebook. With like a pen, like no, one I of those have pens. These little that you... These Moleskine ones. Oh, do you do those? Yeah, I almost gave special thanks to Moleskine in my last special. Is that how you pronounce it? I've been saying Moleskine this Me entire too, time. Me too. And I find there's an e, I n e. It's not S K I N. That's. It's Moleskine. Well, are you? But you're assuming that because of the e. Hold this. Hold this for a second. You're about are to you find assuming that because of the e? Yeah. Are you also taking your shirt off? Oh yeah, man. New York all City. Right. It's all about the shirt off. Let me go walk on this side. All right. So if anyone's <laughs> listening right now. Uh, <laughs> 
we're walking around with like microphones and wires hanging out of his uh, his messenger bag. He's wearing <laughs> shorts, sneakers, and he just took his shirt off. And we're walking through the sunny part. So yeah. it's a good thing we're walking closer to towards Chelsea. I gotta oh, say yeah. that. You get it on the front instead of on the back. Oh, because it's gay. This is the gayest thing I've ever. By been the way, part my of. favorite beer right here. Long Beach. No, Delirium Tremens. You ever have this? To really? But that's the one that's like 16% alcohol by volume, right? Yeah, it's like eight and a half. That's that's insane, though. It's too thick. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Did you honestly do that just to make that guy uncomfortable that was standing next well, to the Well, I do beer? like how he didn't move at all. We were standing next to him talking. He wouldn't even move. He kind of half looked up, and he was like, I'm holding my ground. You've got enough of that New York in you where you're like, oh, I'm going to walk over here now, and the person who's standing there should move. And if they don't, that's it don't make yeah, it don't make it weird for me because I want to walk to where you're By the going. Way, there's Book of Mormon. I didn't realize what neighborhood we're in. I don't. I really rarely come to this part of town. Yeah, that's kind of that's another reason why I made you go there because that place, that Montanada, no is worth coming to fucking Times Square to eat. That's how shitty this area is, and no one wants to come here. And it's incredible the food that you can get there. So this comedian that I tell you that lives right there. Yeah. I was having a conversation. They're like, oh, you're the pizza guy, right? Like, you know a lot about pizza? And I said, yeah. They're like, what's your favorite pizza? And I go, my favorite slice is where we're about to go right now. It's called New York Pizza Suprema. I was like, but you know you live like right by like an incredible fucking pizza. And he's like, ah, there's nothing good by me. It's Times Square. It's bullshit. And I go, no, trust me, like half a block away from your apartment is one of my favorite pizzas to order or bring people to. I really? took Joe Bartnick and his friends there when they came into Aziz? town. Uh, no, it's not Aziz. I'm trying to think who's now. Oh, sorry. He's actually good at comedy. Sorry. <laughs> so it's not Aziz. <laughs> I want to get I want to get so big that I get paid to do public appearances at Minus Square Garden. <laughs> public appearances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitting on him, and he gets up at the cellar whenever he wants. I'm an asshole. <laughs> That's why you're shitting on him. If he's an open micer, yeah. he wouldn't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> if, if any of these people that are, like, overrated, if they were at the level they should be, no one would have a problem. No one would have a problem. We'd, uh, we'd probably like them. Yeah. You know, we like people who don't give it, who, like, are at yeah. the level they're supposed to be. If somebody, like, way too massive was, like, can't get any break, you'd be like, oh, man, that should get something. Yeah. Pretty good. You are know? you afraid of that? Are you afraid of becoming, like, a comedian's comedian? What do In you the mean? sense like that, like... Stanhope? No, because Stanhope gets... He makes his own opportunities, even though he's one of those guys that I feel like... You mean a failure? No, like, he's like a, a self-sabotager. Fa- failure? No, do like... By comedian's comedian. Do you, like, Geraldo, like, Greg Geraldo, you don't consider him a failure before he passed, no. do you? uh uh-uh. But he was a comedian's comedian. He's one of those guys that would, like, get production deals, but it never really happened for him, you know? Like, he would... I know. It I was like a ceiling. Comedian means comedians really like him. Yeah. and But, like, what I'm saying is he never rose above that, like, Patrice O'Neill's buddy type of level you know Geraldo yeah oh uh, you know what I mean like he was always like the guy who was like the balls on that no dog. one would I know this dog's got massive balls God, he can't even walk right you didn't hire Geraldo you know Geraldo came to the roast you know he was a part of the roast he didn't look at the roast for him right 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 yeah but he, he was he getting crushed stuff on every talent time. only and not like yeah we'll use his name yeah yeah, yeah. He, he didn't have any buzz like do you you afraid yeah. of that I'm definitely afraid of that uh, what of not getting any buzz? Like you'd be one of those guys that like other comedians respect, but like no one really like you're not the you're not the draw. Uh, you know, like you can't get anything unless your buddy gives it to you. To be honest, I shifted my way of thinking and stand up and career that way, and I only think about uh, what I produce and not the uh, reaction it gets or what I get out of it. Nice. All right, there's Probably a Colombian like two, family staring at us right now. Yeah. 
again, we're walking with. Uh, so like, if I get nothing, it's fine. If I get a lot, that's also fine. I would like to get paid more than I, you know, than less. But like, if I don't, as long as I put out some good bit. Well, that's I mean, all you do stuff people love. I mean, people love Skeptic yeah. Tank, and well, right now, by the way, that story show you got. Yeah, that story show. Now I'm like, can I get some of the shit? Now that I'm on a show and have a show, can I get some of the freebie shit that these bigger comics get? You got to go out there and just start talking about something you want. You got to go out there and go, man, that Tesla looks great. Your next comedian is. No, I mean like parts (laughs) on stuff. I want to like, you know, all these other guys are getting like these great writing jobs on stuff. I want to write for South Park. I'm like, how big do I have to get to where they're like, oh, on name alone, they'll take me. Oh. You know? But you you are lucky enough that you, you will be the guy that when someone says Ari, people know they're talking about you. And that's a very popular name. Oh, yeah, Ari. Yeah. I've got an easier route there because not Alexis. many people are using Alexis. No. I've got an easier route to becoming the Alexis. It's tough. It's but you're tough. the Ari. Because yeah. I said to one of the guys over there, I'm like, I'm doing a podcast. And they go, oh, who is it? I go, do you know Ari? And he goes, Shafir? As <laughs> soon as I said Ari. it. Yeah. They knew who you were. So yeah. you're getting clo- You're getting to that point where you're you're going to be Ari. That's going to be Chris nuts. Rock has to deal with it. He goes by Rock. When people go like Rock was in. Yeah, because yeah, you can't say Chris. Yeah, Chris Have you nothing. met him in person, by the way? Uh-huh. Lots of times. Yeah. Super quiet. Never talks to anybody. No. I actually, I don't know, maybe it's because of where I'm from, but I see that, and I take that as them being assholes. I'll tell you what, for a little while, I thought uh, Zach uh, Galifianakis, he's probably the only Zach, too, right? Yeah. Um, well, Efron, you could have meant Efron. Uh, yeah, but of comedians, Zach yeah, is <laughs> yeah. Zach. But I was like, oh, kind of, like, this is when I started, two, three years in, you know? Right. And uh, I was like, uh, and he was just leaving the open mics when I was coming into him. He was just right. like doing like one a month still, you know? When I was doing them every single day. Right. So there's a little bit of overlap. Or like the booked one night a week rooms. He would like yeah. do some of those. And I remember thinking like, what a jerk. Like he's never <laughs> said hi to me. And then it hit me like, I've never introduced myself either. Right. Whatever I'm accusing him of in my head, <laughs> I've done the exact same. Yeah. And then I was like. You and uh, I have a similar pattern then. Yeah. And then I saw him outside uh, some, some de- like basement room outside the Third Street Promenade. Uh and he was on the room to show too, and I was like, "Oh, hey man, I'm, I'm Ari." I seen you. I was like, "Oh, nice to meet you, Ari." And he will always now say, "Hi, Ari. How yeah, are you?" Sweet yeah. guy. Totally sweet guy. That's insane. And I was putting this shit on him in my head that was just not there. Uh, there's a comedian, Kyle Ayers. You know him? Uh-huh, I've heard of him. First time I met him, I said hi to him, and he kind of just like nodded his head and like walked away. Yeah. And I was like, "That guy's a fucking cunt," nice you know? Shirt, hail Buffy and I, and Satan. And I just like I would just shit on this guy. In my head, every time I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's too good to say hello back or yeah. to have a conversation with me. So by, in one way or another, we end up on the same podcast together and we're just talking about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking bring it up. You know, yeah. I'm not afraid of conflict. I bring it up. And he goes, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, I have a lot of anxiety. So sometimes when I meet somebody new, like a lot of things go through my head and I kind of have to walk away from the situation. Right. He's like, yeah, but you're super funny, man. That one thing you said, I was like... Oh my god I've right. never once thought Maybe the other person Just has like A, a thing Yeah Yeah, yeah dude we put, we put so much On other people That's not there I project go, it all off What other explanation Could there be and Like I don't know Like a thousand different yeah. things yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think about that ever I, My wife is typically Like the voice of reason That'll go Have you thought about Their feelings like, no. I'm, like, I, I'm telling you I was there He dissed me completely yeah. uh, Noe Gonzalez Or Felipe Esparza I forget who it was Was telling me about This guy Johnny oh, Sanchez Oh so we all blend together Us Latinos <laughs> A long time ago, I think it was Noe, but it might have been Felipe. In fact, it was probably Noe. Felipe wasn't yeah. around much then, but he was saying Johnny Sanchez got a development deal, right? Which they don't really have here in New York, but they have right. in LA. And uh, and it was like this big thing, you know, fucking, you know, how yeah. many hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, deal? You and get it was like quiet. you're about to have a show and you're about to get launched, you know. Yeah. And um, 
He said one day they were all standing at the back of the comedy store and yeah. hanging out, and then uh, uh, Sanchez came in shortly after that development deal. Right. And he parked his car, and then he just kind of ran by everybody, and was like, oh, hey, and they just ran by him, and like, motherfucker, he thinks he's all big now. Right, right, right. Because right. he's got this deal, and he's better Look than us. Look at the big shot, right? Yeah. You're doing that thing? So three minutes later, he comes back, and he goes, sorry, I had to pee so fucking bad. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's so many explanations. <laughs> There's so many. That you can't even think about. We never... And is it is it us? Is it us as comedians just overanalyzing every little thing? You have to show patterns. You have to show patterns in order to really say that guy's an asshole. It can't just be one time. Yeah. He just broke up with his girlfriend. It could be so many different things. Oh, so you, you give a guy like, a shot? You get like four or five shots. I've, I'm one of these say, guys... Before you say, what a dick... I'm one of these guys that feels like they survived by their gut feeling, you know? Yeah. Like, I've been one of those guys that I'm like, ah, you know what? I don't think I want to go to that party for some reason. And then, like, there's, like, a murder that happens at that party, and I'm like, all right, good. Yeah. Like, that's just me. Like, I've always survived by my gut. Uh-huh. So when I think someone's a cunt, like, yeah. I'm just in my head, that's I'm it, like, that's forever. it. They're done. You have to prove to me you're not now. Here's it's what I know about weird, Chris like, Rock. It's this weird, like, kingship thing. That we will never understand. Because I see him at the store all the time, and he will always be like, I remember him being there for, like, you know, two weeks in a row once, you know? Right. And it was like, I, he would never come talk to us. He'd only talk to, like, the old head waitress. Right. Eleanor, you know, is now a comic. Right. And, like, uh, some other old-timer comics, if they're there, if Louie was there, if Rogan was there, he would talk right. to them. And it was like, what the fuck? And at some point, I'm like, you know, you see the same guys having conversations every night. You know right. we're the comics. Yeah. I get not wanting to talk to fans, but, like, you know we're comics, and none of us yeah. are bothering you. We're not civilians. So, so, he, so here's what... Uh, I got pointed out about Chris Rock. Yeah. Comics all look up to him. None of them treat him like an equal. Right. So it's so hard when they're all like overly laughing at your jokes. Like all of uh, them. It's like pandering. And like staring at you. It's not a normal way to talk to a human. Right. So he pulls away. That makes all that. the sense in the world. Yeah. He's yeah, like, dude, I met of, him and he was just like. treat me normal. None of you just treat me like a regular person. It's like a really hot chick, you know? Yeah, exactly. But that hates the attention. Right. It's like a really hot chick that's secretly very smart yeah, at work. Yeah, he's a little bit introverted, too. He doesn't want, like, all that. And everyone's staring. It's just like... Good, I, I've, I've been never been there. I've been there in a slight situations, like at the comedy store on open mic night. Yeah. Sometimes. And it's a little annoying. He gets it only. Yeah. That makes sense. There was, like, that rumor going around that Louis was giving other comics his, like, worst comics, essentially. His what? His material. So he could sit in the back of the room and, like, actually see real reactions. Oh, really? Because he says it got to the point, like, right when his show first came out. Sure, he couldn't get that any That the moment he got on stage, he was so validated, they were laughing at setups, oh, you yeah. know? And it's like, you're not going to be able to test your material. To me, that's, that's why we'll actively, at some point, pull away from any of this fame. Chappelle. That's why we'll all pull, yeah. pull a Chappelle. And then go, if I want to be a true artist in terms of stand-up, right. I have to not only, like... Not actively seek out the fame, but get down, get yeah. it away. So and you, you have to real earn reaction. real reactions. Yeah, you want your own fan base, but at the same time, it's not the best for your craft. Yeah, dude. It's, you know, it's like I've, I've opened for guys that I've seen. Hosting guys. Their audience is like, they don't really have to work. I mean, it's yeah. a beautiful thing, but, but you could see the pain of that in their eyes, you know? When they're telling their material, they say it in a different energy than you really? saw it when they were climbing the ladder still. Yeah, they're not you know? hungry. Yeah. On my or show, too, I'm always trying to convince Comedy Central. Like, the best comics are not the ones America's heard of. Yeah. The best ones are the Joe Lists of the world. Oh, my God. Like, His album is like, going to be great. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm going to work my ass off at this. Yeah. It's reps, too, man. You got to be up. Like, yeah, you got to get reps. Bill Burr said it. He was like, people asked him, they're like, oh, you're supposed to be the best in the world. 
what do you owe that to? And he was like, everyone else got TV opportunities. I didn't. He's like, I my opportunity yeah, failed. Exactly. So all I could do was go do stand-up. So I just did it longer than they did. Yeah. It's reps. Yeah, when I see like guys like Rock or whatever, like get ready for a special, I want to be like, what do you mean get ready for a special? Yeah. You got to be doing this yeah. Every, like... Yeah. At least five nights a week. What do you do? Stand there years. and wait for people to for, for the standing ovation to finish? Is yeah, that you're it? gonna write it and then like oh work it out for two months and then go up? Like yeah. Like no man, how dare you? Like really, how dare you think that that's that didn't get you here? Yeah, but you're you're looking. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that life of not even having to get up? Like, what is your audience? I'd really be interested to see like well, what your demographic like, would be. They're um hi. <laughs> well, I can tell you one that isn't. <laughs> it's kind of varied. It's, I guess it's mostly men, but probably like 65%, like two-thirds men. Do you get like the conspiracy theorists? Younger, occasionally. Not really. I'm not into that. Yeah, but I but mean, you're on Rogan are. a lot. Some of them so. are, yeah. But like Rogan's audience is like ha- a bunch of meatheads, a bunch of psychedelic drug users. I get a lot of that. It's like a somebody room full of people that all make fun out. of each other. I was uh, doing a joke where I had to ask somebody who had kids, you know, here, so I could ask them a question. Yeah. And uh, and nobody said anything. I was like, anybody have kids? And there was no class. Like, none of you? And then somebody goes, we're here for you, Ari. This is yeah. your audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all understand children are awful and we don't want them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, you don't want kids either, right? No, yeah, not you at all. I see, I'm, I'm, I'm still... I'm the Rudy for Zika virus. <laughs> You're waiting for the mosquitoes. Is that what you're shirtless yeah. right now? Yeah. You're you want the incoming. Like, yeah, like, hey, you got to abort that. You yeah. yeah. Now you're almost like immediately got to abort it. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, New York has beautiful buildings. Yeah, but that's the one thing I miss about being in Manhattan. I didn't realize how colossal Manhattan is versus Brooklyn. Brooklyn's very short buildings, yeah. so you feel it feels cool, but at the same time, there's something really regal about this. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this. What are your earliest memories of pizza? Oh yeah, you were going to ask me that. Yeah. All right, so. When I would wait, I grew up on an intersection where all four corners were pizza places, right? I'm just, like, lucky enough that way. And uh, what you would call it? Uh, so I remember when I was a kid, I would wait for the uh, bus at, like, 530 to take me to school. <laughs> yeah, this dude was, was yeah, This dude just, like, caught up to us and, like, slowed down and watched <laughs> and us. And just stared. It's like when, like, Fucking really juice. fancy cars on the highway, you, like, slide up next to it. <laughs> and then you can go there. Yeah, yeah, and then you go there. That's exactly what he did. He coasted along with us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I would... Um, I would, what call it? I would wait in front of these pizza places. The people who show up in the morning at like yeah. 5.30 to a pizza place or like 6 o'clock, they're usually doing something called opening the dough. That's opening making, the dough. It's called opening the dough. You make dough for the next few days, you know, yeah. for a few days away. So okay. they come in in the morning so they can make dough and not be in the way of everyone baking pizza. So you come in before everyone else does, right? So I'd be standing outside in the dead of winter. Those guys would let me sit inside and wait. And eventually I would just be like, Hey, that looks really fun. Can I do it? How old were you? I was maybe, I don't know, eight, nine years old. Oh, yeah. And those guys would be like, uh, you want to make the dough? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> do you get to throw it up in the yeah, air? Yeah, no, you never toss dough in the air, by the way. That's terrible. What do you mean? That's the, yeah. that's the stereotype. No, yeah, that's the stereotype. That's the box cover. That's the episode of I Love Lucy. You don't do that to dough. That's terrible for Why? dough. Because when it lands, it crashes and you get rid of all those bubbles you just learned about. Oh. Yeah, dude, you can't get rid of those bubbles. Bubbles are flavor. Oh. Well, those are like make the dough right now and then toss it to make it round. Well, no, well, you make it, you just make like a big pile of it and then you, you cut them into sm- pieces. Smush it down? Well, you don't do that yet. You do that later on if you want it to r- get yeah. a double rise, but most people don't do it. It's like for baking special types of bread. They get like a little round, it looks like about the size of a calzone dough. Yeah. And then they smush it flatter yeah, they and use push the tips it out. of their fingers. What they're doing there is they're pushing bubbles to the outside so you get a fluffy edge of your crust. Oh. So that's why you use the tips of your fingers and then you could stretch it on the backs of your knuckles but you don't you could spin it on your knuckles 
but you never toss and catch. Wow, really? That gets rid of, yeah, it compacts your dough. It makes it very tough. You don't want to do that. You so spin, I would I spin it and push yeah, it up with your fist. Never. Oh man. You never toss it. You never let Live go of it. Live and learn. Right. That's why I'm here, dude. So I would sit there and just use those big mixers, those big like KitchenAid mixers they have at pizza places. They're called Hobart's. Yeah. That was my job. That's what I did. And it wasn't really my job. I would just do it. And there's like all these. By the way, most of the guys that work at a pizza shop at five in the morning are like ex-cons who can't get work anywhere. (laughs) So these guys are just like sitting there smoking cigarettes, reading the paper while I'm doing their job for them. I would show up to school with like flour all over myself, and people would be like, "What's going on at home?" You know, like Like no one knew for the mob. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like they all used to pick up envelopes still. In uh, in my neighborhood, so those guys, yeah. So I was a big soccer fan when I was a kid. They all used to ask me a lot of questions about soccer because a lot of the guys that sat at those pizza places were bookies, and they didn't. They never took bets on soccer, so they all used to ask me questions about it. And one like of them, what the would, line should be? Yeah, one of them would would bet the way I told them, and I think I won one of those guys a lot of money, oh. like at one point. But they didn't always take me too seriously. But they called me the Cuban. Oh, the Cubans here! It sounded like there was like a drug lord. Really, it's like a fat little kid in a Catholic schoolboy uniform. What place was that? Well, the pizza place is no longer there, but it used to be called Frankie's. Frankie's. Yeah, it's all. Wow. It was great. There's another Frankie's that's incredible. Was it, was it good pizza? I mean, your memories of that was it like? <laughs> my memories of it are great. See, my memories of it are like the Formica seats. Where you're about to experience exactly what the slice uh-huh. shop looked like, by the way. Brick walls, Formica seats, wood paneling. You know, a picture of uh, you know Patrick Ewing and you know uh, uh, Charles Oakley. You know, I mean, there's something to your first slice of pizza where you're like it hits your mouth. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? I would say like it's probably so good. the first one I remember really, really like going nuts for. There was a department store called McCrory's. Yeah. It was a nickel and dime, but it was like from an old era of Newark, but it stayed open. And you would walk in, you'd pay 15 cents for a slice of pizza. What? It was insane. Even back then, that was what? cheap. What? You weren't born in the 20s? No, I know. This place was like a holdover. But because of that, the, t- the pizza was like mega, mega shitty. It was like... Oh, right. It was like the equivalent of a dollar slice that was baked I'm by someone you, who I, knew what they were doing. I'm right? going to ask you about that later. Dollar slice. Oh, Not God. Now. Maybe after this one. So, like, imagine a dollar slice baked by, like... Like a imagine, master. Yeah, like a master, right? So it tasted... The texture of it was great. Yeah. It was baked appropriately, but... It lacked what was, like, it lacked, like, good flavor, you know? Yeah. And uh, this guy would make it. It was 15 cents, and my grandmother would force me to go shopping when I was a kid. But she would get me. She's like, well, go to McCrory's. I'll get you a slice. That's all I needed to hear. Because you were in. Yeah. I was like, I loved it. But it was that kind of pizza where it was, like, so overbaked because it lacked flavor that it would crunch as you ate it. And that's my, like, as a baby memory of pizza, like, as a child memory of pizza is, like, that crunch of McCrory's, like, terrible pizza. But in your head, was like, that's how pizza should be? Or was like, uh... It did set the stage, because, like, even toast, like, is when I go to... A, popcorn here? Is that the Chicago joint? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, there's one on 42nd. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, 34th, actually, yeah. Oh. That was Oprah's favorite popcorn. It's great. It's great. Do you like it? I, I do. And also the, uh, the, va- the not the value pack, but the, uh, the all four different flavors. Yeah, see, you can, I used to get those things as gifts. Fluffy ones? Popcorn's not that impressive to me. I just don't get it. I know. Of popcorn, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, because you're fat. You want extra calories. And popcorn (laughs) is like the thin person snack food. It's not the thin person snack food. It's boring. It's, (laughs) It's monotonous to eat popcorn. It's like, I get it. It's done. It's also only like salt or butter, you know? They got the cheddar on there. They got the caramel. Like, you know, I could eat a bag of Doritos, but I couldn't eat, like, cheddar popcorn. That's the same every time, Doritos? Yeah, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. Doritos are great. Doritos, Doritos are incredible fun. be the fun. best high food. I see. I, my buddies all loved Doritos. I had no idea it's because they were high. 
I was yeah. just like, oh, we all agree on something. Like, we didn't fuck around with Cool Ranch. <laughs> yeah, that's It was awful. straight nacho. And it makes your fingers and your breath smell yeah. for like a week. If you it's have terrible. A, a bag of Ranch Doritos. You know what they call uh, Ranch Doritos in Europe because they don't have ranch dressing? What? They call it Cool American. Cool American. <laughs> Is that like... Because they figure ranches. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cool American. It kind of fits though, doesn't it? By the way, as we're passing this McDonald's, uh, it's reminding me that like Americans, whenever they go out of the country... If I see any of them at a McDonald's, I just want to slap them in the face. You don't you do not do that whole, I got to try the McDonald's in this country? I did it one time in, I think, Thailand. I was like, I'm going to have two fries so I could see if they use the same recipe. Yeah. But no. It is the exact same shit. I did it in Costa Rica oh, Less Because uh, the stuff we use here for meat is illegal in most countries. <laughs> yeah. Because so, like, like cow eyes? Yeah. It's That's an like actual ingredient. thing. It's an actual ingredient in McDonald's. Screen, really? Yeah, cow eyes. Because it's considered beef still. Yeah. And there we're like, no, no. We appreciate our citizens. We're not yeah. going to allow that <laughs> yeah. to be served. Yeah. Just because people yeah. donate a bunch of money, we're heavily corrupt, but that's too much for us. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. our people are dying in the street, but God forbid they eat that. Yeah, yeah, but that'd be the difference. But it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing going here? Yeah, you know, it's funny. You? When I was you're in Spain, Bangkok, and you're eating this, I was in Spain. They have mick cafes, and I was asking uh-huh. someone like, oh, you know, I just want to sit down and have like a cup of coffee and something sweet, like real euro, you know, just yeah. kind of relax. And someone suggested the mick cafe. Really? And I was like, are you out of your mind? And they're like, it's different here. You know, a we don't, view, we don't say, view it that way. A lot of people say in uh, Canada that you get the best poutine at, like, KFC or McDonald's. No, they don't. Yeah, because they say at its heart, it's a truck stop food. Yeah, it should be shitty. Yeah, and so you can't... At a nice restaurant, which I love, La Banquise is, like, my favorite. But, like, or at least the, the menu's so big. But, like, uh, you can't do better... There's certain things I call dirt food. Right, like high-end... Yeah, Mexican food is Nachos food. is, yeah. like, what are you doing? You're only going to pay for atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you want to pay for more. That said, there's Milwaukee. There's a place called Comet. Yeah. Comet Cafe that does what I think is the best poutine I've ever had. Really? Yeah, dude. But it's, it's a high-end version of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of these, like, hipstery like, diners sure. that, like, everything is handmade. Yeah. But their gravy is, like, the perfect amount of unctuous. The potatoes are, like, double fried. I love on Keys. They have peppercorn sauce. Ah, like it's an au poivre. Yeah, and it's, like, really delicious. Very also nice. meat, red sauce. Sometimes. That's all about it. Yeah, the different flavors. Dude, covering French fries and shit, like, I'm half Uruguayan. Uruguayan and Argentinian food are very similar. The really? cuisine is very simple. It's basically grilled meats with French fries next to them. But, like, they're, like, the way of eating French fries is different than we eat it. We don't eat it. It's like a side dish. They use it to soak up all the fat coming off the beef. Oh, really? It's, oh, my God. It's amazing. So, like, you'll cut a piece of, like, skirt steak and then pick up a couple of French fries with your fork and eat it together. Oh, so it's That's basically like fried potatoes. Too, right? That's exactly the exact right. same cuisine, basically. And wow. anyone who's Uruguayan or Argentinian listening to this will send me emails, but whatever. It's the same fucking Did thing. Stop making invention? fun of each other. No. I was actually, a, uh, I guess it wasn't a discovery, but I think like, God opened up his heart and told me about this amazing food. I was in Sacramento Punchline, which I don't know why they're not serving this yet, but um, in my writer, you know, they have writers. Yeah. So Desiree, my agent's assistant, my old agent's assistant, um, She's like, oh, you got to put something on your writer. And I'm like, what? You didn't know? Waters? Well, I don't need anything. Yeah. You know, quiet green room. I'm like, what, yeah. what? What am I going to ask for? And she goes, ask for something. Everybody has stuff. And I was like, all right, I don't know. Gummy bears? Give me some gummy bears. Right, right, right. You want to ask for like red M&Ms or some shit like a, yeah. like a celebrity? But it was just for like uh, Canada when they always had those wine gums. I'm like, give me gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> They're always missing out on gummy bears. Anyway, one out of seven times I go on the road, someone will actually have some for me. Right. I don't, I don't care. But they had it in Sacramento. And I was in the back right by the kitchen. That's where the green room is. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, hey, put these gummy bears in those fries, like right out of the oven. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's just try it. Regular salt, everything, and then just throw gummy bears on top like, of it. Like like 
corner store level gummy bears. Yeah, Haribo. I think it was Haribo ones. Yeah. Good ones. And uh, I was fully expecting it to be awful, but it wasn't awful. The salty and the sweet went so good together. I can imagine that like tastes... Like a payday The bar. texture's weird, though, no? The texture's weird, but it gets melty. If you leave it on there more than, like, 15 seconds, it gets melty. Like, if you put, like, a layer of french fries and then some gummy bears and more french fries and a couple more... It gets, like... Gooey. Really? Yeah, so you have to pick it up kind of like cheese on a on poutine. You gotta open up a food truck. So people You'd are calling make a it killing from two in the morning. They're calling before. it gutine. They're calling it uh uh also frites. Gutine? Gutine for That's perfect. Yeah. Also frites is one of my favorites. That's marketable as fuck. Gutine? Yeah. yeah. By the way, you see what was what we just walked past? You see what's behind us? What? Madison oh, Square, Square Garden. Garden. Yeah. So this is That's where we're going. Cool, man. Oh, and this really? is why right everyone's in New York. Yeah. Everyone's so after like, next games, this gets mobbed? Totally mobbed. So people are like, yo, why would you go to a touristy joint? Here's the thing. I just took you to two slice joints. But before Madison Square Garden was there, this all used to be regular houses, like regular brownstones. This was a neighborhood joint. This was here before Madison Square Garden. Oh, really? It's called New York Pizza Suprema, an A instead of an E at the end. And this is only slices, so you don't have to eat a whole pie here. Okay, good. But like, After the this is the pop. perfect New York slice. It's really? cooked sauce. I'm going to have you try it first so you could see the difference in the cheese. This is going to be low-moisture mozzarella, but it's a little different than what you're typically this used to. This is going to be what? what? Low-moisture mozzarella. So before, we just had regular, like, fresh mozzarella, which is just a water-based. Yeah, it's water-based. Oh. This is low-moisture. I'll hold the bag so you can put your put shirt, shirt on. on. I am conscious of not going. When I was at Bonnaroo, man, every time I went to the food court, like, you got to have your shirt. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm putting it on. What's your tattoo say? Keep on trucking. <laughs> I know it says that because I could read it. It's very simple font, but why do you have that? In case you forget whether or not you should, <laughs> you should keep trucking. You should keep trucking or not? Keep trucking. Was this a, trucking. Was this a dare? No, I was just talking about tattoos with this girl, Julia, and uh, kept suggesting shitty She called tattoos. your bluff? All right, so you see this? This guy's called the Slice Harvester. He had a slice from every single pizza place in Manhattan. Colin Hagendorf? Yeah, it took him three years. <gasps> He ate a slice. There must have been a place that closed down and opened up in the meantime. Uh, I think a couple. That used to be the zine he would release every quarter. Wow. It was called the Slice Harvester, right? Wow. Only zine. one place scored a perfect eight out of eight slices, and we're standing in it. And by the way, my wife found out. He wrote a book. My wife goes, hey, did you hear about this guy, Slice Harvester? And I was like, that's my buddy. Did he ever finish? I know the guy. Yeah. And then, did he ever finish? He goes, yeah. He goes, you know, only one place scored perfect. And I go, New York Pizza Suprema, probably. And she's like, how did you know that? Out of all the pizza places in New York City. I'm like, because this is the perfect New York City pizza. Dude, I love when you show a level of expertise about something. We're like, yeah. that's probably this. I'm like, what? How did yeah. you know? I'm like, I don't know, because I'm aware of the industry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm part of it, you know? Yeah. So what makes it perfect? Like, all right, so because now they're in front of New York, uh, in front I'm of ask about Garden, this later, too. That's allowed. Upside down pizza is allowed. Yeah, but I want to ask you about it and why it cooks the cheese. Well, we'll talk yeah. about it later. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it later. But, like, see all these different pizzas they have here? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is for tourists. This is for There's tourists. Only, yeah, this is for tourists. The only ones that you should be care about, other than the plain, are the upside down, the marinara, which has no cheese on it besides a little pecorino. But those are both Sicilian style. These are Sicilian, so is the Sicilian with the cheese on top. Traditional Sicilian is right here. All right, can we get two plain? Yeah. You know what I really They're hate? actually, they're fresh mozzarella uh, margaritas. Pretty good. Really? I really hate the idea that New York has the best pizza in the world, but the reheated pizza is so much worse than a fresh slice of pizza. It depends, though. This pizza is made to be reheated. So this is actually going to taste oh. better if you get it reheated than if you were to get it plain, if you get it raw. In fact, when I order pizza like for delivery or to go, yeah. I say, can you make it well done and don't slice yeah, it? Yeah, crispy, I ask for sometimes. Yeah. 
because crispy, like you know why that. they don't do it they put it out here so they could put it back in so they actually slightly undercook it all the time oh I have seen that Where yeah. like, it just came out why are you putting it back in like yeah. it's, not, it's not done yet no that's why whenever you say like oh uh-huh. I want a fresh I like Mike Lawrence had this argument with me sometimes pizza tastes like it was put back in the oven it's built for that oh it's that's how it's supposed to be made that's like saying oh I don't like uh, you know I don't like bone marrow because it's too too buttery it's like well that's the point of bone marrow you know right that so this sense. place, like you could smell it. Like you walk in, you smell oregano, dude. That's the smell of a cook sauce pizza. Like all these other ones, eggplant, fresh mushroom pizza. That's all. This is tourists. all for tourists. These are premium slices are for tourists. I'll tell you what, the place, the new place next to the stand, La Lunetta. Lunetta. When you get anything with a topping thicker than pepperoni, yeah, it just falls apart. Yeah, it's not pizza's not built for that. That's for drunk people who walk by yeah. and go. Their cheese is, has the right or the pepperoni, real thin something has yeah. the right texture. Everything else is the wrong texture. Their vodka is pretty incredible vodka too. Sauce, Their vodka really? sauce pie is pretty great. Everyone's raving about it, and then I was like, mm, "It was good for the first week, and then it wasn't that good anymore." Well, that's how all pizza places are. They take a lot more effort and care in the beginning. And then as it slides, they get different because they bring their best bakers to the new location because uh, they have a couple locations, Lunetta. That's uh, not a single location. So they brought their best bakers. Two cheese. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you? Yep. Can I have a small Coke, no ice? Oh, uh, and water too. Two cheese, uh, Coke, no ice, and a water. A water and a Coke. Small. Small. So, like, one of the things that blows people's mind is when you come to New York, if I were to come here and go, let me get two slices and a Coke, they would yeah. know to give me two planes. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to say cheese pizza here. Slice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, they know you mean this. Oh, here. All right. All right. Sit down here. I just got to grab a straw over here. I'll spin around. Put, here, uh, you're allowed to put grated cheese. And crushed red pepper on your pizza if you I mean, want. I do like that crushed grated cheese. Do me a favor, just leave some in the in the front so you can taste the plain. Okay, should we separate these so you don't have to have? Like, yeah, I don't care. Go ahead, do whatever you want. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, just leave a space in the front so you could try plain, because this sauce is gonna blow your mind. Really? Yeah. Actually, the taste of the pizza. First of all, do you see it here? See how you can kind of see a lot of the sauce. You don't just see a ton of melted cheese. Yeah. Part of the secret. Yeah, the sauce almost comes through. Yeah, but that's why, especially at this place, there's a secret reason for it. So I want you to try it first, and then I'll tell you why that is. There's so much anticipation, so much of people looking at us, trying to figure out what we're doing. sure there's that. Good, I got you. Following. You think people are going to listen to this whole thing? Even us, just like those awkward silent moments in between? Yeah, for sure. Hey, bro. You, uh, you do have a very dedicated fan base. It's also like, I'm listening to work. What, am I going to shut it off in the middle? Yeah, that's true. You can't tell them, like, fast forward to 45 minutes. To the fans, I will say this. The people listening, I am done talking about, and I'm, I'm sure I'll fuck up a couple more times. I'm done talking about uh, the attack on stand-up. It's stupid, and I'm not going to face it anymore. I'm just going to keep doing what we do, and I don't think we should even talk about it. I think we should get back to being funny. On podcasts, we get so delayed on talking about that shit. Well, everyone like, who's listening is like, yes, we agree. Yeah. Why are you delaying from making more funny for this? But there's like the one argument I hear about comedians' podcasts is that we talk about comedy. <laughs> sure. People are like, oh, we thought you were going to be funny. And it's like sad conversation about <laughs> like how hard it is to like be a comedian. Now, this is way hotter. Yeah, this is going to be way over 175 degrees Fahrenheit. This what was temperature. The other, one? the other one gets to like about 140. 175 is the temperature which you burn your mouth. Put your, put your thing by this one here. Yeah, it's good, right? It's like a crack of the, yeah. of the slice when you when you bend it. Well, see, people think like the edge is supposed to be super fluffy. It doesn't need to be mega fluffy. 
Yeah. But look at the bake up on this. You can look at the bottom. See how golden that is? Yeah, it's going to even That's the perfect bake up. You don't get that in LA. You think, you think I need a second for you. Oh, you don't. You just go for it. You're not afraid of burning your mouth? I can tell by touching the edge of the crust, it's not that hot. You have more experience. Yeah. <laughs> See how much flavor just came out right now? It's like a ton of salt, too. Yeah, salt. The, cr- the cheese here mm. is about 75% Pecorino Romano, 25%. Yeah, you can taste Romano. Yeah. See the white part? Yeah. The really, really like clear, like the like pure white part? That's the only mozzarella that's on there. All this right here is a ton of Pecorino Romano. Oh. In fact, I have By the a way, photo. this style, this is Nuthouse Pizza style. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, there you style. go. So it's probably like a pretty... Shitty version of that. Pretty shitty version of this. Yeah, it's way too I was going to say maybe good, but I realize it might salty. not be. Uh, now I really want you to go. If you're ever in the D.C. area, go to Wheaton. Yeah. Next time I, go, I do D.C., I'm going to go. I'm going to find the Nut House. Yeah. See, I don't... It's not I, open on Shabbos. I usually do... Um, I usually take the train down to D.C. Oh, yeah. Me too now. So Isn't that the most relaxing fucking so trip relaxing. you've ever taken? You can look out the window. You get there five minutes before you leave. It's you know? incredible. And if you your flight, you just get on the next one in an hour. Yeah. So this is what this pizza looks like before it's baked. Oh, so the cheese is all over. Yeah, see the little oh, bits wait, of mozzarella. Romano first. All pecorino romano all over. Then what, a little bit. Which one's the small? The, the big, the big uh, shredded pieces. Yeah. That's regular fresh, like low moisture mozzarella, like the stuff that you would put on and your the pizza. Romano's a real. All thing. The, like the, the same shit, the same stuff you shook on your pizza. Yeah. That's what's already on there. Oh. That's why it gets like the. It all kind of folds. That this is all this, all this part that's unified together. Yeah. That's the romano. That's where you're getting that big so, salt. Kick. It's so fine. Yeah. But that's why this pizza tastes so great. It's like that nice little bit of extra salt. Romano saltier. Mm-hmm. That's why Italians use it. For a while, they were using Kraft. I used the Kraft uh, Parmesan cheese. The stuff in the green bottle. Yeah, but for a while, they did half Romano, half Parmesan. Yeah, that, that stuff also is mostly like sawdust. Garbage. Oh, really? No. They're trying to change the law. So that only cheese from Parma can be called Parmesan. Oh, really? Which is what it's from supposed the, to be. From the city of Parma? Yeah. Stupid. That's what it's supposed to be. No. Parmesan means from Parma. No. It's like champagne. Champagne, bubble, champagne grapes have to grow in the champagne also region. Also stupid. Also stupid. Not stupid. Here's the recipe that came from champagne. No, it's the weather patterns that that was raised so, so you can't have bologna from anywhere outside bologna? Bologna or whatever the city is? No. 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 Just originated here. Buffalo wings, you can't have them here? Only if they're made in Buffalo. Here's the thing. Buffalo, That's so ridiculous. Buffalo wings aren't from chickens from Buffalo. Because we let it be other places. Right. So if it was specific to the how chickens were raised or what they got to eat or the weather in so Buffalo, then I would agree with it. Yeah, so it's no, only what the cows eat. I disagree with it. I don't like it. I'm going to fight against it as best I can. <laughs> I'm going to write to my congressman. It gives it the flavor. If, anyway, if it comes up to ballot, everyone vote against this <laughs> new law. So my what are you going to call it? Parmesan-like cheese? No, they call it grated cheese. They have to call it grated, grated cheese. Grated Parmesan cheese? No, just grated cheese. But there's grated other cheeses, too. But they have to call it grated cheese. Oh, I hope the, that doesn't pass. Kraft is fighting it tooth and nail. Yeah, for sure. I didn't think you would side with big cheese. Mm. How yeah, incredible really is that? Some some more like Parmesan. I mean, uh, Romano-ish like, yeah. bites to it. Got so much more salt, and also the flavor in the back of your throat here is going to be all of that sauce. It's a cooked sauce. So the last place was raw tomatoes, just blended up. Yeah, this is a sauce that's cooked down, almost like a pasta sauce. The reason that a lot of places do that is because you got cheese on top of the sauce, so the sauce doesn't reduce in the oven. 
You got cheese on top of the sauce. So the sauce last place, remember how much the sauce was like exposed to the uh-huh. to the uh, heat? It reduces in that oven. What does that mean? Reduce reduces like you know when you put something in a pan, it like uh, gets rid of a lot of the moisture, concentrates the less. flavor, boil it away. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like a balsamic reduction gets rid of some of the becomes thicker. Yeah. Same thing's happening in this sauce, right? But because cheese is sitting on top of it, it's not allowing the sauce to reduce as much, so people would cook it. Okay, so now from there, let's get to the upside down pizza, which is also called something else, right? It's no upside down is what we call it. Grandpa's. No, grandma is thin square. Sicilian okay. is thick square. No, there's something else then. I guess maybe just upside down. Yeah. But the cheese goes underneath the sauce, and so the cheese, the, the oil from the cheese melts into the crust. Into the crust, adding additional flavor. The next yeah. place we go to is going to have that. Oh really? But on a regular circle slice. Also, this cheese burns. So to protect the cheese, people would put sauce on top of it so it wouldn't burn. I like it with the par- now I'm getting into the Parmesan. The so yeah. place I grated it. Yeah, it's a different taste. I like. Yeah, it brings it's something adding, out of it. It's that additional salt. Like you know, when you're really, really hungry, one of the first things you want is salt. That's why anchovies are so popular in like poor places oh. like in Italy because salt flavor is what your body wants. You know, it's like the main flavor in food is salt. I read once that Italy, the way that food developed there is everybody's so poor they can really only develop they can only only afford uh, wheat and, um, uh-huh. and water, just flour and water. So to have any sort of variety, they're like, let's just shape it different. Yeah. So fusilli and spaghetti and angel hair, it's all the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's all the same shape. Differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also heard now in Italy, tell me if this is true or not. I mean, they read the internet <laughs> and they're finally understanding that gluten is not that great for you and carbs are not that great for you. So they're making all this like carb-free, like whole wheat pastas and people are kind of embracing because they're like, that's all we eat. We're all going to die. I mean, it's here's the thing. Like their diet took on... The appropriate diet for someone who eats that much gluten, you know what I mean, and eats that, that much. Carbs. You mean. Yeah, like they walk a lot more, they right. work a little harder, they eat smaller portions. Like, if you talk to an Italian person off the boat when they come here and they go to an Italian restaurant in New York, first of all, his food's different. Spaghetti and meatballs—that's a New York invention. That's not in Italy. Really? Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs, chicken parm is not Italian. What? Meatball parm is not Italian. Eggplant parmesan is not Italian. These things aren't Italian. They're a New York invented. Anything from the Parm family. Anything with Parm in it, yeah. yeah. Um, like your spaghetti meatballs. That was invented in New York, you know? They just So Subway, the Subway restaurant, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Meatball Sub, didn't they, get started in Where they cut the uh, microwaved plastic package of meatballs. What <laughs> yeah. odds, odds are that did not get invented in Italy. Ugh. But when they see our portions, they freak out because they're not used to seeing bowls so big. of pasta. Yeah. Oh. We eat per person what three people would eat in Italy. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. So, and also, we're way more sedentary than they are. So, when we cut carbs, we're cutting that's a what shit ton of carbs. From, by the way, that right. I've heard recently, more uh-huh. less from the diet of too much sugar or the carbs turning into sugar in your body, and more from the sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. Which is great that I do walking tours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least <laughs> instead of driving tours. Look at this guy. He's fabulous. I love this neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, the people who live around here that aren't tourists are like, whoa. There's a lot of people who live around here, but they are like the old school guy who has like a seven bedroom, like 300 bucks a month. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, like yeah, the friend's yeah. apartment, you know? The dream. Yeah. You live it to someone in your will. They're all loopy as hell, though. When people tell me they miss old New York, like I tell them, dude, just go to the 30s on 8th or 9th, you know? That's old New York. That's old school New York right there. We just Is that saw where like. Bobby used to live? Kelly? Uh, Bobby lived more Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen area. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? Like 40, it's uh, the 40s on 9th Ave. Is See Kitchen. that? If you go to 40s in like 8th or 9th and a little bit further down, that's the only part of Manhattan that's still kind of dangerous. 
a below Harlem. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. It's still sketchy because it's all the trains. It's all it the brings trains, all the yeah. transients, yeah. Uh huh. And they got the, the soup kitchens there. Mm-hmm. It just feels dirtier in that area. Yeah, all the um, um, shops that sell like world's best dad shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's how you're making a living. The Who's? I love New York shirts. Uh huh. All right. Are you almost pizzaed out? No, I'm gonna smoke up an appetite. Can you really do that? Yeah. I've heard that happen with cigarettes. It kills you your appetite. Up more appetite. Cigarettes? Yeah, I thought they killed your appetite. They say it makes food taste less good, but I think here's what a lot of people don't see sometimes. Same thing I was talking about Chris Rock. The difference between like one guy going, wow, I'm a big fan, and only people coming up to you going, I'm a big fan. Yeah. There's a difference. I think if you smoke an occasional cigarette, it like makes things more interesting. And then if it's all the time, it like ceases to have those effects and it becomes negative. Marijuana, too, for me, in the beginning, it made food taste amazing. Right. And when I smoked three times a day, every single day, eventually it didn't make food taste amazing anymore. It just made it taste normal. Like, I mean, how can you fight? I mean, you know, cigarettes are the most habit-forming thing mm-hmm. besides, like, heroin. How can someone just casually way smoke cigarettes? They're way easier to get than heroin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can, do, you can do cigarettes anywhere. You don't have to find a dark, dark corner. Yeah, but how can someone just kind of smoke cigarettes? I don't know very many people that casually people smoke. Very, very few. Yeah, that's a that's a. I'd say one person. out of like fifty can be like, oh, two cigarettes a week, maybe. That's even that's I I think that's one, but I can't imagine someone exists like that. I mean, it's got chemical addictives in it. Yeah, it's it's purposely built for you to become addicted to it. Purposely built. Yeah. <laughs> that's when they got in real trouble. Philip Morris was like, oh, you found out it was dangerous. And then you kept trying to not like well it's yeah. here if you want it's like how can we get people they raise the nicotine levels and then drop them yeah so like you're like once it drops you're like well to get that same nicotine I need to smoke more cigarettes yeah and they raise them back up to where it was so, so you go from like eight a day to yeah. like why well, don't you do fourteen a day and they slowly put them back up and you're like but I'm still on fourteen a day yeah you don't go oh I don't need it anymore let me drop back down to eight because you it's don't know so, when they're gonna raise or lower it also the weird thing about cigarettes is I don't know if this was like the purposely built. For this, but it becomes like a social thing. Absolutely, I, I know I people smoking, who like that was one of the hardest things. Everyone oh, I quit smoking, smoking. All my friends are outside now, yeah. and then you're around it. Yeah, and then you want to do it. For sure, I never smoke cigarettes, so I don't care. But that's how weed got too. At some point, we're like, I already smoked. No, cigarettes are like that more. You finish smoking, then three of your friends light up. Like, I guess I'll have a cigarette with you guys. Like, you just finished one. Yeah, but now everyone's out here. If I want to be in the conversation. Day, which I feel like most people are on that half a pack a day thing. How smoke. many cigarettes is that? What six Ten. a day? Oh, 10. There's 20 yeah. in a bag? Yeah. So if you're on 10, that's probably one an hour. But then Jeez. you're up. Um, so right when you finish one, it's not the right time to have another one when you're on one an hour as a yeah. pace. You yeah. Know? Yeah. If you're watching a movie and somebody smokes, you're like, oh, I'll smoke. It's just this weird thing in your head. Really? It's like when I was young, if I saw water on TV, water? it would make my eyes water. Oh, really? Yeah. So like I used to watch a lot of Knicks basketball. When Patrick Ewan come out, he'd always be very sweaty. He would make my eyes water. My mom thought I was a very passionate fan. I'm not making this up. Because my eyes would water when I saw Patrick Ewing. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't Maybe know you if were, you were like, done. So, so not in love with him, I wouldn't say, but like somehow like lust, I guess. Yeah, yeah. my mom's like, not only is he gay, but he's in a really big black guy. He's great. A beautiful nubile <laughs> prince. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nubian, Nubian, yeah, nubile. nubile. <laughs> so, did you at least try the edge of the crust? No, I will. Yeah, give it a go. Good point. Mm. A lot of people don't. Yeah, you could hear that. That was an audible crunch. Uh, most people leave like the edge of the crust on that. By the way, crust is all of the dough. That's why I'm always saying the edge. 
all the dust. Eating dust. all the dough. The bottom of your pizza is called crust. Right, right, right. Right? So No, but we call crust the outside. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be. Crust is what dough is called after it's been baked. So all of it is. But yeah, I get it. So the edge. Pie crust, right. Pie crust is not just the edge. It's yeah, it's all of it too. Yeah. 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 So a lot of people leave the end, the stuff that doesn't have sauce and cheese covered. Whenever I see that, I assume it's a bad pizza place because that's what's not going to have any flavor. You just tried that plain. This was a bit plain. It was a bit plain, but it had still had some flavor. Yeah, not compared to the last slices we had. No, the last slices has more because it's a bit softer. But this, I actually, this is more my style of pizza. It is a nice dessert. It what? is a nice dessert, the crust. You think the it's edge. a dessert, like a nice ending? Like, yeah, exactly, in that sense of dessert. Yeah. Where it's like, now we're done. Let me wrap it up with this. Right, right, right. right. All the, the I see what you mean. It's like a mouth. landing. Mm-hmm. It's a nice landing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you, when I was a kid, if I went to a place called Joe's in Newark, didn't have any flavor in it, I would take the crust and I'd dip it in my soda just to get any flavor soda. into it. I will do uh, sriracha sauce. Sriracha is incredible. Yeah. What I'll do is if I fold it over like this, I'll cover on one one side and then fold it. And crush and it? Both. Yeah, so then sriracha on A little bit sriracha everywhere. Yeah. You and know then, what I've started doing? Making my own sriracha ketchup. What does that mean? Just, just one part it? sriracha to one part ketchup. Incredible. It's amazing how much sriracha caught on in the last five, six years. It's become insane. You know the guy who owns it like wants to make it hotter every year? That's his goal. I think it's like I can't. He it does, does make it a little hotter? He tries to make he tries to get he tries to grow the peppers so they're hotter every year. His goal every year is to make it hotter. So it's not the same from today as three years three ago? Three years ago it would have been a lighter sauce. Wow. Well but if your tolerance goes up. That's what I'm saying. I think it's because people's tolerance goes up. Like I'm a spiceaholic. I could eat anything. Nothing's too spicy for me. Too. me. I just you I love it. Ghost peppers? Oh my god. Have you had a wee 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 pepper? No. Trinidadians have this thing. Trinidadians and Guyanese people make their own red sauce uh, like red pepper sauce at yeah. home. The stuff's so hot you can't put it in a plastic container, it'll eat through it. So they save like those glass like baby food containers. Yeah, that's what they use to distribute this stuff for like ball ball jars. You know, stuff is wow. super potent. It's incredibly hot. It's a special pepper that only grows in that climate. It's hotter than a ghost pepper. Really, it's insane. Wowza, damn. Yeah, if you ever get the chance to eat at a Trinidadian's house, or if you find yourself like in Flatbush, Trinidadian. Brian do you Man. really? Mm-hmm. My friend Daddy, in college. I guarantee you, his family, if they're from Trinidad, they make that red pepper sauce. Every family has their own recipe. Really? They all make it themselves. What's it yeah. called? It's Weary Weary. Weary Weary? Yeah, W-I-R-I, W-I-R-I. Weary Weary. Weary Weary. I think so. Like very weary? But yeah, but two of them. Yeah. yeah. But if you just Trinidadian hot pepper sauce... Just any Trinidadian, you know, like ask a parent. The stuff is so good. They don't sell it in stores. The stuff is so good. Dude, my buddy's Guyanese. That's how I used to eat a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was like, dude, be careful with that. I'd eat it from the spoon, and it would just make my entire face numb. Yeah, my dad used to make this pepper sauce. Kind of like, you know that sriracha has like a spread? It's, yeah, you can see the pieces of pepper in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so, the garlic one, right, with the yeah, big uh-huh. flat top. So he, yeah, big round green flat top. Yeah. So he would make a spread like that, not with that, just on his own. Crush, yeah. like melt the peppers, dry them out, add whatever and vinegar, and, and he would let it ferment a little bit. And once it was super fermented, and I really do enjoy spicy food. I mean, I'm upper percentile of people I know. Yeah, I would take that stuff and I would spread it on a salami sandwich on yeah. two slices of rye bread. I'd take the one slice of rye bread and spread it as thin as I possibly could. Yeah, over the edge of one, and it was like it would make me cry you know yeah. like my the, the under sweat under the eye sweat oh yeah 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 yeah. but my dad to test it would just dig a spoon in there and just oh yeah yeah that's good that's ready <laughs> yeah like, what you know they say that like a little bit of hot sauce actually regrows your hair 
What? But too much capsaicin. That's what it is. Yeah. A little bit of capsaicin is good to stimulate hair growth. But there's a point where it's diminishing returns. It actually makes you lose your hair. That's what I got. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what you I think got. so? Yeah, for sure. You've well, done a couple of uh, odd haircuts in the past. Yeah, I'm about to trim it down today. Are you going to shave again? Or are you going to do yeah, that? I'm going to like a six on a, on, a, on a beard trimmer. Yeah? Yeah. It looks less bald when, I'm, when it's shorter. Does do you think so? Yeah, because you have good hair diff- coverage. No, right in here. Yeah, so no, that. you definitely got that. Yeah, so if this gets long, that the outsides of that gets long, you really notice the hole. I could see that. You know, I could see that. Like you don't notice a pothole on a dirt road. Yeah, exactly. It all goes up and down. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're kind of like Ginobili right now. You know, Manu. Yeah, yeah he yeah, does yeah, that. I got he, the Manu. Yeah. yeah, he lets like the uh, the monk. You yeah, know? you see the people that are full bald on top, but they trim it down to like a one on the side. Yeah, doesn't look that weird. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look bad at all. No, no. I feel like if I ever go bald, I'm just going to buzz. I'm just going to cut the whole thing off. You got a fat head. It might look okay. <laughs> fat heads, round heads. Like Rogan has a I got a, a big ass head, though. Head. Joe's got a big head. Yeah. I think he's, I mean, I don't know if he has HGH. He gets like, he has the HGH head. He's got the Barry Bonds head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, I used to be a huge fan of news radio. Yeah. And his head didn't that's look like that. a different guy back then. Yeah, that's, that's a different for sure. Man. It's funny, he played a tough guy on that show. I'm like, if they saw him now, uh-huh. you know, that's a Same totally... Same with Barry Bonds in the early Pirates days. His like, hat size grew. Like yeah, his hat like nothing at all. It looks like his cousin. <laughs> yeah, the people, it doesn't make your head grow. It just looks that way for your body. He's like, no, his hat size grew. grew. Yeah, that doesn't happen, dude. Your skull's shouldn't be getting bigger yeah he doesn't like didn't grow his hair out when all that was happening i was very anti it now i'm like let him if anything makes you not sports for some reason sports but i meant as a human being is i'm like we shouldn't be taking hgh it's terrible blah, blah, blah. now i'm like if something makes you feel better go ahead and take it well i know people's doctors will tell them like yes absolutely take hgh yeah it's not allowed by like athletic associations but it's not dangerous but you could take it for yourself why not yeah um steroids yeah if it made you feel better would you not take it yeah, well, steroids have the problem of, like, there's some danger associated with it. Yeah. You know, but HGH in, in regular doses, from what I understand, yeah. which is not much, yeah. it just replicates what you've lost with age. Yeah. The it, same way women take um, estrogen. Right. You know? I, I don't know what the fuck they I'm talking take, about they either. They don't take, like, 30 estrogen pills. They just take the one or two right. to get them back to where it was. Yeah, they're not trying to get, like, you know, fucking, they're not trying to lactate without kids. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that's that to me is pizza. Walk up, grab a slice. Yeah. It's quick. It's crispy as fuck. Is that <laughs> During an interview, that's why. Did you knock that over for a seat? That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, uh, uh, what's that smell? Probably the, uh, the roasting nuts behind you. Yeah. There used to be a map on the internet of all the guys that sold drugs out of those things. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So we're oh. going to take the train now. We're going to take the F train. Which is at Madison Square? Uh, no, we got to go to... Um, do they have the F train here? I don't think so. I think we got to go to, uh, we got to cut across. Okay. We got to go to, uh, what's it called? Herald Square. Herald Square. I never know which one that one is. I mean, this, this is, is really not my part of town. No, I'm and you're also Manhattan. you're also in a slight pizza coma right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, I could <laughs> you, tell. Can you feel it? Yeah, for sure. Does this happen on your tours? Absolutely. If people wanted to go on a tour with you, how would they reach out? How would they, how would they um, What do you it, charge? Like, how do you do that? Scott's Pizza Tour has a website. Scott's to, Pizza Tour? Yeah. If you go to scottspizzatours.com. Yeah. Or if you Google it. Um, if somebody wants to like just come eat a meal with me, they could go on my website, alexisguerreros.com. Yeah. I have like a contact form there. I'll put this stuff on the website. AriTheGreat.com, yeah. Yeah, AriTheGreat.com. I forgot where I was. I was somewhere, and someone had uh, Did you used to brand weed crushers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah someone. Grinders. Weed yeah, crushers. that's what it is. Sorry. Someone pulled it out, and I was like, Hey, that's my buddy. And they're like, oh my God, you know this guy? But he was so fucking high, he forgot I said anything. Perfect merch. Yeah. 
Is that something uh, uh, you know? If it becomes legal across the country, are you going to be like, you're going to be like, uh, like a go-to for that? Maybe I had to get it made in India. They're they're good for travel grinders. They're not the best for your like. Well, although I use mine for my in-home grinder. Once you get it caked up real good, then it works really well. Oh, it's not supposed to be clean. Well, it's just the the teeth work like pretty good, but you got to get them like loose first. I have one for garlic. <laughs> and everyone thinks that it's a, a weed grinder. Dude, whenever I have to sell mine at like a theater, yeah. um, I don't sell them live anymore, but when I was doing it, uh, and I sell them at a theater, and they'd have to put some old lady in charge because they have to take their cut theater. Yeah. That's why everything, by the way, t-shirts cost $45 at uh, when you go see a band right. because the, the venue takes like 40%, so they have to charge more just to make their money back. Really? Yeah, they go crazy. That's so illegal. Not illegal, but it should be. It's, it is kind of uh, so, muscle. Yeah, so they have yeah. some lady sitting there barely pushing your shit so that you can like and take this crazy cut anyway so she's like is this for garlic I'm like yeah lady tell yeah. people it's for garlic well I figured you'd have to call them like oregano grinders yeah that's why I was calling them spice grinders for a yeah, while yeah spice grinders for legal I mean you know it's funny people who want to use that know what you know what I mean they know that you have to use it like some type of clandestine name yeah when I did tell that lady and she was like she was like oh really she's like would it work for spices like garlic <laughs> and stuff I'm like maybe yeah she was really into know. the spice part of it yeah well my wife bought one so she could like you know grind spy and i was like uh is there something you want to tell me because yeah I've, I've known you for a few years and you don't uh, smoke weed do you remember like, uh, garlic okay wait wait so wait first how can people get you oh yeah Scott, uh, Pizza Tours, but then your place Alexis yeah Scott's Pizza Tours. so i do i do a brooklyn tour through them they're absolutely amazing um how i don't much is it? how much is it i think it's 40 bucks a person you go to three different pizza places and then you buy your own pizza no no no. i buy the pizza for them they but get all the pizza bucks? yeah they get all the pizza with it you get a slice at each stop, so people think three slices, forty bucks. It's a lot of money, but no, you, it's but you three hours. Tour, yeah, tour. you get an explanation of where pizza comes from. I you love know. walking by and seeing people that give like uh, tourists like the the uh, tours of like street art. Yeah, yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Architecture, or, like historical tours. Yeah, it's like I don't know that shit. I'm, yeah. like, I've lived here for three years. I have no idea. Yeah, people people stop and like Look because a historical guys. tour. So that seems like a mortadelle, mortadella. That's no. uh, fresh mozzarella. Oh, it is. Yeah. The big, cr- the big thick ones? Yeah. Of- oh. But that's not a very good pizza at all. Oh, no, for sure. Well, at I, Cafe sure. 31 across the street from Madison Square Garden. So it, close to Suprema. Yeah. Why anyone go here? Well, this is the thing. Like, sometimes I'll see, like, a uh, like a Domino's delivery guy drive by or ride by on a bike. And I honestly want to follow him and see where he's delivering that to. Dude, there's Domino's like- in my neighborhood. And I'm like, what is anyone going in here for? You know, I met a guy who owns three Domino's in Manhattan. He's a... Multi multi millionaire because of them. So I said, well, How could you fast? be making money when there's so much competes? It's cheaper, and I guess. He said that, like, that's that place College we were just at. Yeah. No, it's that they can't, like, schools or offices will call and order 30 pies at a clip. They can't, they do, can't do that there, which shut them down for an hour. Whereas, yeah, but people Domino's are just going into Domino's belt. and they're just ordering one or two pies. Nobody's, not many people are ordering 30 pies. No, but that's where he makes most of his money on big orders. Yeah, and then oh. every once in a while you get like, the people who just want to save money because it's like five bucks a pie. It really is. And they just order like two or three pies. It's yeah. insane. I, I can't imagine. I always say on the tour, because the Brooklyn tour, we pass at Domino's and people will always go, oh, are we going to go to here? Like as a joke. Yeah. And I'll say like, no, you know, it's New York. I'm like, it's like fucking landing in China you? and going to like Panda That's Express. That's McDonald's at, in Bangkok. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Like, why are you wasting your time in this country? Eating food that's a shitty version of the food from where you're from. Jake Johansson used to have a bit about it when he saw, uh, I think it was Hard Rock or Planet Hollywood. I think Hard Rock. Hard Rock Cafe. And he said Hard Rock Cafe, um, some city, Cairo. Yeah. And he was like, so you went all the way to Egypt 
and you got the chicken club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the, like, are the, you uh, kidding me? Captain Crunch fried chicken oh. <laughs> in Cairo. I'll never understand it. Again, when I was in Costa Rica, that's what Rica, Big J does, though. Big J does shit like that. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he has terrible, terrible taste in things. Clothes and food. Uh, all of it. And music. Some people disagree, but you know. You know, I lost money because I bet he would not sit down during his special. Oh, really? And yeah. I can't believe he walks out. First of all, great special. Great he special. walks out and sits fucking down. I'm like, come on, man. This year, he uh, on my show, my storytelling show, he's done yeah. it. I guess he's told four stories now. I want to. I think he told one of my favorite stories, the one about the uh, threesome on yours, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this year he was like, "I think I'm gonna stand." I was like, "Yeah, okay." He goes, I don't know. I just feel like standing. I'm like, "Yeah, man. I think I don't care. Yeah. So whatever you want to do, it's fine." He goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna." And then How? like as I brought him up, he goes, "I'm gonna sit." I was like, "That's fine." <laughs> That's his like default. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Sorry, sorry. He I ventured too cellar, far." At the comedy cellar, he stands. Does they he really they have a stool there? Really? They have, the, oh, okay. they have the piano chair. That's like sitting, sitting. Does he lean against the wall? Probably does. Or he'll go forward and talk to Will or Artie. Watch out. There we go. Yeah, we're walking through, like, the meat of it right now, man. This is, like, the part of New York no New Yorker ever goes to. Why would you? There's nothing here. What Unless do you, you work here. What, what is this? Office buildings and shit? Yeah, I mean, this right here is, like, a halfway house. What, San Francisco, CC? Yeah, they, they do, like, a soup kitchen and shit here. You'll see a lot of uh, homeless people lined up here. But yeah. the rest of this is all office buildings. How much would you charge if somebody wanted to do private uh, tours? It depends on what it is, but I've had, I've had people offer like, to go to like one place for appetizers, one place for dinner, entree, and then another place for dessert, and that's like, depending on how many hours it's going to be, it'll probably be like fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, if it's like three hours of my time, and I'm like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, and you charge forty for the company. The, well, no, that's if you want to go to like just pizza places. But if I'm like. Private, personal. First of all, somebody wants to do a private tour through Scotts. It's a lot more money, right? Like the, oh, the right, public right. tour is like this is the tour and that's it. Private's like I want to do this and I want to eat this and then I want to go. I want to go here and I want to do that and then also I have to be on the entire time. I'm also can't do spots that night, so I have to cancel out of spots. There's a lot that goes into that. How much is a private pizza tour? Depends on how many people there are, but it can run anywhere from like six hundred to fifteen hundred bucks. Why Same you thing. Just charge for like okay per person that comes, and you buy your own pizza. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's like stand up. You know, you're not paying for the drinks at stand up. It's not where you go there. You're going for the comedy. All oh, right. So when better. you do a tour, it's not necessarily the pizza. It's you know the. Saying, why is there a giant price difference between you doing it for some company and you doing it for yourself? Because if I'm a private tour is different. Like a private tour, not meaning me specifically. If I had a route of my own, it wouldn't be that much. I would also charge. 30 or 40 bucks but if people want to do a private tour they're going to they're going to say like like when you hit me up you were like yo you want to do pizza I got to pick where we're going but if right. you said specifically like I want to have the best mushroom pizza you've ever had and I want you to go show me this oh, and then I well want yeah to that's that. way more specific yeah now I have to curate it. it yeah right. and then also I have to be on the entire time like a public tour I already know what I'm going to say it's the same shit all of yeah us. I'm going to say this you're going to sit down you're going to eat your pizza I mean look I'm going to do you have the I'm same jokes you make in the same spots I kind of do like now like a tour guide yeah of like course. I kind of do now because it's easy like you know I can make a joke here yeah but uh, you know I'm a stand up so I can't like these other tour guides are mostly like data heads I'm not a data head you know I have the data in my head but I'm I want you to enjoy yourself so when we sit down yeah. I'm going to start like, where are you from? Like, what do you do? And then I'll start making fun of them a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, it becomes almost like a comedy show. Yeah. It's like, I can't, like, I end up being like a host, you know? Yeah. I can't just sit there. Like, I've seen other tour guides where they're just like. Dry. 
oh, let me talk about tomatoes now for the next 20 minutes. And it's like, so boring. Like, that's cool. Like, the cool thing about Scott, the guy who does run it, like, yeah. he has a good personality, so he's not like these other tour guides. But, dude, I mean, these other tour guides are like the same as hitting, like, play on a fucking playlist, you know? You're standing in front of this building. You can building. hear them, too. You can hear them going on autopilot. Where are we going? 100%. You know? Yeah, we got to go up here. Oh, let's do it. We got to go to 34th. 34th? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're right there. We got to go to Herald Square, take the F. And now we're I going... find a place to smoke up some. Maybe the park right there. Yeah, maybe. It's I mean, illegal here, right? Yeah. right. You don't get a... What do you get? You get a, a ticket. No, you get a ticket because you're Latino. Yeah, I get so, nothing. No, I get arrested. You get, right. you get a Louis handshake. Said, you get a handshake for, uh, yeah. for pointing me out. <laughs> About smoking outside the stand. He's like, people get in trouble. I'm like, who? He goes, me? I got arrested. Dave Smith is like, yeah, Louis got arrested. I'm like, yeah, but Louis Gomez right. got arrested. Yeah. First of all, he looks like he wants to fight a cop anyway. <laughs> of course he's going to get arrested. Yeah, I would love to have seen that conversation with the cops. Like, hey, come on, be cool about it. Put it out. Yeah. You know? And then he's like, why don't you beat a pig? And like, yeah. Talked himself into it. Get arrest. away from me, bro. I was in uh, Australia once in uh, Melbourne. No, Sydney. Outside the comedy store there. And everybody's smoking pot. Oh, fans, just a big smoke circle, which happens sometimes. And uh, some cop was like, guys, guys, around, take it around the corner. Like, you're right by the yeah. entrance of the mall. Yeah. Some guys Could like, you hide oh, it yeah, a little? Because we have to go. And I'm like, guys, guys, she's being so cool. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, please walk seven yeah. feet that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, don't. This is not the time to jump on her. Yeah. This, don't turn this into a protest. Yeah. I get the cops are sometimes assholes, but when yeah. they're not being assholes, yeah, we can give them credit. Like assholes. Yeah. Now, if she turns around and says something stupid, then. But right now, dude, my favorite part of New York. I didn't think it was going to happen again this year. It did last year. Bottom butt cleavage. Oh, the uh, short, short shorts. Yeah, or just wide and not super short, but wide enough where oh, you like see loose. the you see the, the underbutt. Yeah, the underbutt. You like see the, the side boob. The it's line. the new side boob. The new side side boob is the rarest. The rare. No middle. No side boob is the rarest. Yeah, side boob is very rare. Yeah, under boob is the rarest. Yeah, that's when the that's like eighties poster. Remember they has like the cut off shirts, uh-huh. so you could just see up below the areola. Yeah, <laughs> just it's like below. when I when I was a kid and like we had to go to a tire shop. That's what you knew you were gonna see. Those Spencer's gifts posters. Yeah, yeah, like at a tire shop or yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, like, any, <laughs> like anywhere where like dudes worked, you know? It was always a little bottom boob, under boob, dude. I grew up with four fucking women in one house. Yeah. I couldn't have porn in my house. Like really? now it's great, dude. Phone or whatever, perfect. You know, but if you were fucking my era of growing up, I hate to sound like one of those comics who's like, oh, we gotta go in the woods and find it. Porn? I'm not, yeah, I don't, don't want to say that. But like, I could, I just couldn't have any in my house. So when going to like yeah. a tire shop or something, like I said, that was like, what? Yeah, my era wasn't uh, going in the woods and find it. My era is we had to make it up in our imagination. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just the that way it was. That was your did. era? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was whatever you wanted. It's like with the first time you saw a pussy, you were like, okay, so this is different than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know this is a subway style. Let's walk a block because it's too crowded to smoke pot. All right. I think you're uh, going to find that about most of this area. Too crowded? Yeah, nah, I know places. <laughs> I can tell. I have your, a, uh, uh, your, your weed connoisseur brain will tell you where to go. Yeah, I'm the weed area. Uh, what is it? The do- whisperer. That's the whisperer. It. <laughs> yeah. The weed area whisperer. Yeah, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let's see. We're on 32nd. Car parks are sometimes okay. Did you say car park? Yeah, you go in like to a rest, but that one looks too busy. Let's go 31st. We'll go that way and we'll walk Wait, people block, walk halfway into a parking lot and we'll smoke? <laughs> there's so much of the, There's so much culture I don't know about around this. About drugs? Yeah, I'm just on, you know. Yeah. 
the only thing I'd ever have to hide is like, I don't want someone to see me eat something. <laughs> Why? Because you're embarrassed? No, not just like if I eat it sloppy, it's like a sloppy sandwich oh, or yeah. something or... Plus, the fat guy, you know, you're a target for like. Let's laugh at the fat guy eating. And yeah, I don't. You know, it's funny. Himself. I don't get a lot of that. I don't know. People have told me like you wear it well. Have you? Have you? I don't know if you've ever heard that term. You wear the fat well. Yeah. So like, I don't look like a sloppy dude. Like, I think I'm not one of those guys that has to order a salad out. So people are like, oh, you know. All right. You wear it well. Uh, yeah, this will do. Let's just smoke a little bit. My tolerance is way down now. Oh, really? So just like a little bit gets you mega? Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't realize this was open here. Now let's keep walking. Got to find the right spot. The wind takes the tunnels. It already smells like it. I opened up these airtight cases, man. I don't want to give free plugs, but tight pack, P-A-C. Really? Oh, man, you can't smell it at all. And as soon as you open it, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, because it all just like yeah. festers in there. Uh huh. It's and like it when I was young. Bending. Did you ever do this? Did you ever like fart into a, like a glass or something? Put your hand uh-huh. over it. But then if you leave it in there for a while, it gets worse. <laughs> that's the same thing that's happening in here. Dude, it's farting in your car right before you leave your car. Oh. And then you go to the mall, you go shopping, you like forget a about hot it. Day. And you come back in, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> did a did a human die in here? Oh, yeah, that's right. I should. Just shit. the ghost of your fucking yeah. sandwich you had. I, apparently, I took oh, an perfect. air shit. See that? You do know where to go. You just feel it, man. You just feel it. Really. I feel, for everyone listening, we just found like this like scaffold trestle, yeah, look, just like complete dude. shadowy yeah. underground <laughs> of scaffolding. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It's right in this corner. There's a camera, but they don't mind. She doesn't care. Yeah, dude. With my luck, there'd be like a police precinct next door. Well, yeah. It's yeah. funny too. I can't even say I don't know you. I'm holding on to a microphone. <laughs> wire that's attached to your bag but at least you're wearing a shirt attack. now i'm under attack <laughs> yeah. at least you're wearing a fucking shirt yeah that bother you when i wore no shirt uh it didn't bother me it surprised me as if it did anything are you are you typical to like let's walk around without a shirt in new york city sun's out guns out you're so there's something about there's you that's no like question it's not even casual you're very indifferent to things do you feel that way? I guess so. If I had to like analyze it from the outside in, you know, I'd be like, oh, I know what people think of this. In your yeah. head, you don't think of yourself that way? Yeah, I'm indifferent. I, I make my decisions about things. I'm like, this is not wrong. Yeah. So whatever. But, do you, but you're also the kind of person who makes peace with a mistake. You're like, no, this is right. You find out you're wrong. You're like, all right. Yeah, I'll change now. Yeah, yeah. I'll move on from oh, here. Yeah. Oh, I totally yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah I'm not I may have it. pontificated for the last few hours about how this is perfect, and I might have been wrong that entire time, but whatever, yeah. we'll move on now. Where it's like, I smoke around the street. It's like, what if some old lady doesn't want her child smelling? I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, good point. <laughs> it was this Norm MacDonald bit from a long time ago that I loved, uh, how he can see both sides of an issue. Yeah. They're like, uh, you know, abortion, it's like, it's a woman's right to choose. It's her body. Like, fuck yeah, it's her body. She can do whatever she wants with it. And then yeah. somebody's like, yeah, but it's also like a human life. Like, absolutely, you can't get rid of a life. <laughs> I just like you can fully commit to commit both to sides. both sides. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the right way to go. Everyone loves you. Did you? Uh, do you remember uh, Pizza Day in, in uh, school? school? We didn't have that, man. I went to Catholic schools, so, so they didn't that, really have that. Did you get enjoyment from it, so they don't want you getting enjoyment from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. They uh, they could see us happy, like smiling, and they're like, "Nope, take it away. More Irish food. No happiness." Uh, I, I just. I, a lot of people come on the tour and be like, Fridays, we would get like the shitty square pizzas. <laughs> that never happened to me. I never got that experience. Uh, First of all, I brought my own food all the time. I was like the typical Latino kid. Like when he's young, there's like a Tupperware container, a knife and a fork. I'm like eating rice, beans and pork oh, and everyone's really? like sandwiched uh, out. 
And I was like, okay, no more of this. You know? Wow, I would go home and be like, now. we got to do a sandwiches. We got to eat worse because yeah. people are going to laugh at yeah, me. Yeah, because people, and it wasn't so much laughing. It's like, I'm the only kid doing dishes in the bathroom. You know, like, I'm oh, washing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would bring it home clean already. Because <laughs> if not, you get hit, you know? And then everyone's laughing. Everyone eats a sandwich. They're having fun. Also, like, like they would have like the candies and stuff that were like cool. Like, remember? I don't know if you remember this. When we were younger, they used to sell these cupcakes that the car cartoon was that like a bear took a bite out of it already. Oh yeah. So it was a cupcake that had like a bite, a comical cartoon type bite already taken out of it. And every kid had that. I used to think that was so cool. And like my dessert was like some like you know macerated prune or something you know like i didn't have like cookies and shit yeah so i'm like i want that my mother's like this is garbage junk food and i'm like oh but this is what everyone else is eating she's a hundred percent right it's garbage children love mcdonald's because they have terrible taste yeah they have terrible taste they haven't developed a palate at all yeah at all why do we let them choose what they want to eat how about mcdonald's how dare you yeah you just want to shit in your pants whenever (laughs) you want but that's not allowed either you ever see like you ever see like a middle eastern or like north african family sit down and eat like, the kid is, like, physically abused until he eats what's in front of them. <laughs> like, that some parent is, like, grabbing their arm and, like, you sit down, you shut up, and you eat what's in front of you. The kid's eating, like, the most sophisticated food, probably not enjoying it, but he's getting the right, he's getting the right message. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Eventually, he'll, like, grow up and be like, oh, no, I appreciate food now. Yeah, I appreciate a little bit. Oh, no, no, this, this pita was baked correctly. You know? He knows that yeah. now. I used to get McDonald's for me was like a like right. a looking at me Jesus like a reward I smelled pot before it's also we're holding on the microphones oh yeah there's that no one you're knows right. you're, you're right. smoking you're right. pot there's that. There's that. I thought you didn't there's get paranoid from this I don't but like some people like smell pot and they turn around it's like don't turn around you're a fucking you smoke it too yeah don't quit, quit sh- entering into other people's lives see I do that yeah because you don't smoke pot I smell it I want to turn around and be like hey is someone smoking pot around me you know what freaked me out on a tour there were four potheads from Jersey came through, and they were vaping. They were vape pot, you know, like uh, oh, like taxes. Yeah. yeah. One there was uh, the other group. It was two groups. Those four guys, and the other group was two moms, yeah. two like hot uh, like Long Island moms, like housewife looking moms. Yeah. They had a group of kids that were going to graduate high school this year. Yeah. And the one mom asked the guy if she could have the weed pipe yeah. or the whatever the vape, and then here's guess what she did next. Threw she it away? asked the kids if they wanted some. <gasps> How old were the kids? The kids were like 16, 17, and 18. Hell yes. It it bothered me to my core. Because you didn't have a mom like that. Like, of cool. course not. My mother would have hit me now for not stopping That's what bothered it. you, because your mom was an asshole. No, I mean... She wasn't cool. She definitely wasn't cool, no, but also like... Let, my mom wouldn't let us have that either. She would have left the tour. Yeah? She would have like, we can't stand this tour. Yeah. The smoking pot. The, by the way, I said there was two groups. My bad. There was a third. It was like a Russian mom from like Indiana with like her two kids. Yeah. And the two kids were like teenagers. And they're just staring at this. And I think I felt worse for them. But even me, I'm like, I told the guys, I'm like, guys, do me a favor. You do whatever you want. People smoke weed on the pizza tours all the time. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not prude like shit. Like, go I don't care. The corner, though. Yeah, but yeah. Don't also, don't let the mom give it to the kids. <laughs> don't share it, you know? <laughs> to me, I'm, I'm like so a lot of bad. I'm like, hey, we were on this tour, uh, Monsters of Comedy tour. Me and a bunch of low-level comics did a tour all the way up the coast, the West Coast. <laughs> so I, it was you at lower level, or you were oh, low-level at the time? I was low-level too. Okay, I thought Before you were just shitting on, on these other comics no, for no reason. No, anything was going on. Probably Jason Rouse was the biggest at yeah. the time. But like, uh, you break even. That's all we're hoping for. I don't yeah. think we got there. Um, but anyway, they had a videographer who wanted to tag along. Yeah. Patrick Capolino. And, we could uh, go in here, by the way. What is? Oh, okay. 
and he kept smoking pot. And they were like, all right, don't give it to him. He's done his film. Right. When he's high. I'm like, that's not for me to decide. Yeah. <laughs> he's a free man. He can decide what he wants. Oh, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even be like, oh, the smart thing is to not give it to him now. You'd let him. Oh, yeah. I'm like, he's asking you for the weed. You let him derail the thing yeah. you're supposed to be filmed on. Yeah. I'm like, yell at him for not doing the filming. Don't yell at me for supplying me what I'm, a, I'm offering all of you. But you're both at fault. No, no, no. Yes, no yes, you are. <laughs> yes. How is that? You're the one percenter giving things to people? No, it's you. If you tickle the driver and you get in an accident, guess who was wrong? I don't force him. I don't like, come on, smoke it, smoke it. He's like, can I have some? Yes, you can. All right, well, I mean, you know, who, who's more at fault? The guy who slits the cow's throat or the guy who holds the cow down? You know? No, a different example. Who's <laughs> at fault? The lady who eats fucking pieces of sofa cushion out because she's crazy or the guy who sells her the sofa? He's not if wrong. he knows that she's going to eat it. <laughs> you yeah, think yeah. like, no, you can't. Yeah, you knew he right. was doing. Maybe you're right. <laughs> there you go again. Yeah. You're like, you're comfortable in the yeah, mistake. You're right. you're right. He should be so, so somewhat liable. Yeah. <laughs> it's for sure going to stick. We're not going to be able to get through this with the cord and both of us doing this. Please swipe again. Yes, ma'am. Oh, we did it. What? How? Uh, F. All right. I wish you put this away for a little bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because this is like Way too Homeland Security's like main <laughs> issue. Dude, I was putting the cords in the uh, in the mic on the train right when I was coming to 50th, so if, I didn't know where you were going to be, so we could like start immediately Yeah, if we needed to. And um, yeah, that I was why? taking out the wires. I was like, oh, oh this looks awful. Super sketchy, yeah. some yeah. device, they don't know what it looks like. Yeah. Half the time, yeah. it stopped at TSA. Things like, are lit, this? and there's a clock going yeah. down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I might quickly take out the, the mics. I'm like, no, no, no. I, yeah. you, you've seen these before. I do that all the time when I wear, like, uh, like if I have, like, production bag with me with, like, yeah. filming stuff. Yeah. I'll take the camera out first and then the wires. Oh, really? Yeah. So they know. This is uptown. we got to go downtown. All right. Why don't we pick back up when we get there? Yeah, good idea. So, um... All right. What, do you want to say something on the out? No, that's it. Up, down. Okay. All right, we'll pick it up in Brooklyn. Yep. Okay. When I get a serious craving for something I want to eat, I need some cheese, tomatoes, and olives, and maybe even some meat. I need some pizza, 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 pizza. David's Pizza, 209-477-2677. Pizza. In Brooklyn, you can hear the birds chirping probably. Yeah, isn't it nuts? We were just in like colossal midtown. Just one train right away. That's it. Well, what did we spend, less than 20 minutes on the train? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, we were in midtown and now we're here. It's very peaceful. Yeah. I can see what the benefit of this place is. I yeah. just like it more alive. Yeah, I, I do too, but this has been a nice change of pace. I wasn't expecting to be as comfortable here. Really? As uh as I am. Well, you got more room, is that it? We definitely have more room, but also like we're you know, the landlord is a friend. Oh weird. And yeah, I wasn't friends in New York. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. It was honestly it was presented to us to take over this rent, uh this apartment. Uh it's an incredible deal that you can't find anywhere in New York oh, really? that looks like this. Yeah. And uh 
And I wiggled out of my last lease. I just lied to them. <laughs> I, just, say? I sent them an email saying, hey, guys, uh, we've lived here for a long time. Uh, we've been good tenants the entire time, which we have. I don't complain about anything on purpose so that I could always walk away scot-free just in case I have to. I just yeah. always assume, like, what if I get a job offer in L.A.? Let me be really nice now. Yeah. So I just said, I, I'm running out of money. Um, we've got enough money to be here till June. And I said, I know the laws in New York. I can live here nine months rent free. Or you said that, yeah, which is true. You were like, and this is this is what my drop a bomb moment if I want it. Yeah, this is what? it. This is my this is my get out of jail free card with any landlord. Is listen, I know that the laws in New York are very pro tenant, not pro landlord. It's true. So I know if I wanted to, I could live here without you being able to kick me out legally for nine months. That's nine months living for free, or. I can pay you for as long as I can, which is up until June, and then we can terminate the, the lease as of May 31st. I said, which is what I'd rather do. And I didn't put it as an ultimatum, but it kind of was. Yeah. And they wrote back after a couple of days like, hey, you've been a great tenant. Uh, you know, We're sad to see you go. We'll terminate your lease as of May 31st. Which is, you're not going to call my bluff, because once I said I know the laws, they know that I know how to like, wiggle the, my here's way. Here's the worst case scenario. Yeah. This guy. And yeah. he's going to be that. And he knows what wow. he's doing. It's like, he's letting us know he knows what he's doing. It's like, I'm telling you, I have pocket aces. And there's two on the there's two on the board, yeah. <laughs> so don't bet, you know. And they they bought it. So as of May 31st, terminated my lease, and I've been living here really since the middle of May. We moved mid May because really? it was, yeah, the apartments already available. So we kind of got two weeks for free, which was kind of nice here. Dude, tenants have all the power here. That's why they don't want to rent anything to anybody. Yeah, that's They're why so it's so hard to get with to, everybody. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. Dude, the landlords are, and even now, actually, De Blasio is passing a law where what? it protects mom and pop uh, businesses. You're not allowed to pressure storefronts anymore, like commercial tenants. What do you mean pressure storefronts? The landlords used to pressure tenants. Like, if they want to get rid of, like, a candy store that's been there for 40 years Just to get, like... Just raise the rent 15 20%. Can't do that because they sign 15-year leases. But you know what you start doing? Oh, what? You start saying, like, oh, you know what? We need you to update the uh, ventilation system. We need you to update this. Oh, you oh. guys have to be closed for a couple of weeks because we're going to have exterminators come in. Pressure them That's out. what they start doing. They start tactics or they'll Other do frivolous fuckers. lawsuits. Frivolous lawsuits. They just yeah. made that illegal in California. Yeah. So they're just going to start making that illegal here. So they're if like, you do what? the- Then get a lawyer. It's going to cost you $2,000. Give me yeah. $1,000. And I have a lawyer on retainer who's bored right now. So he's going to bring you to court and appeal everything your lawyer does. Yeah. And so every time my, my lawyer does that- yeah. going to go away. Yeah. Or you can walk out of here in the next three months and let me get a bank. Damn. So they do that all the time, and it always works. That's and that's so how you get rid of the culture of Russia, in fact, or the culture of a neighborhood. In fact, if you look around, we just passed a couple of them. In the windows, they have these things that say, Save Cobble Hill. Oh, It's no. red. Yeah. It's a Save Cobble Hill, no towers. I'll point one out. That's where we are in Cobble Hill? We're in Cobble Hill. And they so want to look the same. They don't want towers, but this re this real estate has become so expensive, people want to buy like four or five of these brown knock, knock them down, and build a massive place. They oh. don't want that. They don't want that here. Yeah, they're like, come on, guys. So if we're all cool about this. Yeah, see, there's one we'll right look there. look the same. See the red sign? When we yeah, get see, closer, you'll see, see it. Dave Smith would be like, it's free market. If somebody yeah. wants to buy those houses and build a tower, it shouldn't matter. I told him once. I was like... But that it, does, because that affects other people. Yeah. Like, here, we, you can't... awful now. Also, but like if everyone... I mean, here's part of the free market. If everyone in the neighborhood agrees on something, or if the majority of people agree on something, that's how laws are made, right? right. Everyone raises enough, their hand. Like in Utah, you can't get full alcohol beer. Right. Except on tap or something. I don't know how it works. But like, oh, is that uh, true? Something like that. But the actual beer bottles... See, it says no tower, save Cobble Hill. Right there, oh, that little red sign. Oh, yeah. So every, put, people put that in the windows, and then all the people who own these brownstones. It's like a tower. Good graphic design. Yeah, good. It's like typography, I believe. Typography, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, people put that in the windows, and it's awesome, because like, the neighborhood's like, yo, we don't want it to change. When I moved to Alphabet City. Yeah. Um, Dude, do you go to Sunny and Annie's, by the way? Oh, my God. Oh, isn't that like the best? It's the best. Dude, for, first of all, the variety. It's insane. Good sandwiches, wrap, uh, round, whatever bun. Yeah. 
They deliver at all hours. Yeah, dude, it's 24 hours. But, dude, the fusion taste. It's insane. The they spicy do the, pho? Oh, the pho. It's pho. Whatever but, it is. Yeah. All right. But, no, the pho sandwich, the pho real. Pho real? Oh. And they have a different one every year? Yeah. Even and the Bush and the Obama's okay? Dude, the Lewis. That's Which mine. The Lewis? The, is that with the hash browns? Or the St. Louis. Yeah, they got the hash, hash brown in browns. it. Dude, they put, like, like hash brown patties in their, in their sandwiches. It's so good. The only problem with Sunny Annie's is um, if you go to their uh, website, you cannot find any of the cool sandwiches. Yeah, no. You it's like turkey or, sandwich. Or go to Yelp and look for actual pictures yeah. of that window. Yeah. It's, Dude, it's, uh, it's so good. Their I walked by garbage. there on the way home. But I used to walk when I lived last year on 4th. And first, I walked there all the time. Big Jai's like, just yeah. delivery, man. I'm like, it's two blocks. It's 6th and B. Yeah. yeah. It's like right there. Like, Dude, yeah, yeah, I love walk. Big Jai. He sits on stage. Of course, he's not going to walk. lose weight. Oh, are you? Yeah. What? Two blocks to get a sandwich. <laughs> You're going to get a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, I've, I've seen guys you like that. It, you get high outside, then you grab it, and you go home. Which, you know what pisses me off, but I know why they do it? So if, if people aren't from New York, this is what they do in New York. They'll put, like, fruits and vegetables outside. Yeah. They put their Doritos outside, and they have those, like, plastic things in their door. Like those, like it's like a plastic curtain that's cut into like fringe, like meat. Like butcher shops have them. You know, you know when you walk into Sunny and Annie's, you have to move like the like the hanging plastic sheets. Yeah. Out of the way, they you have to walk through that disgusting thing to go outside oh, to yeah, get the yeah, Doritos yeah, yeah. to go back in to get <laughs> yeah. your sandwich. It is disgusting. It's yeah, all like it's like color. just covered in in like oh, sneeze. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the sneeze of every person that lives just, there. There's no room in there. Where'd you live? You live by there? No, I just, dude. I'm come on. I'm a oh. I'm a foodaholic, so I know about Sunny and Annie's. Dude, it, you have to like to get past people where the soup and the sandwiches are. You have to like excuse me. You have to really yeah. make them move up. And that's you, and you're thin. Could yeah. you imagine my fat ass trying to like wiggle my way around that place? This is one of my favorite parts of New York. Random gardens. Just you like can't yeah. get into them because they're the, the, for the rich. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is pretty this nice. Is this is like one. what like uh, the British would call a park, dude. This fucking bolt is rusted. That's dude, how you long could it's probably yank it. been in there. It's a magic garden. But you know, I don't know how these gardens survive because that's like a multi-billion-dollar lot. You know, yeah, you could build a house there. It's probably just in the contract of everybody, right? When they uh, well, this looks pretty old. Or something. Look no, like man, that. all the you lots are even. Access to it. At least he has access to overlook it. You see him up there? Yeah. No, the, every in nineteen in eighteen eleven they made everything in New York lots. What does that mean? That everything is twenty five by hundred. Oh, really? Yeah. So this the streets were cut up on purpose. I mean, they did it in Manhattan, but they extended it to Brooklyn. So who owns it? I don't know. Somebody's got it. It's probably city I owned. Bet, yeah. What, I can't what imagine. Park, what about the park near the stand? That's only the residents facing that park get in. Well, that, that's when Aries used to commission blocks. They would take all those lots. Yeah. So like Washington Square Park. Where I can't like imagine they, they did that for one. Like, hey, we're gonna have in the middle. We're gonna have a garden. We're yeah, but this neighborhood was shitty in the seventies. It was like a riot here. Oh, really? So, like, I assume at some point people were like, "Yeah, we don't need this park." Oh, maybe it's an Indian burial ground. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of theories. So let's talk about ninety-nine cent pizza. Let's talk about the dollar slice because I don't hate it as much as people think I'm going to. My thought was, everybody talks about how great the pizza in New York is. Yeah. It also has the sheer most amount of awful pizza in the yeah, world. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. All right, so here's the number. There's a slightly over 2,400 pizza places in New York City. 2,400. 2,400. That's all of them. Out of all of them, I would only ever tell you to go to about 70 of them. Really? Yeah. So that tells you... So you wouldn't tell me to go to that place we passed that I asked what was in the window? What yeah. they were eating? No. You were like, nah, don't go there. I would never tell you to get pizza there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I didn't know they sold pizza there. I'm sad they sell pizza there. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. that's like the type of place where like, if you're going to a Knicks game and you've never been in New York, you'll go in there and buy a beer and a brown bag. 
because you've never been to a bar. Like you haven't been to a bar around the city or it was too packed. Right. Like that's really all that's there for. But like out of all those 75 places, none of them are obviously going to be dollar slices. And people ask me all the time, like, what's the best dollar slice to go to? I'm like, it don't. Here's the thing. A slice of pizza should always cost the subway ride. That's the promise of New York. No matter what, the subway goes up too. Yeah. So well, the, when the subway goes up, so do the slices. That's how it works. So the slice joint we just went to. Yeah. They charge $3. So they're a quarter more than a, a dollar slice. Than a, no. than a subway ride. Oh, right. But that's okay. A dollar more or a dollar less. Had. It's your favorite place. Yeah. But like you could pay a quarter range around it. But like if you charge right. more than $3 for a slice, uh-huh. what makes you so special? You know, there's 2400 charges more. Yeah. But then not for the plane. I think the no, plane, their plane, plane is two fifty. Oh, really? Two fifty or two seventy five for the plane? I thought it was three fifty when I went the other. No, day. you probably got some specialty. No, slice. I just got the cheese last time. No, I mean maybe it was two fifty. It has to be. Yeah, okay. it, trust me, it's not. Or else I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell people to go there. Yeah. Out of principle, also if it's How less than two fifty. Cheese three. No, Joe's is two seventy five. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Subway ride. That's what yeah. it's always been forever. Back when when Lombardi's first opened and you got a whole pie instead of a slice, yeah. it was a nickel. That's how much it cost to ride the subway. A oh, nickel. Right. Back when it was only one line. These are all like single family homes, dude. These are all like millionaires, dude. This is like, look at that kitchen. Yeah. Dude, this is how people live in like TV in New York. This is like, you know, like the stoop. I'm trying to get your listeners. Like the stoop people sit on. So there's like lower level windows. You can see this is where the servants used to live. That means rich people used to live here. Rich, rich people. Where they had top three floors. You see that little, see that, see that. Here, come here. Yeah. This person might be upset by this, but you see that little metal bar in that fr- like in that in that part of the banisters, yeah, that's where you used to put your boot and wipe your the shit from the horse off your boot. Oh yeah. So that means it was like when people owned horses, so the servants would go downstairs. That's what the lower levels are, that's what and the upstairs would be the rich. Yeah. So you could tell it's like original if you see that little boot. Like notice the other yeah. ones don't have it. Sharp. Yeah. See the other one has like a design down there. You can't wipe your boot on it. Oh, and that, that one, one has like the flat spot. Oh, yeah. That's for to wipe your boot. Cool. So that shows you like oh, oh rich people used about. to live here. They owned horses and they had servants. You didn't have downstairs for anybody, so that's where your servants used to go to. So, like ground floor apartments. And then the neighborhood got shitty and then got gentrified. Yeah, it's like everything else. That means it was already gentrified the other way. Yeah, well, it's double. This is second gentrification. It got de gentrified. Yeah, it got de gentrified and then re gentrified. Oh, yeah, these don't have that. Yeah. They don't go all the way down. Yeah, it's for the. Well, these are probably also not original. Right. That was a rich house. That was that was a very Dude, that was nice inside. That's a very nice house. Yeah, that is how you see people in the movies and TV in New York. Yeah, They're like oh, bye mom, bye dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never thought like, where do you live? Yeah, what what special place is that? Like Murphy Brown lives in a place like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, nobody wanted it. What was it? Colin Quinn's bit, which I used to love. Yeah, see, these guys have it too. See, it's on the bottom oh, right yeah. here. And right there. It's like this little flat piece of metal you can just like scrape your boot on. So you would take the shit from such riding horses thin, right off such of it. thin pieces. I didn't even get your shoe in. You also have like a monster foot. What do you have, a size 11? 11 yeah, I have a 10 That's and a half. Normal. Oh, yeah, you do have a normal foot. Yeah. It's actually pretty small for someone your height. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why are you trying? You don't have anything on the bottom of your sneaker, dude. I just want to see what it feels like. I don't know why I'm trying it. <laughs> so, uh, whatchamacallit, Colin Quinn's old bit. He goes, you know, when I was growing up, he's like... Colin Quinn? Yeah, Colin Quinn goes, when I was growing why up... Why do you keep was, saying Colleen? I said Colin. It's questionable. Go ahead. Colin Quinn. Wow, it sounds like Colleen. All right. All right, go ahead. Colin when Quinn. When he was growing up, what happened? He said, when I was growing up, one of his bits, he goes, there was only like, you know, eight stops for white people on the whole subway system. <laughs> Such a funny bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> now it's like they're living. He's like, you know, now they'll go anywhere they want. He's like, you know, when I was young, eight we only had eight stops. <laughs> He's like, you know, you took a nap on the subway, you woke up, you're like, oh, I'm the only white person. I got to go. <laughs> I missed my stop, I guess. You know? <laughs> or I think he said, I missed one of my stops, which is so funny. It's so extra. So, yeah, man, this is fucking where I live, which is so funny. Cause, now like, you live here. Yeah, but I couldn't afford to live here if it wasn't for this, like, incredible deal I What'd got. What did you get? How much was I can't, it? I'm not saying that. What's your exact address? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying Social any of that. Social Security number. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying any of those things. But it's pretty cool. I mean, it's a lot more relaxed. Are you going to have kids? Nah, I don't think so. But, dude, I lived on the Upper West. It was the same thing. It was like stroller cities. So. She doesn't pressure you to have kids? She does more than... More than not. I don't other know. People? More than not. You know, like she. She does pressure you. Not really, but she brings up the idea of children more than someone who doesn't bring it up at all, you know? Right, right. Like she mentions it. She's like, you know, now that we have a two bedroom, she's like, oh, wouldn't a baby be great in here? And oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, because then we'd have to. bring it up. But I'd be like, oh, then we'd have to find out whose fucking baby it is. Or, yeah, that dog's trying to get that bird. Yeah. <laughs> as long right. as it wasn't trying to eat us, we bird. don't care. <laughs> That bird, you have no idea how close <laughs> you came to death, that, dude. That's a thin leather strap. <laughs> yeah. And that girl was so busy with her Italian ice. Oh, yeah. So there's this old school, uh, like, that's like a really old school cinema Papa that's Hill still cinemas. open. And uh, there's a place that sells something called lard bread. It's an old Italian bakery. Do you know what lard bread is? It's a Thai? No, it's bread with a little bit of uh, pig fat in the uh, mixture oh, of lard. dough. lard. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then they put chunks of pancetta and chunks of aged provolone in the mixture of dough. So when it bakes up, you get these little pieces of, like, melted cheese, like... Really? Like crispy cheese on the outside, and then there's like pieces of aged provolone, and it all tastes like pancetta. There's also oh. cracked black pepper in the dough. It's absolutely incredible. This was like the type of bread you ate when you were going to go work in a farm for 12 hours. What? But I like, well, here's what I do I actually slice it, I'll toast it in a cast iron pan, right? And then I'll put a fried egg on top so that when you break the yolk, what? it just goes into all the pancetta and cheese holes. Oh. Dog, you have no <gasps> idea. Okay. These guys across the street from the comedy store, they're closed now. Something, it wasn't Big Mama's Pizza, whatever it was. Uh, I think it moved down the street. It doesn't matter. You got so, so inspired. Yeah. They had this bacon pizza and they would just crack eggs on their own. Yeah. And we were going there all the time because I live right by it. I was like, wait, what's that? And they're like, we don't, that's not really for sale. That's just what we make. And I was like, yeah. what is it? And then just fr- c- crack an egg. Crack an egg and put it back in the oven yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Old school Italians do that. The yolk is soft. They cut the yolk and it spells out It just out spells. The, and the cool thing about yolks is that like it coats your whole mouth. Yeah. But like that buttery. Oh my God. Oh, dude. It's so great. It's the they best gave, way to they eat. like, we'll sell you one. I was like, yeah. 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 Oh my god! My first apartment in the city. You don't city. make it too hard, but the white, the, the 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 white gets white. The white gets, gets white, filled in. But it's like a fried egg that never egg. gets turned Sunny over. Side up. Yeah, but like it never gets turned over, so it just like the yolk stays yolky. Oh my god! It's so great. So there's um, which one call it? There's uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. God, that's I'm just thinking about it. Oh, now. with the bread. Oh no, the bread's incredible, but like the yolk goes in all of that. It just like it's every little bite. It's like a it's like a brunch thing I make at home, but it's so easy because the bread's already made. I don't have to bake it. Yeah. But dude, the smell of this pancetta coming out of this bread, it's literally. We used to take uh, we used to take uh, the train like forty five minutes back home from this neighborhood when my wife and I would come here and eat. Sometimes you would come here anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here. Oh, I've this pizza place has been my favorite pizza place for a long time. Oh, you're not just a homer. Oh no, not oh, at you all. You moved here for the pizza place. I, it's <laughs> it's a lucky draw, and also the guy who. Who owns my favorite burger joint? Yeah, right. My favorite burger chef, if you will. Right. I've uh, I've been telling him about this pizza place so much. Right. He's looking to own, own, open a brick and mortar joint. He's opening my favorite burger joint. Is opening up a location. Brick and mortar from yeah within walking distance of here. So I have found a way to move near my favorite pizza joint, and my favorite burger joint is following me to this neighborhood. Oh, hell yes. Wait, how did you get into this stuff? When did you start trying to eat good? Like this. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I cared about like flavors, but yeah. 
like when I got old enough and had enough like exposable income to like when I was in corporate America, dude, I was making like, like like exposable. Disposable. Disposable. Yeah. Sorry, I'm ESL, you asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, okay. So <laughs> when I started making like a shit ton of money, now everyone listening is like, how did that guy make money? But I was in corporate America and I just wanted mm-hmm. to go to like every expensive restaurant. Oh, it used yeah. to be nothing to spend like five hundred dollars on a meal, you know? Yeah. I used to do that like three times a week. You really? Know? Yeah. So I would take how my much wife on a meal? Like five hundred bucks on a meal was not <sighs> a problem. Yeah. I used to do that. That's how much that normal place costs. Yeah. I, I would go to Tal. I would go to Del Posto. Let's pretend that meat selling to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would go to fucking, you know, I don't know, like uh, Per Se, all these Cause expensive places. Because I had money. So I wanted to eat the best food. But I realized after, especially when I got laid off, that that really wasn't the best food. I knew it while I was doing it. A lot of it was atmosphere, right? Yeah, you're paying for the right to say you went there. It's like an experience. Like now yeah. it'd be like you went for the Instagram photo or the Snapchat photo. Like yeah. I was going to these places just because there was a famous chef, but I tasted better food elsewhere. And but I love- you cut your odds way down of having a bad meal. For sure. You're but you're also it. like- uh. But also like, you know, it became the thing of like- Traditional foods became hot Like pork belly Pork belly was free When I was a kid My grandmother would get it From the butcher And they would throw it away So they'd be like Do you want it? And she would render it In the bottom of a pan Before she made rice and beans Do you have that place At St. Mark's or 9th? Which one? It's like a Just they make sandwiches With pork belly? No But I'm sure I've had it's it good. But I can't think of the name It's but- all white on the outside yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Not Xi'an Famous Foods. Um, but, like you know, that. people are like, no, oh. Xi'an. That's, that's, that's the Yeah, that's the noodle joint. But, um, people are like, oh, pork belly. I'm paying $20 for pork belly. What are you talking about? This shit used to be free. It's the same oh. stuff. But now it's like Slave all. food. Now it's all just like regular shit. So, like, I'm not, oh. not going to do it. My wife, wife is walking by. My wife, D, D, Ari. I do. We know each other. So, I don't know. We're about to go get some pizza. Why don't you bring the place? tripod? Oh, nice. So. <laughs> that was weird. That's fun. <laughs> she just gave. Hey, me congratulations the, on the new place. Gave him the double. Congratulations dish. on the new place. He was telling me about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like a sweet part. A yeah. Sweet place. We do have his blessing for living here. Yeah. We walked around the neighborhood a little bit. Mezuzah. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a mezuzah. <laughs> but instead of broken glass inside, we have a little bit of crust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go to we're we're about to go eat right now. This is the third stop. Of our yeah. pizza tour. Uh, the place on 80th, I mean 50th and 8th. Don Antonio. Don Antonio. We have the Montanada. Then Suprema. We walked down to Suprema and then we took the train here. All my favorite places. Yeah. Yeah. I think after this is done, I'm going to go to Joe's. Are you going to go get more pizza Tonight, after this? Before it comes out, I'll like do one at Joe's. Just by yourself? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's a good like day. Next day, during the outro, go work out. I had to smoke up an appetite. There was no way I was going to be able to handle yeah, that. Yeah, he had to smoke... <laughs> yeah, I don't have to smoke myself into an appetite. I actually asked him, I go, are you going to be okay for more pizza? Now, like, oh, I'm stuffed. Can you do more? I was just like, are you going to be okay? Cause I yeah, can't he was like, well, how could you not eat a crust? I'm like, because we're about to eat so much pizza that we don't need. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. Yeah. All right. Love Bye. you. So, yeah, so I used to spend a lot of money taking her out to eat. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Why don't we just go to, like, good places? And then yeah. I started doing a ton of research. And I knew a lot about food, but I was able to pair it and understand why I liked, you know, certain places or why I like certain techniques. Yeah. And then for me, it became more about like, does the does the chef give a fuck? And that's that's when everything opened up for me. It's any art form. Yeah, absolutely. And if dude, just chef and comedian doing. has a, so many parallels. A musician. Yeah, so many parallels. It, like, there's there's a lot of people that can play the guitar really well, and they just become studio. You know, no, you musicians, bored? because it's like you know, whatever. I'm good at this, but I hate it. And there's comedians right. that are funny, but like all they do is crowd work because they never want to write. Like yeah. people who or give they do a the shit. Same act for forever. Oh my god, it works. I'm like I you know, know you, but that's not all you're in it for. First guy I ever opened for on the road was like six years ago, and he goes, uh, 
tries to give me like a shit ton of advice before I get on stage. And I listen. I'm like, sure, you've been doing this a lot longer. I'll listen. Never heard of you, but you got a lot of credits. He goes up and every joke is like, hey, man, you guys remember Monica Lewinsky? Hey, uh-huh. man, you guys remember the Gulf War? And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Dates himself completely. Every joke he has to preface like, You guys hey. remember most of 90 to 92? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, the last guy this wrote a bit, this guy wrote a bit, was like 95. Wow. And I'm like, I never want to be this guy. I don't want to <laughs> take any of the advice he just gave me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It broke my heart, dude. Yeah. That's it. So I started finding chefs that knew how to cook really, really well. Who was it? Like, just, just chefs that opened up restaurants. It was also at the time no. where, like, chefs were opening no. up. Like, no. people were taking... Like high-end chefs, people were leaving like Le Bernadon, which is a very high-end chef, and a uh, high-end restaurant. They were opening up like small places, like um, Arancini Brothers was one of the first places the I head went. Chef at Noma, not the owner, but the head chef. Okay, he wants to open up a burger place. Yeah, that's all these people, and you know what he's going to do? He's going to make an incredible burger. Incredible burger. Because he he's at a, he's at Noma, which is an incredible restaurant, and he wants to make something simple at the highest level. Right. Which is what my favorite burger joint is. Uh, it's called uh, Hard Time Sundays. It's the one that's in, right now it's an urban space in the yeah. uh, Vanderbilt, but it used to be a food truck all the way in Mill Basin. It's like an hour drive from, from the Upper Have West Side. Have you the place at 7th and A? Black? Black Tap? No. Right yeah. next to the... the uh, Black Iron Burger. Black Iron Burger. Yeah, Black Iron. Okay, so that's their Dude, that's original so location. Good. Oh, that's them? Yeah, that's the original location, but now it's a franchise, so they took away some of the cool stuff they used Black to do. Black Iron? No, it's just a small bar. Yeah, no, trust me. They've got six other locations now. Trust me. Really? I've known those guys for a long time. Yeah, they're Colombian dudes who own it. The place they, next to the place. It's on yeah. the construction now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there used to be, like, a ramen joint next to it or a noodle joint next to it. I don't know what's to the right. It's on B. It's like not, It's off of B. It's like 6th and B. Yeah, trust me. It's called no, Black Iron Burger. No, in the park. Then no, I'm not talking about Black Iron Burger. I think Burger. it's Black Market Burger. Black Market is the one that's next to Niagara. Yeah, right next to Niagara. Yeah, but that's yeah. like a, that's an expensive restaurant, though. Is it really? Yeah, I mean they they have like oysters and shit. They're oh, not cheap. It's a great burger. Black though. Iron Burger is pretty incredible too. If you ever oh, get a I chance to go, that. but now they're a franchise. Yeah, no, Black Market is not a franchise. Black Market's great. Yeah. Well, I like a simple flat plate griddled burger. I want cheese. I want lettuce, tomato, onion, and I don't want mayo. California, I don't know what fucking California's done. Stop putting mayo on fucking burgers. We don't need it. It doesn't add anything. It, add, it adds extra unctuousness. You know what's supposed to be unctuous? The meat. The meat is supposed to spill fat out of it. If you cook it on a grill, I have a friend who's like, oh, you got to put mayo they on do the love bun. Mayo. I'm not into mayo. They stop putting they mayo on burgers. It. And you know what people do? Now people come up with their own mayo sauces, like basically Chipotle Thousand mayo. Islands and all that. Yeah, stop it. That is not a New York thing. You know what we do? We put acid on a burger. My favorite burger puts caramelized onions yeah, that, that's, that's mixed in with balsamic vinegar that's been reduced Ooh. it's incredible and you know what it does it cuts all the fat so your mouth is clean so you want another bite of the burger mayo just sprays more fat in your mouth you don't want that oh man i'm changing every but you do if you're sitting in san diego like on a beach you want that but not when you're in fucking new york city you don't want that this place is grimy yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to spit some knowledge show. there was a tv show about la it was called it's like you know. Do you remember that no. sitcom? I don't know how long it lasted, but it had that girl Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a scene where this guy's like talking about LA, how everybody orders mayo. Yeah. And then he goes to the waiter, he's like, "No mayo." He's like, "Okay." And then he brings it back. He's like, "It's full of mayo." And the <laughs> waiter's like, "I assumed you were joking." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, dude. When I went to Costa Rica, yeah. I went and got uh, French fries at the resort we're staying in, and. Uh, they give you mayo packets with it instead of ketchup. So I was like, uh, yeah, I don't want mayo. Can I have ketchup? Yeah. So I give him back the mayo. He comes back with like three packets of mayo and one of ketchup. <laughs> and he was like, you obviously are going to mix that with mayo, right? I was like, no, I don't want the mayo. I like mayo on certain sandwiches, but it's not for a burger. Burger like has fat on shit. it. I don't like it on anything. 
Dude, right, put mayo on like. We sidetracked our argument, but go ahead. Yeah, but no, you put mayo on like cold cut sandwiches. It's for white trash. No, it's not. It's well, I, I yeah, also already like cold cut sandwiches. Well, cold cuts are good. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. The gabagool. Yeah. Well, cured meats. That's, that's even better that's than cold cuts. But that mayo, mayo would not go with like prosciutto, but it would go good with like mortadella or salami, you know? Yeah. Because it cuts all of that salty fat. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't have to. All right. So what are we going to now? We're going into Sam's. One of my favorite things about this place, I tell Steak, people to come here. Chops. Yeah, that's ever what everyone says. That's it right there. Steaks but and chops. It's a Sam's restaurant pizzeria. Oh. Yeah. It used to say pizza up there. They're going to put it back. They just got new windows. Yeah. And right there it says brick oven pizza, but it's been here since 1930, dude. Oh, the first pizza cool. place in New York City opened up in 1905. So this oh. is one of like the first handful of pizza places that opened up in New York City. True or false? Yeah. Generally, the first place to do some type of cuisine, mm-hmm. not the best in that city anymore. 100% true. Because once they get labeled as the first, that's the only reason people go there. Yeah. So they don't have to keep up the talent. That place in Buffalo with the wings. Yeah. The skinny wings. The place in uh, Pat's and Gino's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Way better cheesesteaks everywhere else. Yeah, I like Jim's. Jim's. You ever been to Jim's? It's in oh. the old part, whatever they call it, Center City. Can we take this in here or no? Yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine with it. Okay. Well, we're about to find out. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> this seems so restauranty. Yeah, I mean, it's super old school. Nothing in here has changed since 1940. Oh, I see what you're saying with the tablecloths. Jesus Christ. Nice cold air. Look, they filmed the show Vinyl in here. They filmed Blue Bloods in here. He's got oh. original phone boots. He's got friends back here. So I thought it would be quiet. That yeah, that's her. Was she back talking there? to she them? We were coming? Yeah, they know. All right, why don't we grab the front booth yeah, where we won't bother it. anybody. Oh, yeah. This is where my wife and I sat on one of our first dates. Really? Yeah. And you fingered her under a table on your first Get date? out of here. No one ever said that. Well, I thought it was a butt. <laughs> yeah. From a booth? How long is my arm, man? <laughs> I have another reason so long. But I love this. Look, like you're sitting next to a fucking statue of David. Yeah, taped up. Yeah, the, pick, the, the prick is out. They got a... Like, uh, uh, pat, pat cat poison... Bushes. Whatever they're called. They're, they're something for the holidays. I forget what they're called. They're the red ones. The red ones. And they kill cats, right? I don't know. Cats I hope so. can't stop eating them, and then they always die when they eat them? I hate cats. I'm not a pet person anyway. I, like I think dogs are a waste of time. A trophy for... This them. is the Joe William Adams. It's actually just a statue. Oh. It looks like a trophy, though. You're right. But, dude, everything in here is old school. This guy shuts down for the entire month of August. Why? Every year, and he goes back to Italy for <gasps> an entire month. Ooh. That's so old school. He just school. leaves it fallow? Yeah, so he pays the staff. What do you mean? He has to pay like the the, the kitchen workers so they don't go work elsewhere and lose them. Oh. So he just fucking pays them for an entire month. Typically, do like five weeks. Just pays them for an entire month, and they fucking they just don't do anything. They get like a paid vacation for an entire month. Wow! How awesome is that? Like school, huh? Like school. You got paid at school. <laughs> No, it's school teachers. Yeah, school teachers, exactly. Know. Yeah. You know, teachers can decide whether they want to be paid all their money while they're at school or like prorated out for the whole year. Why, some, so they get paid in the holidays. Themselves? I guess not. I wouldn't. What? I'd get, if I got paid only while I was in school, like all of my money during that period. So in other words, no, 10 months instead of 12. Yeah. I'd be like fucking broke. I haven't worked yeah. in three months. I'd, yeah, the entire summer I'd be yeah. broke. Yeah. So what yeah. a lot of them do, that's why a lot of them teach summer school. Extra cash. Yeah, because now they, that's the only way to get paid. So they lose out their entire vacation. What do you mean? Because then they don't, they spend all their money they made already during oh, right, the year. Right, right, right. So it's the only way to fucking make any money. Right. I don't know if they think we're actually going to get served or not. So they might not come up. You're saying, dude, he got offered nine G's for one of the phone booths. 
One of the old style phone books? Yeah, see? Like it's like the like the one where you close oh, the door. $9,000. Somebody so wants to take it because that's original. Somebody wanted to take it for like a theme restaurant probably. Oh. And he said no because he said he wouldn't be able to put a table over there, which is true. You don't gain any space. Yeah, it just makes but he also was like, where am I going to keep my brooms? I'm like, are you? He keeps them in the phone booth? Yeah, he has like brooms and paper cartridges and uh, like paper. He makes paper. money, he doesn't care. Yeah, he owns like a couple buildings in the neighborhood now. He's good. Where am I going to keep my brooms? It's yeah, like $9,000 closet, though. But it always goes right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like yeah. To him, it's everything you ask him about this place, though, is like, I don't know. That's the way I was taught. Anything. I'd be like, hey, why do you cut the cheese this way? Why do you do this? He's like, I don't know. It's the way I was taught. Oh. He just doesn't change anything. The last thing he added to the menu was in 1976, he added pepperoni. What? That's it. In fact, on the menu now, it says, if your wife can't cook, don't divorce her, come to Sam's, and you'll both be happy. They had to change that in the 80s because it used to say, if your wife can't cook, don't hit her. <laughs> come to Sam's and you'll both be happy. And enough people oh complain. Yeah. But my favorite part about my that. My daughter's with me, please. Yeah, please. yeah come on. How, then they're going to know oh I hit the mom. My God. So his dad, who used to run the joint, his name is Mario, right? And it says, uh, thank you, Mario, on the, on the menu. So he quoted himself as saying, don't hit her, come to her. It was like, not, not only is that bad enough, but now I'm going to allow, I'm going to quote myself. I'm going to say, I'm the one who said that, to not hit your wife, which I guess is good. Don't hit your I mean, wife. The message is don't hit her. Yeah. I just, it's hard, you know, it's hard to see that on a menu. <laughs> it comes from a place of, I mean, obviously, I know you're thinking yeah. hit her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you shouldn't do that. You have two options. You, I know you might want to hit her. Try the don't and come here. You know? There's also no thought of like... You can do neither too. Yeah. Even if you don't live close to Sam's, <laughs> yeah, you can still not yeah. hit her. If you were just visiting this yeah. week, you don't have to just <laughs> yeah. hit her. This isn't like a free off. week. How about you just don't hit her ever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is the no hit week. Oh, we're going to Sam's. So you're lucky today, honey. You're not going to get beat. But I love it, man. He used to grow his own. He's not <laughs> the doing guy it. raises her hand to the woman. She goes, No, go Sam's. Go Sam, Sam's. Sam's. Oh, oh good right. point. Good point. All right. He takes his brass knuckles off. He's like, <laughs> And his wife's like, man, I have got to learn how to cook. <laughs> yeah. I know I shouldn't have to, but yeah, it no. is not worth it. I get it. Up. We burned our bras and everything, but geez. <laughs> when did they burn their bras? That might be the wrong era for that. 70s? Was that the 70s? 60s? When was Who Woodstock? knows? I feel like Woodstocky. It sounds feels like Vietnam, it. burn the bras, burn the draft yeah. card. Or those are just two things you burn. I think those are just mind. two different things. 150s? No. Was a suffrage, woman suffrage. I don't know why they call it that. Oh, you almost came to us and then you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, did you ever see the documentary about Prohibition? It was like Ken Burns. It was like no, three parts. Really? Here's something I learned about that that I did not know. Prohibition changed more than just like drinking laws. They also changed the laws of, um, what's it called? Like what's uh, consent? They mm-hmm. moved it up. They moved 16 up the- to 18? No, from 10. So before, they added together? No, before Prohibition, 10 years old was the age of consent for a girl. What? Yeah, Wasn't so like an, in the 1900s? In 1920. So in 19, let's say 15, you could legally have sex with a 10-year-old. <laughs> so what if you would spend all this male. time working on this like 11-year-old? Yeah, yeah. And, and then right? the 1920 rolled around. And, and you're like, like ah. Oh. legal. And it's like, I got to wait six years now? I just got her to where she learned how to cook. I don't have to hit her anymore. You know? We're sexual texting. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. sending all these sex to each other. You're sending sexual Morse code. <laughs> you know you know how many dots it takes to shape out a penis? <laughs> you know? A lot of L's and Q's. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 10 years old? Wow. Yeah, dude. In That's Canada, one of those. it's like 16, maybe? Germany, I think it's 14. They were saying that, like, because there's the whole thing of, like, some of these, like, uh, like soccer players, they want to play the German teams. Really? So they can go to Germany and like bang 14-year-olds. Oh, I mean, I guess. If it's legal, whatever. 
It's only appalling if you think that shouldn't be the legal age. The <laughs> yeah. one he decided randomly in 1920 is the exact right, right. one. Right. It's like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. What's up, dude? You want to do a pie? Yeah, sure. You want to do just plain or you want to do half garlic? Oh, half garlic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do half plain, half garlic. Anything to drink? Um, I'm just going to get a water. I'll take a water, yeah. You can get a Coke if you want. No, I got water's fine. Thanks, boss. Thank you. So let me tell you about this oven. All right, so the first oven we went to was 1,100 degrees. The second one we went to was 550, your regular aluminum oven, like gas oven. So this place... In 1940, remember I said nothing changed after 1940? Well, it opened in 1930. What changed in those 10 years is all of our buildings switched from coal heat to natural gas. So a lot of pizza places decided they were going to get rid of their coal ovens because they didn't want to pay the guy to deliver coal. Right. And they were going to go get those same ovens we just saw, like the aluminum deck ovens, right? They were invented in the 30s. Pizza shops. Yeah, just like the standard pizza shop oven, right? That's like the, That's easy. You got a pipe now that delivers fuel. You don't have to pay a guy to come. What this guy decided, what this guy's great uncle, Sam, that what he decided to do was, I want to keep my oven, yeah. but instead of put coal in it, I'm going to change it so that it, it, the flame is natural gas. And I know a lot of people go, well, that changes it. Well, here's the thing. Like, we talked about it with like the wood, and we yeah. didn't talk about it much, but the fuel doesn't bake your pizza. The fuel heats the brick. The brick retains the heat. You put something down on that brick, so it's, it's being brick baked. oven that's yeah. gas powered. Oh, by the way. Almost 99% of the ovens, including the aluminum ones, are technically brick ovens because they all have stone on the bottom. Yeah, but... That term is garbage. Really? When people say brick oven. Yeah, it's garbage. Even when they have the whole wall being a brick brick. Well, wall? that's the thing. Full stone. This is a full stone oven. The top oh, is right, stone. Okay, the okay. sides are stone. The back is stone. The floor is stone, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um... But the thing is, is that like the entire oven will absorb heat. In those aluminum ovens, it's just the floor that, absor- that absorbs heat. Right. So you put stone down, you put pizza down, it's just being absorbed from the floor. The rest is just like the radiant heat that's being pushed into the oven. Here, this flame, it's an open natural gas flame. It's like a flamethrower in the oven, and it's making all of the stone hot, and that stone is radiating the heat out. So it changes the way your pizza cooks. Also, that's more like a smoker, where it just heats up the air in there. Yeah, well, that's more like the aluminum is more like a stoker smoker. This is like putting something in an oven where every part of that oven is hot. So the top is sending heat out. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, it's it's sending heat out everywhere. Yeah, it's exactly right. Like the floor, the sides, everything is sending heat out. Right. So even though it's mainly cooking off the floor. The whole chamber is hot, so it cooks at a different pace, right? And basically, what it does is it's going to change the texture greatly. Like, there's like so many pizza places that are like famous, quote unquote, right? Yeah. And they're famous for like, like Tafar is one of them. Everyone talks about, right? It's like a two hour wait. You've what? never heard of it? No. It's in it's in a section of Brooklyn. It's like impossible to get to. It's called Midwood, right? The guy who makes that oh, pizza. That's one in Deep Brooklyn. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, it's like okay. the eighty year old who mixes the sauce with his bare hands and oh. shit. He cuts like the people like seeing him suffer. That's yeah, why it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, dude, he's like eighty eight years old now. Uh, it's very good pizza, but he used to be a regular pizza joint until he decided he wanted to make great pizza, and he started going around to other pizza places to learn what they do. Why he came here was because the 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 texture of the crust here is so perfect. Yeah. So this, to me, is what I would consider, because they don't sell by the slices, I say this is my favorite whole pie. Okay. New York Pizza Suprema is my favorite slice, and my favorite wood-fired pizza is that Montanata that we had. Their margarita is incredible, but that Montanata is something special. So... I took you to my three favorite pizza places. Three different types of pizzas. Yeah. So, whole pie, wood-fired. All right. And oh, now, cool. slice. So, we had the slice. We had the wood-fired. We're about to have a whole pie. Do you like Grimaldi's? 
No, the real story about Grimaldi's is the place next door, Giuliano's. That's the real Grimaldi's. He sold the name to a franchise business. They moved it next door. And then two years later, he re-rented his old location. So Pasquale Grimaldi, if you want him to make your pizza, which is why they got famous, you got to go to Giuliano's next door no to Grimaldi's. Way. Yeah. That's the real story. I tell people that they think I'm lying. And it's next door. It's next door it's to Grimaldi's. It's not attached to the church? No. So uh, what actually used to... No, Grimaldi's, you're talking about the one over where the... Uh, uh, the limelight used to be. I don't know, like Fourth Street is. Yeah, no, no, no. The real Grimaldi's is in, is in Brooklyn, in the bottom of the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, it's the real Grimaldi's. But a couple years ago, he sold it to a business who moved in next door to the bank location. So that's everyone goes there because they tell like all the tourist books tell you to go there. The old location was this tiny little space next door, directly next door, not attached, but directly next door. There's like a little bit of a parking lot there. Yeah, it's too small for all the business, so he sold it off. And then this company sent it all over the world. There's one in Vegas. There's one, the one in Manhattan. It's the franchise, right? He, after two years, decided he hated owning a boat and he hated hanging out with his grandkids. So he re-rented the old location, but he couldn't call it Grimaldi's anymore because he sold the name. So he named it after his daughter, Juliana. So if you want Grimaldi to make your pizza, which is where Grimaldi's got famous, you have to go to Juliana's next door to Grimaldi's. Oh, cool story. People think I'm making that up all the time. And I'm like, Google it. It's because you are? No, Google it, man. <laughs> and you'll go to my website, Alexis Guerrero. Like, I'm not kidding. You have shit on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah. By the way, what's your podcast now? Sport, uh, the Cooligans. Podcast. The Cooligans. Yeah. So okay. we're the Cooligans instead of Hooligans because we're, uh, you know, we don't. Uh, you have to play on the word. We don't that's, fight. That's, that's a law for yeah, podcasts. Yeah. 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 The, my first podcast was called Show Me Your Bits. Oh, there you and go. And I would, I would play a joke from a comedian. We'd break it down. Really? Yeah. It was great. Nice. Big J was on it. It was awesome. Um, we talked for about 35 minutes before he got to the bit. I was really? like, can we please get to the bit? <laughs> he was just telling me stories about like starting out in hood rooms. They were great. Oh, yeah. He started some black First rooms. thing he said when he came into my apartment, as soon as he walked in, he goes, oh, this doesn't smell like a place I could smoke weed. <laughs> it's like, it smells too nice in here. I was like, dude, you could do whatever you want in my apartment. Hey, so we he didn't was, finish talking about 99 cent pizza. Oh, yeah. So here's, what I, here's my thing about 99 cent pizza. Uh, every time you buy a slice, you're sending a dagger in the back of a real pizza maker. You're contributing to the yeah, demise overall. 100%. The knowledge of pizza in New York, where how the steam is held in. Yes. Yeah, so that's my that's wow. my soapbox. I have to say that because okay. I believe it. At the same time, I understand that there's people, and I know a lot of them, who can't afford $3 on one slice when you can get three shitty slices. They don't care. They'd rather be fuller right. than you know taste great pizza. So. I get where it comes from. And also, like, you know, if you think of where pizza comes from, it's all peasant food. It's street food, you know? It was made for poor people to begin with. So, Dollar Slice fits into the whole idea of pizza anyway, you know? Two slices and a Coke for two seventy five, two fifty. Yeah. I mean, that's what it cost when I was a kid, so yeah, I get exactly. it. exactly. So, it feels like that's where it's Yeah. Me. I went to Jerry's Pizza. You get a whole large one topping for $5. We'd sit there and play the table video game. Yeah. You know, the one that you can eat on. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple places that have them here. They weren't very popular here. No, not there either. It was just at a couple places. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like there's uh, Crypt Your Dogs have that. Oh, really? Uh, like Galaga, and if you play on the other, you hit the button, it turns to like Dig Dug or something. Crypt Dog has one of those old phone booths. You walk through it to that secret bar. Yeah, PDT. Yeah. Have you ever eaten in there? I never eat. I would drink there once. They have a hot dog with foie gras on oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. At Crypt Dog? Oh, Crypt Dog. No, I've eaten there. At, at PDT. The next, no, I have not. Next door, they do like the fancier hot dogs. I was there, and this couple was like making out hard. Yeah. For, like a while. And it got like, it was like a while. It was like hot and, and then uncomfortable. And they had to come over and like, guys, guys. The owner was like, stop it. You have to stop this. <laughs> they got told. I, I felt bad. 
One time I was walking through like the Upper East Side with a buddy of mine, and we look over and there's a girl just like getting fingered. You know, like the guy's making out with her, but like what? her entire skirt, it was like one of those skirts that like even hide your toes, you know, like those long summer dresses. Yeah. It was like lifted all the way up and you could see his hand in like her her underwear. Oh. And I just like, we went, <clears throat> you know, that sound yeah. and it was loud enough that they heard and like her whole dress like dropped down and we're like, we felt terrible. Like that girl was probably like wow. so close to coming and we She's, just ruined it. Oh, <laughs> you, know? No. Yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, they just wanted to get and down. And that guy's like, I got to start this all over again. You know, Dude, we both got up to the place where we ignore where we are. Yeah. And we get lost in this moment. It was like one of those like super residential streets where like everyone goes to bed at like nine, you know, <sighs> on the Upper East. It's like old money. You make out in some weird spots in New York. Dude. Well, I mean, you know, people There's no like, privacy. Also, if someone lives in Queens and the other person lives in Brooklyn, it's like, you got to fuck on the train. You know, yeah. like you're not going to go to, you're not going to go to Queens. I've heard of people doing that. Yeah. That's like, what are you going to do? Like at two in the morning, going to take the hour train and the G train at night. It's like you're going to wait forty five minutes for it to come anyway. You gotta go seven so, directions. Yeah, so you got to fuck on the like a subway near equidistant to both of you, and, and then you can both it. go home. Especially if one of you guys has roommates or something, yeah, and you can't sleep both. over. Yeah, oh, or live with your parents. That's got to be the worst. That's when someone like I don't know. I've never done it, but I'm assuming you know. You see people like all the time, like pressed up against something, and you're like, here we go. Yeah, that happens a lot on the train. Somebody has a bet that if like a female just whipped out her pussy and started, I'd be pretty freaked out by that. Actually, yeah, I think so. Yeah, not if it was like. Uh, yeah, not Giselle Bunchen. Yeah, yeah. Prime, or, you know, like, hey, Fox. I don't know where that came from. I was thinking of the other wow. Fox. Wow, was the Fox that was in Transformers? Megan Fox. Yeah, I was trying to think of her. Vivica Fox. Yeah. And then I said the Inner Prime. That even re- that. Even that. My no wife way. asked me recently, like <laughs> Inner Prime. The example. That, that is the worst. So before she banged Fifty Cent. Who? Uh, your wife. No, Vivica uh-huh. Fox. Oh, jerk. Yeah. I was like, wait, what story are you about to tell? I've been me? married for ten years. Oh. <laughs> Drug dealers. So, <laughs> like back when he was just selling dope, she had a habit. Yeah. <laughs> so, fucking no. It was uh, what was I saying about my wife? Oh, she asked me like the celebrity pass. Uh-huh. You get that question a lot. I've or heard do you have one of those? people do it? Who would be yours? I, w- I would just fuck whoever I wanted because I'm a free man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's that's a very Ari answer. Like, I fucking have a chance with somebody who's hot that wasn't hot last year. Well, to play the game for me, it was Diane so Lane. Cool. Diane Lane. But that's what everyone says, like Diane Lane. But she wanted it now. Still, she's pretty hot, dude. All right, shut so, up. Unfortunately, they they went a little overboard with the garlic. But you can see the garlic is right here, and this yeah, is the plain. These? No, no, it's these. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not garlic. That stuff. No, that is garlic. So these are garlic. Oh. It's supposed to be here, but the oil spilled over. Oh, I get it. But here's what they do, right? Cheese first, sauce on top. That's what we talked about. That's what we talked about. But the reason why that's great is because this oven is 750 degrees. You could see the charring. In between. It would burn. It's right in between. Damn, you're good. All right, good. I don't have to tell you that. It would burn the cheese, dude. It's too hot. So? This cheese is like- The sauce on top to protect it. The sauce on top to protect it. But here's what happens. This cheese releases oil, right? So the oil, you said that goes down, it goes into the crust and adds flavor. What about the oil that comes up? What about it? I'll tell you, it sautés the sauce, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's- it's like, like blended. Well, this is there. the oil. This is the oil that the garlic sits in. So look over oh. here. But that's still the oil that comes out of the cheese, like right over here. Oh, I get it. It mixes, it blends in, it sautés the sauce. So it makes the sauce saltier because oh. the cheese releases all that salty oil. So, dude, you're about to eat like a frying pan. Really? And here's the garlic that's on here. Why I love it is he puts cheese, garlic, and oil that's been sitting in the fridge for, for a little bit, like just totally getting in that oil. And then on top of that goes the red sauce. So the red sauce cooks in the garlic over here. 
That's that beautiful smell you're smelling right now. Yeah, the garlic. Garlic goes so good with pizza. Oh, dude, it's perfect. It goes so good. And instead of just like putting little bits. You okay with garlic powder on the shitty pizza or no? I try not to because I don't like powder, you know? Like even the oregano, I'll put it in my hand and crush it up a little bit before I put it on to open it up. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to make garlic. Oregano, you got to make floral. Dry dry leaves aren't going to give you any flavor, you know what I mean? You want to bite it in your mouth? No, because you have to put so much to yeah, get flavor yeah, out of yeah, If you yeah. break it, it opens it all up. Oh, interesting. Now you get yeah. That. So everyone, put a little bit of oregano crushed in your Crushed red's not the same though. Crushed red, huh? is, crushed red, you don't have to break it. You could if you wanted to, but you don't have to. It's got it's potent because it's dried. Yeah. How do we do this? Take a piece. Take a plain one first, yeah, and then slide that on your plate and the, enjoy. Where's the plain stop? Where These are, are all the plain right here. These, These four. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Hell yeah, it's hot. Oh yeah, it's incredibly hot. This will burn your mouth. Really? Whether you like it or not. So I should, if I were you, I'd let it sit at least another oh, sixty okay, seconds. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's, you're like that's, staring that's at. You're talking to, to the pizza because the other ones me. you want to so fast. Yeah. Well, the other ones were like look the, how the oil drips down in there. Yeah, dude. That's all that garlic oil right yeah. now. So that's another thing Defaro does, dude. When you go to Defaro's, he'll pour oil over the top of your pizza, yeah, like olive oil, and then give you the pizza. And everyone's like, oh, look how great that is. And then you look at the bottom of the tray, and it's just swimming in oil, making the, the crust soggy. That's another reason why I don't like that pizza. Dude. People freak out, and they're like, oh, how could you not like it? It's the best. I'm like, if you like it, that's awesome. I think it's okay. That. I think it's very good. Yeah, I don't like coffee. I'm not going to enjoy your coffee place. Yeah. You don't like coffee at all? No. Oh, man. I don't like coffee ice cream. What do you... Oh, that's even better. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? Like, what do you drink? Oh, I, I hit myself with some eye opening, and then I use my legs to walk around. Uh, occasionally, I brush my teeth. You've had this question a lot, huh? I didn't never did that. I never had to wake up like that. You've never needed something to... I just woke up. Like, I would get a lot of Coca-Cola later in the day sometimes. I well, you law do... law firm, I would drink like six, seven Cokes a day. The law firm? I worked when I was like a teenager. Oh, okay. I thought you were a Summer lawyer. Jobs. No. Did you ever have a real job? No, nah, it was all just temp jobs or like temp everyday jobs or like stuff that was like, this is short term until I move to the next thing. Yeah. And I'll be here for a few months, but not like. Did you know you want to be a comic right away? No, it's just what I went into after, after uh, college. I was like, I'm going to try this. <laughs> Everything you say is so matter of fact. I just trust you. you yeah. Know? It was just like, yeah, it wasn't like when I was 10, I knew. I knew it was cool. I tried it once in college. And I was like, that's fun. And then I didn't find a real job. So I was like. Let me try to do the stand up. Were you thing. like one of those, ah, you should be a comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that a lot? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes. Ami Butler was like, <laughs> try stand up comedy. You should do that. My mother, I've been I've been a stand up. How long are you, but 12 years, right? 17. 17. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I've been doing stand up for a little over eight years. My yeah. mother's never seen me perform once. Really? Yeah. She lives like in Newark still. This bitch won't let you have a vape pen. Right? <laughs> she won't let you. <laughs> yeah. This, this terrible mother oh, wouldn't let God. I can't believe you're okay with the mom giving the kids weed. I mean, I think it was really cool. My wife her. laughed at me. She's like, you're such a prude. I'm like, I was, it was 16. If you told me was, 10, I'd be like, that's super cool, mom. But like, <laughs> You're like, high five that mom. Yeah. No wonder everyone looked at me like I was a monster for being like, could you not give your kids weed on my tour? Big J, by the way. Yeah. He eats the 99 cent pizza. He says the one across the street on, on a second Avenue. He's like, he's like, I know what you're saying, but this one's legitimately good. And I got him and I tried it and it was garbage. Yeah, of it course was it was. <laughs> Big J garbage. Why I'm would like, you trust Big you, J for food? And I went in. Well, come on. But he like he eats like Dunkaroos. Uh, but he's practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. He does like that. He's a Wawa type. Yeah, he is. He is. He is like that awesome South Why Jersey you cousin. You have some processed <laughs> yeah. sugar. Just order a shorty sandwich at Wawa. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm excited for this. Look, now you looked at the bottom, right? Yeah. Remember the first one was like really pale and really dark. The second one was golden. Yeah. This is like directly in between because it's baked at a temperature directly in between. Different shades too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I don't know who's listening to us eat, but it's incredible. Probably less people than were right before we started eating. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, it's it's that crispy, that crunchy, oh, yeah. tons of flavor the in texture. the crust. The cheese doesn't slide off. It added flavor to the crust. I love when the cheese slides off. Well, you're not going to get that because it's bound. When it bunches up like that? Oh, yeah. And you get the oil together? Yeah, you like that? I do like that. If you can stand it. Joe's does that. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know if it's made the same way. No. But when you cut, when you just when you fold it and it just sort of like bunches and bunches yeah, and bunches. Yeah, Joe's is uh, sauce underneath the, the cheese. Yeah. Traditional pizza. What we technically not traditional, but what we call like your standard pizza. This is traditional. No, the other. Technically, this is this is the step after. Um, the one we had cold. first was traditional. Yeah, that's Naples. That's not traditional New York. Like oh. we didn't invent pizza in New York, but we perfected it. How did New York and this is another one I want to ask you. I think this is the last question. How did New York and pizza get so wrapped up? It's so known for that, but it's not from this city. It is. Because here's the thing. People didn't know about pizza into New York. Pizza was only eaten in Naples. Have you ever been to Naples, Italy? Of course not. All right. It's the shittiest part of Italy. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like I'm born and raised in Newark. It's the Newark, New Jersey of Italy. Like no one wants to go there. People mm-hmm. avoid it at all costs. It's a very dirty, very poor ridden city. It's crime ridden. It's dangerous. No one Why ever. It's always Naples been that. After that, yeah, I mean, because people people romanticize it after they left, but it's a shitty place, right? Yeah. In fact, to this day in Italy, if you take your four the tips of your four fingers and you wipe it across the bottom of your chin and you go out, yeah. and you say "go to Naples" in Italian, which is "fanopoli," yeah. it's considered the worst swear word. That's we the cunt of chin chin. Yeah. Well, if you say "fanopoli." You know what they all say it as one word? You piece of trash. That means go to Naples. That's where you belong in Naples. That's considered a swear. That's fighting words. That's how shitty Naples is. That's how shitty Naples is. To this day, it's a swear word. When kids are bad around the holidays, they tell them they're going to go to Naples. So who brought it here? People from Naples. They they baked. It's what they put in their ovens to test the oven in the morning. It was like dough they were going to throw out that just got burnt topped with things they were going to throw out. Like tomatoes they thought were poisonous. That's how it ended up as poor people food because rich people didn't want to eat it. What? Tomatoes are from Peru or from Mexico. They're not from Italy. So when they got there, people thought like, oh, this cool red fruit, you know, it's imported fruit. It wasn't in Italy all along? No. It's indi- indigenous in to Mexico. there were no tomatoes in... I mean, at that point, sure. Before Columbus discovered America? No. After that. Way after that. Like... 1600s is when they got there. They just went. That's one of the crops they got. They it's one of the crops. Uh, one of the crops that Mexico. So really? The Spanish brought it down to Peru. Peru had a so good trade Jesus with Italy. Never tried a tomato. Jesus never tried a tomato. Believe it or not. And also, he wasn't in Italy him? either. Wherever he was, yeah, he was in Israel, right? Where did he get strung up? Rome or the Nazareth? Romans did it in Israel? Yeah, Nazareth or whatever. Um. So, poor people used to eat it because the rich people were afraid to eat it. They used it as ornaments. I think got from Naples to Italy. No, it, it went. It got from. It got to Naples. And Naples people started to leave after the. Italy wasn't a country until 1867. What? Yeah, so people from Naples were from the city state of Naples. Like you know, the Vatican is technically its own country. Yep. It's a city state. All of Italy was that way. In fact, the language that's spoken in Italy now is actually Tuscan. They just took really? the Tuscan language and made everybody talk it. Yeah, which actually that's why they say Gabagool, by the way, and Mozzarella, why? because they're all dialects. So, like, if you've ever been to Spain, they speak a different Spanish in Barcelona than they do in Madrid. Uh-huh. They speak Catalan. 
Oh well, those are those are crazy people. Yeah, Catalonians. Yeah, well, that's the same thing about Italy. Italy had the, the fighters. Every every yeah, they want to be separate. Yeah. Every city had their own language essentially. So people in Naples spoke differently than the people in Genoa spoke differently than the people in Calabria. So when they came here, they were all forced to live together. All those accents meshed together. That's why we have that shitty Jersey Sopranos accent. That's where mm-hmm. that comes from. But anyway, tomatoes only poor people ate it because rich people thought it was poisonous because all their utensils were made out of pewter. And it would tarnish the pewter while they ate it, and it would make them sick. Poor people didn't have utensils. In oh, fact, so it was just a poor person food. It was yeah. the, it was the poutine of it was the poutine. It was the goutine of its day, if yeah. you will. <laughs> if it's you will, it could make it poor. Yeah, <laughs> and no one wanted to eat it, so poor people put it on this burnt bread they used to test their ovens with in the morning. That's where pizza comes from. It comes from pita. In fact, it's the Italian way of saying pita. You know, pita bread. Yeah. Naples used to be a Greek settlement called Neapolis. Oh, really? That's yeah. Like pita and pizza sound so close. Yeah, that's why that's why uh, Greek people say we invented pizza because technically they invented the pita. And really, there's no Just proof like they Greek. invented it. They, they didn't take the next step. They that's didn't like do shit. You invented the car because you invented the wheel. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, <sighs> it's like saying you invented the computer because you invented the Greece. keyboard. The, the 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 you know whatever it was the typewriter. Yeah. So they yeah. fucking people come on the tour. All the Greeks come on the tour. We invented pizza. I'm like no, you didn't. You had a hand in it because it was the bakers in Naples were making pita to sell to all the Greek sailors that were coming in. Yeah. But they would put one in the oven or a few in the oven first to test how hot the floor was. And instead of poofing it up, the dough poofs up, they would start weighing it down with garbage. Tomatoes were considered garbage back then, so they would weigh it down at one point with tomatoes. But the first uh, pizza was like rancid pig fat and moldy cheese. And they would do to, to test the dough? To test, test the, the floor of the oven to see how hot it is. Watch and something burn. stuff for... Yeah, so like if you throw pita in there and it bakes up real fast, you're like, oh, the oven's very hot today. Okay. So we got to make the loaves a little smaller. Because they would just throw wood in. Yeah, it's wood fire and then pull the wood out and then you have to test how hot it is. Right. Yeah. That's where it comes from, dude. It's peasant food. And so it got here from some peasant immigrant? Uh, Gennaro Lombardi came here in the late 1800s. Who's that? The first pizzeria in this hemisphere, in this country, was opened up in uh, New York City in 1905. It's called Lombardi's. It's still there. That place was General Lombardi's. General Lombardi came here as a kid. He was a baker. He didn't know how to work in the textile industries and shit. He was 19 years old when he opened it. So he just got a job at a bakery and realized, hey, we're making money selling this pizza thing in the morning because they used to test their ovens. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to buy this place and turn it into a pizzeria. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So they're like, yeah, we're going to make it into a pizzeria. Yeah. Whoa. That was the first time that existed, you know? 1905? No one, 1905. The idea of pizza. Pizza was this thing poor people bought on the way to work from a pizzeria because we're going to throw it out anyway. And he's just some guys like, oh, you'd like this. Like a play- person who would open up a poutine place here. Yeah. But, oh, they'd love it. I don't know why people don't serve it here. They would love yeah. it. Yeah. And then so that's good. it. Open this joint up. Is that, is, have you had that place? Is it any good, Lombardi's? Lombardi's, like you said, the first place. First place. It's good. Trust me, it's good, but you can get better pizza. Right, right. But I also tell people like, you should go try it. Why? Because it's the first. Uh-huh. You know? You want to say you ate it. I think that's how artists feel about Warhol. Like, no, go check it out. It is way yeah. overdone, yeah. yeah. It's like he was he was important. Not a Warhol guy, huh? I love it. Do you really? Just my artist friends. They're like, it's fine. It's just like, I think they learned it in like their equivalent of sixth grade. Yeah. You know, like a separate piece. It's also like bands that only someone only knows. Like, I piss off my friends like... My one friend is a big Queens of the Stone Age fan, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that Go with the Flow song is good." And he rolls his eyes. He's like, "Ugh, that's like their stairway to heaven." Like that one, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's the one that's famous. And I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry that that's my only <laughs> reference to your weird yeah, band." I know the that one, no one the most likes. people know. Oh, it's like 
I'm not a DMX fan, but if I was, my friend would be like, oh, I'm going to go insane up in here. Up in, I'd be like, that's a shitty song. The one you never... I heard DMX lost all the street cred when he backed down from a fight. Now no one can listen to him anymore. Well, there's a bunch of stuff that's happened. I'm a is big, truth to that? Of course. Wow. I'm a big Dipset fan. Are you? Do you know who um, Cameron no. is? I've heard of Cameron for sure. All right, so him and his friends, they're, they're called the Dipset, the Diplomats. Okay. They always talk about how tough they are. They can walk around Harlem whenever they want. They could go talk to drug dealers and they're fine because they're from the streets. There's a famous video of them at the Rucker, that famous basketball court mm-hmm. that's up there. Pat Joe used to always run. Yeah. So they're there and a bunch of dudes run up on them to fight them and they all run out. They all leave as opposed to fight them. That's a no-no in the hood. You have to fight. But I'm like, these guys are artists. You know what I mean? They're famous. They're not. They're not going to be. They're not going to fight now. They're not going to get knifed at a basketball court. Of course, they're going to run. Yeah. They have security. Yeah. But everyone's like, "Oh, you being a bitch." I'm like, "Yeah, they're being a bitch, but they're being smart." So it's like, who just comes up to fight me? I don't want to fight them. I don't even know them. They you didn't grow up smart. in the hood. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like saying the Chris Rock thing. So we can't understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, well, you couldn't fight. It's like, why would they fight? Yeah. <laughs> they could just leave. Yeah. You're like, of course you wouldn't fight. I mean, did I upset you? Did I dishonor your mother? You know. Yeah, fighting went way down in my 30s. Are you stuffed? Yeah, I'm getting pretty full. I'm going to finish this, though. What do you think of this pizza? I like it. I like the garlic a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be everyone's favorite, but this is my favorite pizza. Favorite pizza. This is it. I guess for me, the most different kind of taste I had was the... um, Was the... um, The fried one? Yeah, the Montanara. Yeah. That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. There's People ask me all the time, like, why would you suggest going to Midtown to eat? It's the only place you're going to get that. That's it. There's other places that sell it, but that's by far the best one. By a long shot. I mean by like a lot. Thanks, ma'am. It's a difference between like that black market burger and like McDonald's. That's how that's how big the what? differences in Montanadas are. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Yeah, it's so it's so special the shit they do there. This is really good. I really like this. I'm trying to think. It might not have been the best way to taste it, have just having had Yeah, two others. Two, three extra sl- big slices of pizza. Uh, one, two, three, four, five extra slices of pizza. I also wanted to give you some context. Yeah. Like, it's hard to eat this and explain how yeah. what makes it special. It's really good, though. Yeah. I'm trying to think whether it'd be my favorite. I don't know, man. I've, I've had... A, yeah. I like that Joe's Pizza on, 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 ble- on Mineta. Nothing wrong with it. A good fresh out of the oven. Sometimes it matters what kind of mood you're in, too. Yeah, for sure. There's sometimes that I want Joe's because they're... Where the area where their sauce and cheeses is very, very thin. That's mm-hmm. what they're known for. So it's like Yeah, that pulls over fast. Yeah, and it's like a there's a lightness to it. The toastiness is like not weighed down. Most pizza is heavy like this. This is a heavy pizza. Because remember, people are really poor that eat pizza most of the time. So one slice is enough for a lunch. That's why oh, most right. pizza's like heavy and greasy and big. The first one we ate was light and fresh. That's not what somebody who's like working in a factory wants. Right. Sparrows, you put on the same level as Domino's, right? Or slightly yeah. above it, but in the same category. No, they're all the same. I don't eat okay, it. Okay, okay. I walked out of a Super Bowl party because they ordered Domino's. I mean, not here. Not here. If, if you're I was Omaha, in it's yeah. something else. Sure. That's all Pizza's there is. Good. What's the best? Like, Although non- I'd say, like, don't get, you know, don't order pizza then. Let's go get... Like, steaks are probably really cheap in Omaha. Dude, there's a place on Austin, on 6th Street, that serves pizza. That is so bad that I was drunk and hungry, and I was like, I no, nah, I can't. Where is and this? On, in Austin, Texas. Oh, in Austin. I gave it to a homeless guy. He goes, actually, man, I'm, I'm full of pizza. <laughs> I, that's anyway. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'd rather not. 
When even the homeless guy doesn't want your pizza, yeah. that's a bad sign. But the pizza at uh, Bonnaroo, Spicy Pie, at some Tennessee company, was like surprisingly good. Sometimes you can get a surprisingly good slice for what yeah. it is. Like there's a place in Denver that I keep hearing about that a lot of people whose opinion I trust because I know they what? eat a lot of New York pizza. Yeah. I forget the name of it, but they always talk about like, oh, it's hard because this style of pizza is nearly impossible to duplicate outside of New York City because there's so much that goes into it. Like here they have the same dough mixer from the 30s. Whoa. It's like this big machine. Oh, it's I thought like, it was a dude. No, no. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Jesus Christ, that's a crime. Poor old bastard just yeah, back there. His knuckles are all completely <laughs> And they're over. just like, make more fucking dough. Mm-hmm. He's like, eh. just like a death rattle comes out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they have the same like mechanical dough. Mix. It's this big machine that's like built into the ground. Wow. Makes 100 pounds of dough in one shot, you know? Like instead of keeping his dough in plastic bins, he keeps it in the original wooden tool drawers they used in the 30s. Really? Yeah. Um, what do you think of, uh, let's call them the in-between pizzas, but they're sort of more themey in terms of the toppings they use. What do you mean? Like, like crust? Like uh, two, two boots? boots. Yeah, there with, you go. With, with, with a sesame crust. Yeah, sesame crust started with a guy named Cicio's in Gravesend, Brooklyn. Good. I like that sesame crust. Sesame crust is pretty good. I also like, I like a little extra crunch. I like the little semolina at the bottom of the pie sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, get a little extra corn crunch. Corn powder, is that what it is? Yeah, cornmeal. Yeah, same thing, right? Um, I, I don't mind that at all. In fact, there's a place called New Park Pizza in Howard Beach, Queens. They try. They actually have almost the exact same oven. They try to make this pizza. It's not as good, but the one thing they do there that I like is they throw salt in the oven. So when you put your pizza on top of it, a little bit of extra crispy salt gets baked into the bottom. Oh, it's a nice little touch. It's a nice little change of pace. All those things I like. I like Two Boots because they add sometimes a little extra fat to their dough. So it's nice to explain that. But, you know... It's not my favorite. Yeah. I know each of their locations has one se- like one special pie they only make at that location. Oh, really? Yeah, and the one by UCB East is known for their... Vegan? No, it's like Washington Square or Lincoln Square or something square. And it's Tompkins named Square after... Park? It's right there. It might be Tompkins Square. I'm not Five sure. Five blocks north. Could yeah, be. it's got to be. It's named after something, right? A square, something square. So uh, it has like a barbecued, like a spicy barbecued chicken on it. That's kind of fun. That's kind of a fun pizza. I typically only eat plain everywhere I go, but like when I go, like one of my friends wants to go to Artichoke, I try not to go. But dude, Artichoke, when they cut that thing, all the vodka sauce like pours out. It's yeah, like, this is gross, man. Yeah, you just like oh the uh, Artichoke. The gun. Yeah, yeah. It's it was it, it's they gross. put too much. The regular pizza at Artichoke is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite, yeah, it's but fun. it's pretty it's good. good. And it's yeah. pretty late. Their vodka squares are actually pretty good too. Oh, I tell people all the time. It pours out. It's like guys. What no, are you but the doing? artichoke pie that you're talking about, like where they shortage. lift it up, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's it's too much. It's too much. It's drunk. It's drunk pizza. The two owners heard me say that they'd kill me, but it's drunk pizza. It's not my favorite, but also like I know people who love it, and I trust their opinion on pizza, and we're just different. You yeah. know, they oh, want right. their pizza to be like certain taste. Some people like certain taste. Yeah. When I was with Joey Diaz getting um, uh, uh, Chinese food once, I think in San Francisco. <laughs> We're doing a show together. I'm already laughing just because it's Joey Diaz. Oh, yeah. And we went someplace. He goes, I want something authentic. And they take us to, uh, I think, Wohop. And, uh, Wohop is here. Oh, it's here. Oh, yeah, it is here. It's in their Chinatown, though, whatever it is. And they have it downstairs and upstairs. They serve all these crawfish and shit. And uh, he's eating. He's like, uh, this is this is too authentic. <laughs> 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 you know? It depends what you're into, I guess, yeah. with pizza. Like, I've been to some style? of those places where like uh, they'll give you like uh, sashimi shrimp. And you're like, wait. We're not supposed to eat raw shrimp. You could die. And the guy's just like smiling and pointing at it. And you're like, there's too much. <laughs> like, I'm really adventurous when it comes to food. Like, I love chicken hearts. 
Shit like that. They do. Oh my god, they're so I good. I need your house cover, yeah. Yeah. Hearts, I'm like, all right, I'm going to yours. Yeah, dude, they're the best. Like, I took, we, I went with Lewis and a bunch of those guys to the one Plata Forma, the one in Midtown. Oh, I know. That. And you know, Sal, for they the Bradsco Jokers, Sal Volcano. Uh-huh. So I was like, yo, they have chicken hearts. You just have to ask for it. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, because they, they're like, too, sometimes. They yeah, because they're like, no, that like not everyone's going to eat it if you walk by. Yeah. So I asked for the chicken hearts. Like, yeah, Louis Katz is like, yeah, I'll have some. And Sal's like looking around. I'm like, Sal, you're going to try some? And he's like, uh, when I was a kid, I really only ate like, peanut butter and jelly I'm like not a big fan of crazy foods and I was like alright but are you gonna try one and I like mm. pressured him into at least putting it in his mouth he spit it right out wouldn't even bite into it and I'm like dude I'm telling you it's good you already had it in your mouth like what's the difference bite it and he's like it's I can't do texture it or something. it is it's like pops a little bit a little bit but it's like more like liver like an encased liver yeah it's like liver that tastes like filet mignon dude it's so good in and a chicken here's what I love too so you eat some meat whatever other kind of meat it's good and all alright a chicken, that's an entire chicken who died mm-hmm. for that one heart. Yep. That's not a, a bunch of chicken in one. <laughs> you know, like you eat ribs, that might be like, okay, that's one fucking cow. Yeah. And I had three servings of that. Right. Every little drop thing. It's a chicken. A chicken, chicken only has one heart. You get 10 of, 10 of those? That's eating 10 different chickens. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you take Die. it to a very dark place. And you can <laughs> eat them fast. And do they have to be smoked because they're really tough like when they're not cooked, oh, they're right? Oh, so good. Do you like lengua? You're a big tongue guy? I have had lengua. I'm not the big, it's on it, but in, in, uh, in uh, tacos, I like them in burritos. Yeah. Certain places. Dude, LA doesn't not have like the greatest burrito tacos in the world. I don't know why everyone keeps saying that. That they have the greatest? Yeah. Because only the places they go to, New York and LA. Yeah. That's why. No. But I think Dude, New York Texas, has- Tex-Mex is good. I can't stand Tex-Mex. That's like the, that's like the, I call that rat kid food. Like, Maybe. you know, like, but that's not, I don't mean Texas. Like I mean, the, the Mexicans that come over the border uh-huh. and open up trucks and shit. Like, those things are good. Austin. Austin, yeah. Austin's got great food. Yeah. They had language. That's the last time I had language tacos was in Austin. Have you ever been to a place called uh, Tacos Numero Uno in, um, in uh, Chelsea Market? No. They I mean, use tacos number one for those listening at home. Yeah. <laughs> tacos well, <laughs> number one. Yeah, they say they call it Numero Uno for everyone if you want to Google Translate it. Uh-huh. Uh, they uh, they nixtamalize their corn. They what? Nixtamalized corn is what makes the t- tortillas better in LA because oh. real Mexicans are nixtamalizing the corn. It's running the corn kernels through uh, through lime. Thank you for not asking. Like I should know what that means. No, it's no problem. So that opens up the corn kernel. So when you make that into masa, it comes out into a better tortilla. Most New Yorkers use like processed factory made tortillas. That's that why they shitty. can't find good Mexican here. Yeah. Now we're starting to use nixtamalized corn here. My buddy's opening one right off the F train, and he was like, "Oh, I'm opening up a Mexican place. Anything we should do special?" I go, "Yeah, nixtamalize your corn, or else I won't even fucking go there anymore." I'm not going to your place unless, and there's like five places now that nixtamalize their corn in New York. Those are the only good taco places. When people are like, 12 best taco where places in, in East New York. Village? In these Village, where? Uh, there used to be. Zaragoza used to do it, but they don't do it anymore. Mm. Um, Dude, that's what they say. That you can't find good Mexican in LA. I'm always like, you can't find one Mexican cook who moved to New York. Yeah. Well, also, one. we can't get the fresh produce they have there, dude. When I was in when I was in L.A. and I ate my first like burrito in L.A. that was like shoved with like lettuce and tomatoes in there, when I took a bite, I was like, oh, I get it now. Fresh Cause produce. Because everything in there pops with flavor. Oh. We get the proteins right in New York. We cannot do the fucking bro- uh, the produce. Yeah. We just can't. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, Is there anything to fun. add? Yeah, I'm just fucking going to this coma now. Yeah. What time is it right now? I think it's four. Oh, okay. That's plenty of time. No, actually. Give me a second. Let me take my phone out. It's seven. Seven. Okay. Seven well, that's 15. considerably later. That's a much different time than four. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you think we started this at 3.30? Hilarious. Oh, Your yeah. podcast always four hours? No. I mean, we paused for a little bit, but man, this is a long one. Yeah. This is a two-parter. One hour and two hours is three. No, I'll just put them together. Nice. Um, well, dude, I mean, the only thing I have to add is thank you, man. Thank you for spending time with me and eating some fucking yeah, pizza with me. Yeah, thanks for telling me this awesome pizza. Yeah. I haven't had any of those places before. And I'll give you, I'll give you my favorite Sicilian slice so you can go eat that. Mm. What do you think of Ben's? Ben's is great. I take people on tours there. Get their upside down. Their upside down is better than I the heard Sicilian. Bad things about them. Not the that. one on West Third. West Third. Oh no, that's not very good at all. Oh. Go to the one on Spring Street. Different, different I never owner. Go to Soho. I never go to South of Houston. It's just like I just don't go there much. No, you try to avoid it. I just don't. I don't know why. Not much to do down there. The house. No, it's fun doing a day to walk around. You go into the stores and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. And you look at the price tag. And you're like, I'll leave now. Yeah, that's why there's only six things in that store. Everything's like nineteen hundred dollars. And then as soon as you get there, can I help you? And you're like, do you want me to leave? Is that what you're saying? I'm always like, can you? I mean, honestly, yeah. if yeah, you want to help me, buy financial me. Financial assistance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. I can use help. What, what are your What are your interest rates right now for <laughs> loans for this clothes? That's it, dude. Man, I'm just fucking come see me on stage everyone listening yeah, thanks alexis are you still doing the uh your show illuminati party is still happening right now we are in soho where uh where ari won't go uh we're at the bottom of uh gel so and grand which is a dope restaurant on mulberry and grand street we may be moving it but whatever man you guys could uh if you go to my website alexisgirls.com i got all my stuff on there or just follow me on twitter at not alexis and if you like soccer at all listening uh listen to the uh to the cooligans we're on itunes and everything else Hell yes. C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S. And the website is SoccerCooligans.com. Soccer with comedy. Yeah. Or comedy with soccer. Soccarmedy? <laughs> Soccarmedy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you and say that we didn't try to force those two words together into one for <laughs> the... Like, Comsar. Com- <laughs> We're comedian soccer. <laughs> okay. No, it's not going to Yeah, work. we couldn't do it. Um, all right. Thanks, Alexis. Chilling. Yeah. Where are you uh, going to be, man? Um, when is this coming out? Oh, this weekend. Well, I guess I got shows in Montreal. I got there my storyteller go. show. Dope. Four nights, Tuesday, Wednesday, the 26th, 27th. Where are you doing it? 29th and 30th at uh, Cafe Cleopatra, this uh, transsexual strip club. Awesome. I do it upstairs every year. <laughs> I'm doing my hour on the 26th there. That's somewhere. I just found out. And I'm doing a This Is Not Happening show in New York on the 20th. At the Village Underground. Tickets are at AriShafir.com. Dope. And then I'm going to fucking Edinburgh for all of August. Are you really? Dublin for one show before. That's awesome, dude. Edinburgh Fringe is great. Yeah, you've been there? I have not been to the Fringe. So looking forward to it. I got asked to go to part one of those ensembles when I was in England. It's just too long of an extended trip. I didn't have any more money. It's a month. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. 6.30 at the Hive every day. Tell your friends who are going. Yeah, I got a lot of friends in uh, England that are probably going to listen to this because they're big, really? big oh, fans of mine from fans. soccer. So, guys, if Ari's absolutely hilarious, regardless of what he did or said on this podcast, uh, go check him out when you're yeah. if you if you're in Edinburgh, man. Yeah, come come. Yeah, see what an American hour looks like. Yeah, a fucking theme and some crying at the he end. He does this whole bit. Are you going to do the uh, the time you almost shit your pants bit? I did. I did shit my pants I in China. About it. No, that's already done. That's oh, already that's done. Me. God, that's so good. It's one of my favorite jokes Thanks. you've ever done. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's awful, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, dude. All right, thanks for looking. Thank you. Well, I like pizza. Oh, baby, you like pizza too. Yeah, I don't like anchovy. I just like the mushroom. Well, pizza, pizza, pizza. Too much.
that is the episode. All right, you guys, that's it. Clearly longer than I intended. Obviously, it went way longer than it should have. <laughs> what are you going to do? Free content. And by the way, I'm serious about that. I'm done talking about the left telling comedians what we should and shouldn't say. It, it, we're done talking about it. The stance is this. We can do what we want creatively. <sighs> to point it out is taking away from us doing the thing we want to do, which is just being funny. So I'm done. I'm done with it. From now on, on any podcast, when it comes up, I'm going to change the subject and go back to just being funny. It doesn't matter who wrote what blog about what joke some comic said. We're done talking about it. I'm going to keep doing that until it catches on to the rest of the comedians and we all just stop talking about it. All right. Well, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, It was fun. It was delicious. Probably the most delicious episode I've ever had. Maybe the Noma. Maybe the Noma podcast. The Noma podcast is probably more delicious. Although, I don't know. Pizza's great, you guys. Anyway, I'm outside uh, Joe's Pizza on Manetta in the West Village. Uh, I figure what better way to wrap this up than to get a slice of my favorite junk pie. Joe's Pizza. A plain slice from Joe's Pizza. Man, it's so fucking good. The one on 14th, it's okay. It's good. But it's not as good as the one on Manetta. It's just off 6th. 6th. Um, fucking five minutes away from a fresh pie. 3.30 in the morning on Sunday night. Whew. I hope you guys have a nice Independence Day. Celebrate American freedom. All the English friends that I have, celebrate your freedom. Now you're not part of the uh, British, I mean the European Republic anymore. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to go back in and get this goddamn slice. I can't wait for it. It's one of my favorites. Stromboli's is pretty good too in the East Village, but if it's fresh, but like Joe's Pizza, man. I was with a girl here I was dating and it was like, we had Stromboli, it was good. And then we had this, it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, all right, I, I, I'm going to put this on pause so I, so I pick this up. But before I do, thank you, Blue Blue Apron, for sponsoring this podcast. BlueApron.com slash Skeptic Tank. Make yourself a fresh meal. Honestly, they make meals for two. It's great. It's great for a date. I have not done that, but it would be great for a date. I thought about it a couple times. Like, which girl can I call right now to come over and let's make some fucking food? I tried to get Dave Smith to do it. Wasn't into it. It's fun, though. Anyway, whatever. So thank you, Blue Apron, for sponsoring it. Don't forget to come see me at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, 6.30 p.m. every day from the April 4, uh, August 4th on at the Hive, 6.30 p.m. Uh, I'll be in Dublin at Dublin 2. At, uh, I don't know. It's all on my website. On the 3rd, um, Montreal doing my hour, the 26th, and then my storytelling show, the 26th, 27th, 28th, and 30th, every day but Friday. 
And that's it, right? No, uh, I got a This Is Not Happening show in, um, no, the hour then, and then This Is Not Happening for the other days in Montreal. And then uh, This Is Not Happening in New York. New York, This Is Not Happening. July 20th. I think David Tell is doing it. He said he would. He said he would if he's not shooting. So I've been trying to get him to do it for <laughs> about, about two years. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully he will. But who knows? It's not a guarantee for sure. Um, yeah, anyway, that's it. That's the episode. I hope you guys enjoy your pizza in whatever town you're in. I'm sure you guys have your favorite pizza place. Go give them a visit. Enjoy dirt food. Enjoy dirt food of dirt Italians. Every once in a while, dirt shit is done right. Like a good Mexican place. Anyway, whatever, sidetracked. Thank you very much for tuning in. For Ari Shafir, for Alex Guerreros, Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, episode 270. New York Pizza Party. Over and out. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, goodbye. Oh, what did I tell you? Well, no one's going to be tuning in anymore at this point, right? We're like fucking four hours into this podcast. There's no reason to make any announcements now. All right. Blueapron.com slash skeptic tank. Well, I was going to say, uh, hopefully I say it in the intro. I'll say it in the intro. That this was, last month was the most downloads I've ever got. The month before that was also the most downloads I've ever gotten. Two months in a row. Most downloads, and then beat it the next month. Most downloads. Thank you guys for tuning in. You're clearly telling people about this podcast. So thank you. I do appreciate it. I love more people listening. You know, it's cool. Thanks. All right, let me get this goddamn pizza. All right, got my slice. Oh, fuck, green light. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Um, I'm so good. Fuck. I love it. Dude, fresh out of the pie, pizza. Mmm. It's so good. Do you remember when you were little and you went on pizza dates? Alright, guys, I've, I've gone too long. I've gone too long. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. That's amore. Bells will ring. Ting a ling a ling. Ting a ling a ling. And you'll sing Vita Bella. Vita Bella, Vita Bella. Hearts will play. Tippy tippy tay, tippy tippy tay. Like a gay tarantella. Lucky fella. When the stars make you drool just like pasta when you dance down the street with the cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, 
But you know You're not dreaming Signore Excuse me But you see Back in old Napoli That's amore 